A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to another scrummy, scrummy, throbbing, jam-filled, licorice all sorts episode of the Cultaholic Classic. Oh no! Ah! Oh no! Now it's okay. I understand, I understand why you've done that. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And we should leave it in. Okay. I think we should leave it in. We know why we've done it. We know why you've done it, don't we? Yes. Why have you done it? Because you two have just done a special edition of the Cultaholic Classic podcast. Classic Smackdown review. But it was Invasion. Yeah. So we've just done a watch along of Invasion. You two, I thought, would be tired for this. I thought you'd be blown up. But it turns out, no. You're both raring to go. Oh, you're right. Go on that, brother. It's been 10 seconds. Only blown the intro. (laughs) If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. See, it's messed up a second time. Uh, It's the Cold Holic Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. And listening to the dulcet, throbbing, rubbish tones of Matthew. Mm. The well-soaked, long-cooked... In his juices, Jack the Jobber, oh, looking confused. God, what was that? That was dirty. <laughs> Didn't like it very much. Uh, okay. I'll try it with this. And uh, a big packet of prawn cocktails, Mr. Tom Campbell. It's what we want to happen. Oh, no, no, no. He's been ruining all my intros, Matthew, and now he's done it to yours as well. <laughs> oh, I was going swimmingly until he opened his mouth. <laughs> There's a few people that will be saying that, right? <laughs> Honestly, they say you can't do four hours of podcast and then do another three and a half or however long this is going to be. And they were wrong. Ugh. We fine, mate. Tom, how the hell are you? Mate, I'm lovely. I had a lovely day with you watching Invasion 2001. You can hear it on the Coltholic podcast feed tomorrow. Um, when I'm not here, we've been wedding planning. Oh. Because I'm getting married. Are you? Yes. Eee, by I God. Asked, I asked Alex Helena if she would be my wife, and she said yes. And started and a war with the Greeks. We started a war. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a marriage of convenience so we can take out the Greeks. Agamemnon's coming to stop this from happening. As is Ajax to go, I'll clean your toilet. Um, <laughs> so we, I'm loving this Iliad band. Wow. Straight, away, straight in there with the Iliad band. Sorry, the wet, He's on NXT yeah. this week. Yeah. We, we're, we're wedding planning and we're in that bit now where we're, we're quite far advanced. We've got a date in mind for the mm. wedding itself. Oh, what's her name? We've got <laughs> her name is uh, Annabelle. Um, we've got uh, an engagement party sorted and booked, which you obviously you you're invited to. You're invited to. You're invited to. Uh, and uh, but then we're going through like the cere- the day of the ceremony, and we we've had to that really brutal thing where we've got a list of all the people that we like to. Oh be my there, god! And we've got look, there's only a certain number of people we can bring. Yeah, so we it's now... who we want to bring. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's nine pitches for Tom's wedding. And and we've got a list now that genuinely contains like if if it's if you're orange you're a maybe if you're red then you're a, you must be there if you're blue then 
That's brutal. It's really brutal. There's people I really mm. like who I've had to colour in blue. But it's understandable, oh. though, because you and Alex have both had, I imagine, careers where you've met a lot of different people mm. and, and not just work as well, but you've probably met a lot of people. Yeah, the list is long. Yeah. And uh, we've had to be like, like with members of our own family, we've had to go, we're going to put them in blue, <laughs> gonna put them in blue here. There's, so we've uh. had that. So we've been, we've been going back and forth with that. So right. when I'm not here, that's pretty much been the week. And it's, do you know what? It's lovely. I'm very excited. It sounds married. very exciting. Very excited to get married. Alex yeah. is full of ideas for the wedding. And, I, and I'd and i like more ideas for the wedding because uh, Alex is so brimming with them. Mm-hmm. She's convinced me to wear a kilt. Oh, really? Because obviously Campbell being yeah. the surname. She's yeah, like, yeah. I'd like to do something where maybe, you know, if you feel cool about it, wear a kilt for the day. Initially, I was like, I don't know. It just feels like, feels uh, my, my concern was it's a bit insincere because I've never quite owned the Campbell name in that regard. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought... You know what? It'd be nice and breezy on the day. <laughs> be air conditioned on the day. Mm. So I've, I've come right round. The is idea. there a Campbell tartan? There, there must is a Campbell tartan. It's yes. nice. Yeah, it's, it's actually all right. Actually, oh, it's nice. nice, nice. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know how. I don't know how. You know, I couldn't do a tier list of tartans, mm. but I'd like to think it'd be in uh, in no, lovely, lovely, lovely. At least boxes all over the place, <laughs> all over the shop. But that's that's me anyway, sir. That's lovely because I've had the experience of going to two different weddings this year. It's been an amazing year. I've I've been like role playing in my head if I was in the situation where I'd have to decide, like you said, it's just it's overbooked. We're beyond yeah. capacity, you know. What would we do? Because you want to let people down, and I wouldn't want to be that person to tell someone I love you, but not as much as this person. So I would try and get a hold of the the gladiator game, the the eliminator at the end. Oh, <laughs> and you see, like you say, the you want yeah, it's like well, the doing, whole thing. Look, look, Jimmy. <laughs> Good luck to our grandparents getting up the travelator. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy, I'll. I, I've known you since I was a kid, but you did fall off the monkey bars. It's <laughs> kind <laughs> on you. Sorry. I, I know how Tom feels as well, because I've been... There's a load of fixtures coming up in fantasy football, and I've been trying mm. to plan my team. So similar. similar sort of level of... Donald, though, he knows. Do you have Haaland on your team? Everyone has Haaland in their team now. He's a Even robot. me. I think you'll find he's called Parker Baldrona. <laughs> oh. I genuinely made that mistake the other day in the office. Did you really? Uh, yeah, Jack Atkins mentioned him, or Aiden mentioned him, and me and Jack Atkins both went... Because we both thought he meant Parker Boudreaux. He meant the footballer. Yeah. Anyway. Boudreaux or Boudreaux? Oh, I don't know, actually. Boudreaux or Boudreaux. Mm. Tick where appropriate. Yes. Um, but no, that's very exciting news, Tom. So about, how are you? Oh, I'm not bad. It's been a quiet a week. Obviously, last week, it had been my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it's just been a much more chilled one. And that's fine. It's all right. Enjoyed your, enjoyed your birthday shenanigans. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Nice time. Thank you for coming. It was a nice, nice chilled vibe. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. in Bar Loco. You worked the room quite nicely. Bar Loco, which wasn't that crazy at all, actually. It was very nice. It was oh. not as loco as I hoped it would be. It was Bar Sensible. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. That was good, Jack. I worked the room nicely. You worked the room Thank nicely. You. I was trying to mingle like an adult. Oh, it's hard, man. <laughs> Because that's the issue we've got with our like, engagement. Do we're like we've got I've got we've got friends coming from far and wide, mm. and like you want to spend time with everybody, but you know I've just got to kind of busy. Honestly, though, that's great for me because I've got a bit of ADHD and also don't like people that much. So it's like, hey, good to see you. Yeah, pal. you can float hey, between hey, them. You good? You good? Yeah, it's enough. Cool. Next, speed friend. Like that. Like, it's yeah. like that Key and Peel bit where he's like, is the president? He's just, like, <laughs> somebody was shaking hands with, and some people was giving a big hug. It's like, yeah, it's enough of that. Yeah. Aye. I'm excited to introduce you to my mum and dad. Oh, oh, lovely. Okay. That'd be nice. Oh, lovely. Is my mum and dad? Scrummy, 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 scrummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> lovely truffle. Yeah. Would we put them off if we were like, nice to meet you? Oh, scrummy, scrummy, scrummy. No, they know Tom. I think go straight in with it. I think just, just. See what happens. Oh, Mr. Campbell, you. <laughs> you, you fight, you look like a fine truffle tonight. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Matthew, how have you been? Yes. 
I'm very happy because last week people obviously enjoyed because of the, the lovely, lovely dynamic between you and Fraser. Aye. And me still recovering from the party I went to instead of going to your thing. Still recovering <laughs> from that. Only just got round to getting out of it and kicking <laughs> out the two. You say it in such an aggressive way instead of going to your, I was just your like, party. I was like holding the table at some point. It's like, okay, sorry. I think anyone's noticed because like, hey, Fraser, what do you think of Jack? Oh, there we go. Look. <laughs> Well, there was a comment that said all of all three of the, the regular podcast presenters have different boyfriends who, <laughs> who third wheel the others. So it's you and it's you and Tom, obviously, me and Fraser. Oh yeah, Ross and Andrew, which I found a, a strange dynamic oh. there because I, I find them quite combative. Right. That's well, what you do have a good but, boyfriend. But, but that's yeah. the same with you and Fraser, though. True, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, actually, yeah. Just what? literally described your. Was mm. he about to say something nice? Like you should be nice to your mm. your boyfriend and. Uh, Stroke his hair and tell him it'll be all right. But I, I laughed at that comment about how we all have different boyfriends. <laughs> it's, it's quite true, actually. They're yeah, great people, nice. the commenters. It was cute, yeah. Some of yours. Uh, I can read the comments now. They're saying, can you get to the news, please? Oh, all right. Then. Oh. Uh, a big thing that happened on Friday, I won't say it's quite cursed to the podcast, it's just the time I decided to do it, was the commentating in WWE. Mm. The old switcheroo. Uh, so this means the end of Nigel McGuinness, oh. released by WWE which is a damn shame. I really enjoyed his commentary, even when he was doing it for the show that doesn't exist, NXT UK. Yeah. Still enjoyed him. And recent times has been just around the place. I actually forgot he was around because what else are you going to do? If he was, on, no was he on Level Up? Oh, Level Up, right. Yeah, that's a show everyone's talking about that also doesn't exist. Um, yeah, so that'll be him... Blah, I have no idea what the hell's going to happen. He's honest with you. He can't go to AEW because they've got more commentators than titles almost. Um, Impact's fully booked. That wouldn't stop AEW from trying to get him in. <laughs> oh, Can yeah, of course, silly me. Why does Tony Khan try to do a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Just keep bringing him in. It's fine. Well, WWE would book the first two weddings day. on the same day and he'd be like, I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and say <laughs> that's right. He's listening to the critics. It's finally a two-day wedding. Um, <laughs> could he... Does he have a... I know that he was obviously... An amazing wrestler, but does he ha does he have an interest in like coaching or training? Because he could do that, mm. couldn't he? Probably. He's British, and they know all the they. We know all of the holes. That's right. Well, everyone's come, everyone's been to a gym or a coaching place that has a cool name. We all learn like Hammerlock the Sharks the Yard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Sharks Yard. Just make Sharks it. Sharks Yard. <laughs> That's right, Nigel McGuinness of the the Bookies Pencil. That's right. Yes. Of the Rusty Warehouse. UK, Amalok. Wizard, <laughs> wizard Sleeve Wrestling oh, School. Wizard no. Sleeve! No, no, Sorry. no. I'm still thinking about the Sharks Yard. The sharks Yard's like, good. There's the garden, just sharks flopping on the grass. It's the Sharks Yard. Yeah. They don't need water. Shut up, they're hard. No. And you will be when you come to the Sharks Yard. <laughs> so at least there's options for Nigel. Then you can go swim with the Sharks. Uh, Jimmy Smith was released. Uh, he revealed this week that at Triple H accidentally told him before the show that he was going to be let go. Uh, how do you mean? He goes, well, uh, he said, he, he's basically, there's a long story here, but he was going through a line that he wanted to say. He said, hey, is this going to be good? And he says, hey, uh, Daniel Cormier hates Riddle just as much as I do. And so Riddle Production goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, Riddle's been critical of fight to pay of the UFC and Daniel Cormier is kind of considered a company guy. So he says, can I do that line? And Triple H said, that's a great line. Give it to Michael Cole to say. Oh. And he's like, I wonder why he said that. Oh, I'm getting let go. All right, then. Oh, um, so Jimmy Smith, who did a very good job of saying lots of things and me remembering none of them, which in fairness people have said is that was his role for I a mean, year, I guess, is to be that filter to say, hey, up next, blah, blah, blah. I never thought he was bad. It's just that you could tell he wasn't a wrestling guy. He was like, they, they, they wanted to make it more sportsy, didn't they? And he was an right. MMA guy. Uh, I didn't mind him, but I put him in the same 
Jimmy Adnan, he was there for about two weeks. See, I remember him more because he was a mess and he had that oh. thing of like, like no, I, I mean, put him in the same bracket as Adnan. Was he better than Adnan? Now Adnan's funny because he lasted three weeks and went, oh, this is a mistake, this. <laughs> uh, but then, speaking of mistakes, uh, Jimmy then did a little interview with Sirius XM and said, quote, does this guy look like he can fight? That is what the WWE is about. Roman Reigns can't fight. He looks like he can. He's just a big, muscular dude. Daniel Cormier does not look like he can fight. You put Cormier next to Brock Lesnar, and it looks like a man and a kid, and WWE is all about that visual. Which I get what you're saying there, but obviously wrestling media did what the wrestling media does best, took that one little bit. Jimmy Smith says, Roman Reigns can't fight. And then they had to apologize days later. I got all these angry messages. I went, what the hell is going on? I Googled myself. It's never a good idea to Google myself. <laughs> and Roman Reigns, and the first thing that popped up is the Bleacher Report article. A quote of mine from my radio show, all chopped up, essentially me talking about uh, Daniel Cormier is a fighter, on Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Or not. There's no context at all. It completely leaves out. I was asked if DC could take on Brock Lesnar and WWE, and I said no, because they don't look like they should be in the same ring. So, and he obviously has good things about that. So, he's learning. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bless he's him. Learning. I mean, I don't... I, it's one of those ones where it's been blown up, isn't it? But I do think it was yeah. a bit of a silly thing to say. It was waiting to be misconstrued, possibly. Yeah. It, he's not really a wrestling... He doesn't know that much about... Well, obviously, That's what, what was he who said like he was supposed to do wrestling, but the last wrestling he saw was like Macho Man. <laughs> Remember that being a thing from what? Maybe I was imagine that or someone was making Maybe they wanted, you know how they hate, although I, I always saw this as more of a, like a factor in the Vince era, but don't they want people who aren't fans or who aren't, you know, going to Well, they that. wanted to get um, writers and Bruce, stuff. Bruce Buffer in. Okay. For a while for commentating, but he turned it down. For commentating? Yeah. I think that was a big thing. He's an announcer. It's a strange choice. Yeah, it didn't oh, happen, obviously. Enough, but yeah. And then, uh, also speaking of commentating, uh, Renee... Uh, Paquette. Yeah, it's Paquette, isn't it? Um, Paquette of crisps. Uh, declined an offer to return or stick with the company. <laughs> really? Um, sorry. <laughs> when they were uh, scrummy, scrummy. And, and has obviously then gone to AW instead to be with uh, her husband. So it said... Mm. That the, voice. We'll talk about it more, I guess, when we talk about Dynamite, but, but they started the show by saying, oh, he is the new member of our broadcast team. Didn't any time whatsoever did they, they, did, been in they didn't. But they didn't say what her specific role is going to be. It looks like she's going to be a backstage interviewer, I guess. From what you did on this week's show, I feel like she could potentially be more than I know. Hmm. I know, I agree. I think, like, you know, I, I, I mean, I know, I know people might get angry with this. I'd give her another go on commentary. I feel like the, the commentary setup she had last time, I think, was a setup to, for failure. Was like a very Vince controlled three person booth where mm -hmm. Renee did not have the room for maneuver. And whenever she did speak, Vince went, Don't speak, you'll spoil it. So I think maybe give her an opportunity with a bit of freedom, and I think you might be surprised. Have you it? ever done commentary where you've had a producer in your ear? Has it always just been... Yes. Uh, I think we did a three... You don't have to name any names. No, 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 no. It was because oh, I right. believe it was G-Man that was in my ear. Oh, legendary G-Man. Wow. For a 3CW event. And it was because we were doing it straight for... I've seen him for years. Straight for On Demand. So he was just like 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 counting down between video clips mm. and stuff like that. So he wasn't telling you what to say. No, no, no. He was more just giving me like cues, like of a like, director, like fade yeah. to black in three, two. So like you just knew when your point was being wrapped up, when to mm. wrap it. I'm yeah, not sure. more regional references, Tom. I mean, <laughs> didn't you say he's now the voice of Noah? Noah's English yeah. language. Yeah, good on G-Man. I love G-Man. You go, sir. <laughs> such an industry person to be taught. Such a UK right, person. Like, shout out G-Man. Two yeah, people going, yeah, that's right. The love legend. G-Man. <laughs> G-Man is a wrestler as well, isn't he? Or was? He was, yes. yes. Right. He's predominantly known for being the production. He's done so many different so things. Many, yeah, yeah. Right, right. 
Good for him. Pick up G-Man. Uh, speaking of women <laughs> in wrestling being changed positions, blah, blah, blah. Electra Lopez thought she would be debuting on the main roster with Legado del Fantasma. Mm. In their appearances on SmackDown. We're on that later on. Uh, she wasn't. Electra Lopez was out. Zelina Vega was in. Um, not sure why that was. Dave's Mr. Melt says uh, she thought she was, and everyone else thought it was under pressure. But they changed their mind. They did a, a Imperium. Yeah, yeah. I think Vega's a good fit there? for that group, though. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's no disrespect to Electra Lopez, who I think is phenomenal. I don't know why you could have, you know, sort of gone against the grain and brought up. Here's a crazy idea. A three-man team and a woman to be managed by another woman. No, that's too many women. Wild thinking. <laughs> Two women in one group. Yeah. Imagine. One's a manager and one's not. Well, that would confuse well, everybody. Revolutions down the street. It's crazy, though. Jimmy Smith's fuming as well because Electra Lopez looks like she could batter Zelina Vega. <laughs> in, in real And Daniel Comey does not like he can. <laughs> Jimmy. John Moxie signed a five-year extension with AW, um, which was no real surprise. Uh, there's two bits about it that were. One was apparently he was working without a contract or as a free agent in between the awkward, uh-oh, spaghettios, no CM Punk uh, or Elite. Can you stick around for a bit? You know, he wanted a holiday, but... So he actually was just as a free agent there, which is nice. And apparently he did insist, though, this must have been maybe part of the deal, to, yeah, I'll resign, but I am losing my title, my Game Changer Wrestling title. He's going to gonna honor his bookings. That's good. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah and drop it to... Hardcore Nick Gage. However. Uh, which is um, <clears throat> fascinating when you think about it. It says, yes, but you are also the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Well, did you see the way he dropped it? Yes. Apparently, AEW had a hand in that. Yeah, I mean, I would be, I I'd be amazed if it was a clean Oh yeah, victory, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just the fact that when you think about it, that's crazy. Because there was big issues years and years and years ago when uh, Vader was booked by UWFI when he was still WWE World Heavyweight Champion to lose to, to Carter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though it was in front of like thousands and thousands of people, the big deal. Man. They were like, you know, you're our champion, right? He's going to have another company losing. So. But this has been something that, that Moxley's had on the cards for a while. It was a match that was slowed yeah. down due to uh, numerous things, due to the pandemic, due to Moxley taking some time away himself. Yeah. So this has been like long-term booking that he wants to honor. And then obviously <clears> CM Punk uh, going away, getting injured, and then Moxley having to step in there. Moxley's like, yeah, I'll help you, but I'm still doing this thing. Like, I'm still, like I'm, the... I've still got this to do. And and, and the, the reports were that Tony Khan and AEW tried to block Moxie from having that match. And Moxie's like, well, if you want me to stay, I'm I'm going to do that yeah. match. And I love that. Oh, yeah. I love that commitment to the cause. Because a lot of other people might have just gone, yeah, okay, I'll just I'll vacate mm. it. Moxie's like, no, no, I want to do the right thing. Yeah. I want to go and lose the belt properly and let them carry on. The time-honored tradition. Yeah. Looking at you, Brett. Yeah, uh, Brett. But yeah, it's, it's you want also... to drop the belt in, in my home country. I really thought you were going to say, Sean, but you've gone for Brett there. That's interesting. Mox- you gotta mix it up now. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Moxie livid. They would have dropped the belt in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he needs to. He can't drop it in Cincinnati. That's that's the one. <laughs> um, oh, it reminds me a little bit of when. And again, I don't know. I don't know how true this is, or whether I was just told it in a jokey way. But when we booked Kurt Angle versus Joe Hendry in WCPW mm-hmm. earlier, I think Coffee had gone up to, or maybe it was after. I think our show happened. Angle beat Hendry. And Coffee went up to Angle went up to Glasgow and wrestled Joe Coffee, who beat him. And we were yeah. like, "Oh man, like we could have asked Angle if he maybe we should have like, thought oh, to ask him if he would have put Henry over." But yeah. interesting, that yeah, mm. yeah. This, sure, is, this isn't sure one of these. How likely it actually was though? Mm. I don't know. This is one of these secrets that you weren't supposed to reveal, is it? I hope not. Okay, good. Why well, it's been years? Now. It's been years now. <laughs> uh, 
The reason AW booked Andrade El Idolo in a Mask versus Career match last week. Um, do we talk about the reason for this last week? Yeah, I think the reason just came. This is one of the news section this week. Like, why, why did they book that and then unbook? Well, you know why it was unbooked, mm. but apparently it was booked uh, because of the online speculation that Andrade wanted out of AEW. So they wanted to capitalize on the publicity of him openly tweeting about the fact that he wanted out of AEW. It was Andrade's idea, apparently, who went to Tony, hey, we should make this a career thing because loads of people want to see that. And then Andrade was going, mm. I might just lose the match. Yeah, Andrade was then, but then I, I'm mystified about that. That this can't be right. Very, but didn't Brian be. Pillman do this to Eric Bischoff? I th- yeah, I, I think Andrade was trying to Brian <laughs> Pillman. Yeah. yeah. AEW. Be the quickest do... victory. Like, wait, wait, we're not even airing yet. And he's already like holding number 10. <laughs> go on, go on. Let's make this dead realistic. Sign this, yeah. music, sign this thing <laughs> to say I'm at my contract. Let's make this dead realistic. Book me an Uber. Mm. <laughs> He's one of those old WF Attitude T-shirts. <laughs> uh, also, MGF reveals AW security trying to break down his hotel room door over Double or Nothing weekend. Uh, okay, so when again, it's very You're doubting. Speaking MGF. of Brian Pillman again, uh, mm. the mixing of what is reality, what is fiction with MGF, uh, also held by various news hounds. Going, go on, tell us what happened in your terms. AW Star MGF talked uh, sort of Sam Roberts when he's not starting stuff with Jimmy Smith. Um, <laughs> asked him about what happened that. You know, showing a meet and greet. Uh, quote, my company lost 10 grand that day. And I say my company because they are employing me for the time being. I did not go because my boss at that time was being a mark. If you don't want to pay me what I'm worth, daddy does not show up to work. Daddy got the money. Daddy is back. He said daddy a lot. He's been saying that a lot recently. Mm. Now me and TK are best friends. TK, great guy. Thank you for five pound. When I stayed in said hotel room, they did a wellness check on me and the AW security tried to break my door down. At the time, I had already left. That was everybody's fear. Is this MGF's... Oh, Brian Pillman moment. Even he's talking about it. No, it was MGF trying to make what MGF deserved to be making. I have understood that there were some people who were really let down or offended. What I say to you is this. I don't care. Get over it. I'm happy now. If you're a fan of me, you should be happy too. And he keeps on talking. But then when he's asked, so what about that thing where you bought a plane ticket and then ding it on it? And he just says, quote, I will not comment on the plane. I cannot confirm or deny whether or not a plane ticket was bought. So the, it's an odd, mm. so it's a weirdly specific thing to lie about the wellness check and the door and everything. Like I think that might be true. Yeah, but the plane stuff is still... That was weird, wasn't it? That was one of those Sean Ross Sapp ones where he How? was like, I have seen irrefutable proof that he has a plane. How? <laughs> MJF told me. He's parked in his house. Well, he couldn't say why, but he said he'd seen something. <laughs> but how can you, if you wanted to see if someone's on the board plane to get on, on well, the plane? I'm just can guessing you, wildly, but I reckon that MJF probably sent him a picture of a boarding pass or something. Right. Because I can't bring a bottle of water on a plane now. And you mean to tell me someone can <laughs> ring up and say, hey, is, is Matthew on the plane? Wait, hang on. <laughs> Oh, Matthew. Did he get on the plane? <laughs> Did he get off the plane? And then MJF turns up at Tony Khan's door like Rachel. I got off the mm. plane. Crowd, yeah! yeah! And then they kiss. Mm. <laughs> exactly like that. And they leave all their keys at the end. Yeah. Yeah, weirder and weirder, but he is doing a good job with it because it is entertaining. It's confusing and, uh, and uh, well, I sometimes exhausting, but yeah, entertaining nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps you yeah. grabbed. I'm certainly, in, I'm certainly intrigued as to where the, the, the next, the next, what the next chapter is in. Can Tony Khan run a zoo? <laughs> Tony Khan and the saga spinning a, plates. Yeah, we just bought a zoo. Tony Khan edition. <laughs> ah, and that is most of the news. Everything else that's 
are going to be happening will be happening on the shows that we're going to talk about yeah, on this very podcast. Yeah, yeah, the well-articulated, yeah. well-introduced, well-put-together, Scrummy Scrummy podcast. It's a new name of the podcast. That's right, the Cult Olic Classic Scrummy Review. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> Richard went to a wrestling show at Sumo Hall. Quote, Don't know if you caught any of it, but it was good. Tama is over, brother. <laughs> Got the second cheapest ticket, but the view of the ring was still sick. Good venue. <laughs> good venue. Good venue. He also bought some new shoes. A pair of white, on its sucker, Tiger GSM SDs. O-N-I-T-S-U-K-A. On its sucker. Could you not afford high definition? Oh. That was Turbulent Japan. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Let's have a look in everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. <sighs> in condescending honour from last week, oh, Edie McGreedy from Balamori, 15%. It's oh. a week. It's a, she's the only reliable form of transport on Balamori. All right. Not anymore, apparently. But uh, <laughs> that was a lovely little podcast uh, bit we did last week with everyone, him just going on full force, Fraser, about... The wonders of Balamori. That was my pick, though. No, oh, you're right, because I'm being racist because he's Scottish. So no, I no, he was, he was my, like, spirit guide into the world of Balamori. Not just because he's Scottish, but no, because... You he... love this. You're from there. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> We've all been there. He's also younger. I was slightly too old for Balamori. So he was the perfect target. It's nice that you're finding out so much about each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cute, isn't it? It's lovely. Yeah. So yeah. Jack's got this big list. Don't get him the best of Balamori. He <laughs> doesn't like that. Uh, Taylor Swift's music not being for gimps. Forty one percent. That was phrases. So Fraser That's right. Went to his barber's the other day or the other week, and the Taylor Swift song was on the radio, and the barber was like, "Would oh, you like Taylor Swift?" And Fraser was like, "I do quite like Taylor Swift, yeah, because he lies for attention." And the barber went <laughs> out. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. No, and the barber was like, "Oh, I was just kidding, mate. I think she's for gimps." <laughs> this is like mid haircut, and Fraser's like, oh, "Okay, fair enough." The barber opened the door, and there's just a guy there with a the leather mask and a zip going. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling 22. <laughs> it's a great song. Which yeah. sounds oddly like something that would appear in Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, 43%. So you lovely both... human beings, you. I knew it wasn't just myself watching the brand new series of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. So you're both, you've both, you're what? both fans of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Say, say that again. I don't, I'm not going to understand. Say that into I'm my good ear. Yeah. I don't understand it. Well, I don't know I'm about that. I'm a train. <laughs> Uh, sounds good. Sounds sounds good. Yeah, it's one have some of this thing. drink. Have some raisins. It's no, no. Very uh, special, yeah, it's very warm drink. Mm. <laughs> mm, it's good. I, uh, but there is a character as long on this. I can remember. Oh, I always Third wanted one. to be dead. That's oh, good. I always knew Jack I deserved feeling to right be now. dead. But when we talk, when I'm, how do I feel when when you're talking about? Wait, when are you? You got this. You got this. I'm trying to work out my sentence. When do you feel like how I felt there? Huh? Because you said Jack knows how I feel. No, no, he says it goes, oh, I wish I was dead. So that's how Jack feels oh, right now. Oh, I've got I one. always do my dessert. I thought to be you dead. meant like when me and Ross yeah. talk about like football from like recent years. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as that calendar goes from like nine to 2000, <laughs> like, get away. So it's good, is it? It's brilliant. I like it's it. Brilliant. It's not for everybody, but apparently all the weirdos who watch this lovely podcast and listen to it every week it sounded are very, with us. It sounded very League of Gentlemen from the bits you were doing there. That's not far off, that type of It's surreal. Very, yeah. yeah, very surrealist, creepy, puppet-based puppet, puppet, puppet based, uh, horror comedy. Uh, 
it was it was a YouTube series, if you don't know, yep. for many years. Uh, only did like six episodes. They did like one a year, and it was appointment yep. viewing. So okay. then suddenly for Channel 4 to drop, was it like six episodes? It's like, what? 30 minutes each? What? Oh, right. And, and, it, and uh, there's the concern that it's not going to be as good, or it's going right. to like have to skip over some of the dark, not deep in the dark, and it even gives us a little bit of delicious lore mm. to Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, which I really like. Gives us a little bit something for, for another season. Right. It's great. That's I'll have to check. I will have to actually check it out. Yeah. And, and it's English as well, I think. Yeah, well, a lot of American Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared fans were very cross because it was a Channel 4 exclusive. So, uh-huh. VPN. I'm a VPN. <laughs> and this video is sponsored by World of Tanks. So, uh, <laughs> hey. so that was that. Thank you very much for that. Uh, so what I was sent something, I was going to put the new section, but I forgot. One thing that is in the Hall of Fame, but I want to say thank you for sending it our way. Is uh, speaking of dodgy puppets, it's our lad Jack. Oh, Sorry, ah, puppet Jack. <laughs> we got oh, the two mixed no. up. That's Apparently, um, he's had a bit of fun at the wrestling show. This oh. is a very quick clip. You can just play it. Uh, that's ye. Ah, that's ye. Apparently, trying to buy, trying to buy Bianca Belair. That looks like his What sister. are you doing? That's ye. That's ye. <laughs> <laughs> that's ye having a good time. Well, I saw. I was tagged in. You trying re- to buy Bianca Belair? I saw. She's a, the EST. I saw a reply that was like. Are we going to set Puppet Jack up with the girl puppet? But yeah, yeah I mean, set Jack work. up with Jill. Jill. Oh, Jill. that's right. Is that your that, not your split personality? No, no, no. All right, that's <laughs> it. That's Jill, is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you've been quiet this week, aren't you? That's well, right. He's got to disguise himself if he goes to a wrestling show. He'll get mobbed. Everyone recognizes. You're puppet right. Jack. Like Pacini wearing that uh, Rey Mysterio mask, so we couldn't tell. <laughs> the only eight that foot tall so Rey Mysterio good. fan. Yeah. Oh my god. So we went to five star wrestling. <laughs> And Vichini got drunk and really wanted to meet Ray Mysterio. <laughs> we'd, also, we'd also met Ray before, by the way. Like, yeah, we didn't not... recognize Pachini. She had yeah. a mask on. She got a mask at half time or during the interval. Ray made his entrance. Loads of four foot children <laughs> and Adam <laughs> all going, Ray! <laughs> Ray! Ray did not choose like, Adam b- to be one of the cast people. Big cast in the sea he... of Enzo's, just like, yeah. Ray, hello, you know. He didn't choose Adam to be one who he gives the inspiring. Like headbutt. No, because he would have hit him in the knee. Yeah. And Ray doesn't like that, so famously. <laughs> so, yeah, well done, Jack. Well done, you know. Yeah, uh, happy that you got Jack. around. So, uh, you are not the Hall of Fame vote, though. As much as I like, like you appreciate you being sat front row and trying to get attention for yourself. Mm. <laughs> who, who likes those type of fans, eh? Uh, my clip is the clip for the wrestling this week. Oh. Can you please air my Hall of Fame bit oh. as I talk over it so we don't get struck by copyright? Even though it's Smash Wrestling and the approach is appreciated. It says Smash Wrestling. They're Canadian. Rather like Renee Packet of Crisps. Uh, So, this is a dog. Wrestling Psycho Mike, the finest of Smash Wrestling. Look at him. What a lovely boy. And they're going, heel, heel. And he's going, no, I'm a face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fair play, Psycho Mike. Look at the bump in Psycho Mike. Oh, down boy. Down boy. Yeah, good dog. No, no, no. Here's a treat. Here's what a it? treat. Cover him. Here's your treat. It'll be the pay oh. window. Oh, I kicked out a two, so Arrogant. it's a good one. That's Psycho Max. One, two, three. Yay! Oh! You're a good boy. That's right. That is the good boy of Smash Wrestling. Woof, woof. Moo, moo. <laughs> woof, woof, moo, moo. That's right. Finally got there in a sensible <laughs> way. I love that. I, I did reach out this week to try and speak to the owner of the dog for the, for the Cultonic podcast. Why not the dog? I mean, I mean, we'll get him on presumably through the same Good path. Um, he wanted I love that. 
price was too high. <laughs> it's gone to his head now. One of the dogs that wears shades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. He get, he, he's desperate for booking the Tokyo Dome. No. I think he's been signed by AW as we speak. <laughs> he'll be on. He'll be on Rampage. Yeah. Now John McGinnis can train him. Yeah. There you go. This is his first training at the the, the shark the yard. shark yard. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> there's the true big ah, dog. So that's all I've got to say. Wow, a wrestling dog. Blimey, <laughs> not much more to that. I'm Honestly, wrestling and animals doing funny stuff. That's all I need in life. I'm surprised it's taken until 2022 for someone to think of this idea. It seems to have worked. Yeah. 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 Well, Matilda didn't get any. Well, Matilda and, uh, picked up a win. Matilda. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought you oh, meant... oh, yeah. Well, first, first I thought you meant the little Sorry. girl in the Roald Dahl story. <laughs> and then I thought you meant the house robot. Just oh, Matilda. they can have a good match together. With their chainsaw tail. Matilda squared. Mm. Nah, so that is mine. The good dog. Fair enough. What a good dog. Mm. What a good dog. I think Tom's next. Tom, it will be you, I guess, <clears throat> yeah. playing the role of Fraser. Okay. Um, now, I, I, the other week, you made an effort to put Chucky Muffins into the Cutaholic Hall of Fame. I tried to get ahead of the story. You did, you did. <clears throat> and the general consensus in the upstairs office is that you didn't do the story the justice it deserved. Oh, oh is there a story? So I'm nominating Jack's nomination for Chucky Muffins <laughs> for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Because, <laughs> yeah. again, you tried to get ahead of the story. Bless you. I was glad so, it didn't get in. So well. I came back from the holiday... And uh, and uh, you you I remember you you were like I'm gonna order something from Greg's and you and you bless you you went over sausage roll I'm gonna order this chalky muffins I didn't say chalky I didn't let it be known let the record show that I did not say so chalky. it's proper like cheeky Nando's yeah. I didn't say right, chalky yeah. and I didn't went, do that bloody love a chalky I didn't muffin. do this and I went I went you love a chalky muffin don't you Jack and you went yeah I love a chalky I muffin. did not have relations with that oh, <laughs> hang on so Tom's back. Oh, hello, Jack. Hey, Jack, how you doing? Hello. I've, I've not been at the wrestling. No. Stop it. No, do it, do it properly. Go you on. smell like Bianca Belair. Stop, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> what have you got for us? No, no. Well, I was. I, I just saw that you're on your phone, on your on your computer there, ordering from Greg's. Don't, don't, yeah. you, don't you look about history. <laughs> Stick the bit on. You're ruining the podcast. <laughs> so you came. <laughs> am, I to, am I talking to Puppy Jack as if he's Jack? Or is yes. Jack reenacting it? Yes. <laughs> it's like Crime Watch. <laughs> Can I go make a coffee? <laughs> I need to do this thing. Then, what are you going to put in your coffee? You said chalky muffins. Ah, <laughs> I love a chalky muffin, me. <laughs> and that's exactly what you said. You said, and I said, I said, you love a chalky muffin, don't you? And then you went, you went, yeah, I do, yeah. And I went, that'll be on your gravestone. That'll be Jack King. He loves the chalky muffin. That sounds muffin. a bit threatening to be honest with you. And then it just became like, what do you like about Chucky Muffin so much, Jack? And then by about an hour in, when Ross was coming at this point, and yeah. we're all kind of Ross didn't really show. play ball. Ross, Ross was kind of, Ross admittedly was late to the to the disco. Yeah, because he came in and just went, "What are you talking about?" I said, "We're talking about how much Jack loves. Jack loves a Chucky Muffin, don't he, Ross? Ross, Jack loves a Chucky Muffin, don't he?" Yeah, he didn't really give. Didn't, much. didn't get yeah. it. Ross is a very strong-minded individual. He's like, mm. we then, I then found that. I, then, I, then I found also that. wasn't joining in. And then the so, meme game was strong in the one. work chat. And there was one, there's, you know that meme of the, there's of two women. Slow she's, news day. She's, 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 it was a real slow news. And she's holding her hair back and there's pouring milk into her. Yeah. Oh, it was like Jack, Jack the Jumper and Chucky Muffin. There was also one where I was, um, it was the day I went, it was the night I went to the Eagles game, the Newcastle oh, Eagles yeah. game. <laughs> And do you ever get out of a hot shower and you're just a bit tired? You think, I'm going to have a little lie in bed for a little bit before I get ready. <laughs> so I did that. 
And then Mr. Chutney, the cat, was just like lying on me. What's wrong? Why have you laughed at that? <laughs> Mr. Chutney, the cat. Come on, that's funny. <laughs> Mr. Butt. He, um, jumped on. <laughs> he was like lying on me. So I took a picture of him and sent it to the work chat and said, look, he's joining me. Aww. And then Tom put, I, I love it when they do that. But like a little, I, I said, there I was a mirror in the background that. and he'd photoshopped a chalky muffin. <laughs> not into the main bit of the picture, just in the mirror. <laughs> It was so well, the warrior in WCW. Yeah. I, only I can see him. I spent the last few days after that sort of quietly changing history. So whenever you'd send a picture in the chat, I'd find a reason to share it again mm-hmm. with something completely different. But then there'd be like a little chalky muffin in somewhere. Yeah, there would, yeah. And then it was, and then I remember you mentioned it. Somebody had the Jeffrey Dahmer tattoo. And he said, oh, somebody then like photoshopped a chalky muffin on it. And the bless Alex Winters who got the brunt of that. That was me that did that. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> that was um, me that did that one. Um, so, so I was excited when I heard that chalky muffin was going to be the nomination. And again, you you told it as if like, oh, I just, I don't know what it is. I said, I like chalky muffins and that's that. Well, yeah, I just quite like them. And also, I never call get ahead them, of the story. I always call them chocolate muffins. Chalky I, muffins. I, do. I never call them chalky. So on that particular day then. This is the second time you went, time I love life. chalky muffins, mate. I didn't say that. You said, this is the... you said, I couldn't Go without a chalky muffin. This is the. <laughs> Tom is just the... going full on Jeremy Paxman for the sake Did of a bit on a podcast. Did you eat a chalky muffin? Did I not come back, Jack, after from Tesco, and did I not say to you, "I'm sorry, Jack, they only have blueberry muff- muffins," and you meeting. look really disappointed? I did, said, "Is that a thing?" I told my spokesperson. <laughs> Did you threaten to eat the chalky muffin? I didn't. Did you look disappointed? No, but you threatened to eat the chalky muffin. Did you look disappointed when I came back from Tesco and said they didn't have any chalky muffins? Made a pledge. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I Michael Howard? (laughs) Oh, finally, Matty gets to be Jack. I gotta be Michael Howard. (laughs) Always dreaming of this role. Boyhood dream come true. (laughs) Was he the one who had something of the night about him? Was it Thatcher who said that? Someone said about him. He has something. He did look like a you know count. Did. I had to really, really choose how I said that. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, that, so it's been a fun week. Yeah, so I yeah, made, go back, back to I the made, drubbing. Yeah, yeah. I, made a be- I made a brave effort during that time to try and get Greg's to, to get make you be their Chucky Muffin spokesman. Oh, I'd do that. <laughs> I'd reached out to, I genuinely. Did you? No word of a lie. Not only did I tweet them, but I'd emailed their PR person who this I'm friends is, with. This is hum- oh, who I'm friends <laughs> with. Oh, yeah. She Here hasn't got go. back to me yet. <laughs> I'm optimistic. Tell you what, the BBC gives you keys to everything. <laughs> I was going to say, well, Tom, you can't tell you spent years in radio. Yeah. With <laughs> oh, I know the Greg spokesman. Would you be disappointed if just put this out. I'm just putting this out the world. set me up a deviant art profile. <laughs> he has. He did do that. All right. What if you what, what if you bloated? Go through my emails. Oh, Something humiliating. <laughs> go on, Tom. What's the My emails. Oh wait, no. I was going through my emails. Oh, you go through your emails. No, no, you're, no that makes more sense. If I go through your emails, it will just be like, oh, get me a chocolate. You slipped up there, Tom. Oh, um, <laughs> work. Um, if if hypothetically you were to feature on a poster, I'd really don't want to be the face of. At a Greg's, at a Greg's in Newcastle that said. Uh, I love me a chalky muffin. <laughs> no, I don't want to do this. Would, I really don't want to do would this. Would that upset you if that was... My that... family are from the northeast, Tom. It's all fun and games when you're from that the middle. That explains the accent. They'll be walking down Northumberland Street. Uh, so, oh, Jack, yeah. on a poster with a chalky muffin. <laughs> I don't think I want that. And it's How would you be doing it? Would you be doing you, the like, it, mid-bite thing? Or you're like looking I, at it going, wow. I just would... I, I will, yeah, yeah, that, that's it. That's the post. We're thinking just like, the, like a PSD of you and then like, love me a chalky muffin. <laughs> Can I choose the picture? 
Yeah, you can choose the picture. I might do it then. I might do it. You can choose the picture. And also, to go this against... This feels really like I'm following in the footsteps of Adam Pacini. To go against like your... On the billboard and that. To go against your, your thing about you saying, I don't say Chucky Muffins. Math, hasn't he said Chucky Muffins a lot in the last yeah, five minutes? Yeah, I've played along for the purposes of good podcast. Ah, that's, that's, that's a really convenient answer. Jack's, um, Jack's trying to do both things at the, the same time. It's either shrug it off and say it's okay and also try and ignore it. And neither are working against the master <laughs> manipulator, Tom. I know, but I you really, are working hard, I really Jack. thought I'd done better than usual at trying to shrug this one yeah. off and it really hasn't paid off. If you hadn't tried to get ahead of the story, I wouldn't be here nominating. That's not true. I am nominating <laughs> Jack's nomination for Chucky Muffins okay. for Hall of Fame. Mm. Okay. Not, not Jack and Chucky Muffins, but your nomination yeah, of yeah. Chucky mm -hmm. Muffins. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's a Hall of Fame inception. It's like Galaxy Brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Okay. Look at so, the big brain on Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the Chucky Muffin on him. Okay. Uh, so that's my nomination. Jack, why are you nominating? <laughs> I'm nominating... The, the nearest gun shop. Chucky <laughs> Muffins. What? I'm nominating... Um, having an average opinion on Ted Lasso. Because oh, you finally <laughs> watched it. I've watched one season and a few episodes of season two. Oh. And uh, from what I can tell, everyone loves Ted Lasso. I think it's average and people are baffled when I say that. Everyone seems to be like, oh, Ted, have you watched it? No, because... Everyone's told me to watch it. Right. If two people tell me to watch something, absolutely. If like 10 people, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. What about you, Tom? I've not seen it, uh, and mm. but I'm aware of the, the popularity around it. Have you, Dan? I agree with you. Do you? Ooh. You agree with me? Because I've only ever heard people say that it's brilliant, it's amazing, oh my God, you should watch it. And at first I thought, oh, this is just going to be people who aren't football fans. So like Fraser's not really into football. He loves Ted Lasso though. And then... Andrew loves it, I think, as well. And he's not really into football. But then Owen likes it, and he is into football. So I thought, ah, oh, well, I'll give this a go then. And it was okay. But, like, the reason that everyone seems to love it, I find, is kind of, it's kind of, what's the word for, like, overly sweet? Is it saccharin? Saccharin, yeah. It's really saccharin. It's... Uh, you fight in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, so ah. it's very saccharin. And, but... In a, that could be in a good way, though, can't it? I don't get it. Is that a chocobo reference? It was crap, to oh. be honest with you. That's why you I totally muffin? Yeah, chocky muffin. <laughs> Thank you for saving me there, um, Jack. So the, what so a troopy you are. For example, my favorite bit of season one. Oh, sorry, there's going to be spoilers for Ted Lasso here. Sorry. Ted's got divorced from his Aww. wife. He didn't want to. She's the one who engineered the divorce. He feels sad, right? Uh, he's in this hotel room. They're on, a, they're on an away trip. They've had an away game, so everyone's gone out that night after the match. He's back in his hotel room feeling sad. He gets a little knock on the door. Ooh. Who's this? He wants a piece of Ted Lasso. You'd think it's going to be the boss of the club, like the owner, because there's been a bit of tension between them. He opens the door to her mate, who's only just been introduced. You're like, oh, like it was a good twist. I was like, oh my God, he's going to, and he regretted it the next day, sleeping with this woman because he's just got divorced. He's jumping into it. He doesn't like, it's not, it's not what he's about. I was like, brilliant. He tells his mates and the coaching team, he's like, do I tell Rebecca, the, the boss of the club? They're like, no, 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 God, no. And I'm like, Excellent. In season two, when she finds out, it's going to be once she's realized she likes Ted and it's going to cause conflict. And instead, it just turns out that she knows now and everyone just laughs about it. Like the show keeps on engineering potentially dramatic situations and then avoiding it because all the characters are really emotionally mature. And I don't think that makes for good television. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. The, I quite like right. that approach, though, because it works once in a while. Mm. I think they overdo it. The amount of times where you watch a film and you go, this is a really, this is solution. there's a solution to this that's far easier than what you're doing here. We watched Sweet Home Alabama the okay. other day, and it's the whole thing of... Um, Sorry, the, is this a film or...? Yes, it's Reese Witherspoon, and she plays like a high-flying New York uh, fashion designer, 
who her, her partner asked oh, her to God, marry I'm already her. Done. So therefore, she's got to go back to Alabama where she grew up right. and get a divorce from her husband. And then all the hijinks that, and then she mm. realizes she loved the husband still all along, and it's all that stuff. But then it's all very cloak and dagger because she doesn't tell him, she doesn't tell her the guy who asked her to marry him. The new oh, one, I'm yeah. Still married. Okay. He said, "Well, I'm just gonna go home on my own to do something," and you find out with her, and you just kind of. Alex and I watched it and went, "She could have just sort of clued him in." There. They could have avoided all of it. And just said, "Look, here's the thing. I love that you've asked me to marry, but." I'm already married. I haven't told you because this relationship's quite new. So I'm going to go home and sort that out. Yeah. And then let's revisit this. And he gone, okay, that's fair. But instead, <laughs> this whole film happens because, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so the, I, I, I tell that story because in comparison to Ted Lasso, I quite like the fact that everybody goes, oh, that's an easy result situation. They do that, <laughs> but they do it quite a lot. And, and the penultimate episode of season one is when everyone's getting their affairs in order before the last big game of the season. So everyone's, there's been a lot of tension behind the scenes. And then the penultimate episode it's just everyone sorting out their issues in a really sensible and adult way. I'm like, this isn't why I watch telly. <laughs> like, Whereas Dream Team on Sky One. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say Dream there Team. There hasn't been a single affair in, in this program. You haven't, had, you haven't had Linda Block running to like the, 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 the club shop to take all the money out so she can afford <laughs> to keep the club open. And, 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 I, said, no. just, oh, and I said to Fraser, look, this, this, um, this episode, this penultimate episode is where it jumped the shark for me. This is where it started to believe its own hype and it, and it made a whole episode which is just everything that people say it's good for, but it was too much. It's like suicide dives in wrestling. <laughs> like, it was just yeah. too many. And then Fraser looked up the episode that I was on about, and the title of the episode is All Apologies. And the episode is All Apologies. And I was just like, well, it makes sense. So so what if Bojack, Bojack Horseman didn't have a, any drug issues? I've never a nice seen day it, I've heard it's good. Oh, if... I asked you to watch it. Would you watch it? Or will you do a Ted Lasso and only know. do it after I bug you and kick you under the table? Maybe. Okay, watch it. I've watched episode one about five times over the, first, the years. First few episodes are rubbish. And sp- apparently it's supposed to be, one but which is one of these weird approaches yeah. to a series. Because mm. I said that about uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine-Nine. That's why I watched it because I had that VPN on. So it changed <laughs> uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine-Nine is just saying like Tayside somewhere. <laughs> Linda's farm doing anyway. So thank you, Terry. Guys, we can't make up the howlers of them this episode. I'm bloody sick of that Jake Peralta. We have to get the best Chicago pizza in all of the UK, West Yorkshire. Yeah, the first season of that I thought was was very naff. Mm. It grew into like, its own, didn't it? Oh, mm. second season onwards, it's all right. But like the first season, I'm like, ooh, this is the big thing people have been talking about. So I get it because they had a big song about the don't believe the hype. If so many people tell you to watch mm. it, you're like, well, it can't meet my lofty expectations now. So There's also a character who's been introduced in the second season who I'm just not vibing with currently. Ooh. She's the, the one who Ted slept with. Her name's Fraser. No, <laughs> she's uh, this woman who Ted slept with. She's her daughter. She's like a teenager and she's just right about everything. You don't want that. Is her name Clarissa? No, but she is the arrogance Mm -hmm. of youth personified. Oh, you hate that? The adults are all like, what are we going to do? And then she goes, well, just do this and this and that and this and this. And they go, all right. And they do it and it works. (laughs) I enjoy some bits of Ted Lasso, but it's not as amazing as everyone says. So my nomination is having an average opinion of Ted Lasso. That's an interesting take. I I like that using this like Cornet 97, using (laughs) this as your soapbox. But... (laughs) At the same time, I know people are going to look at that and go, okay, do I vote for this because I like Ted Lasso or do I like for it because I have an average opinion? I well, think for those... I'm, I'm, reading, I'm encouraged that Dan immediately went, yes, because yeah. there are people like me out there. Vote, and you vote hope they're going to vote more passionately than uh, a dog wrestling. Oh, no, you're going to win. And uh, <laughs> You're going to win this. And Tom's... 
nomination uh, Tom, of Tom Jack's basically, nomination of Chucky Muffin. Tom, oh, Tom bullying well. Jack on using all his money to buy a uh, billboard that <laughs> oh, says, I'm, I don't like Chucky Muffin. I'm coming third. I'm coming, but that's fine. But the, 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 I think the premise to say, right, in terms of voting, if you agree with Jack and Ted Lasso is average, that's where your yeah. vote goes. I really want a Greg's. Yeah. I'm really, I've actually been craving a Greg since we've started talking about it. I want, I want a vanilla latte and maybe a dessert of some type. Oh, <laughs> look at that tease. What kind of desserts? I don't know, a yum Speaking yum. to my good ear. <laughs> that, that, that's it. Jack that's looking at someone's title and then looking back going, yeah, me and you, right? Mm. Now, ooh, next week maybe. Mm. So your three picks, and your three picks alone, if you go to patreon.com forward slash called the holic, are Jack's nomination of Chucky Muffin to the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Uh, Having an average opinion on Tad Lasso. Yes. And, ooh, I can pick a name. That wrestling dog. No. The smash wrestling dog. No. People are going to say, I don't want to smash a dog. That's horrible. Um, That dog that won a wrestling match. There we go. That That's dog a nice that won a wrestling match. That's like a Channel 4 documentary name, isn't it? <laughs> the boy whose face fell off and the dog that won a wrestling yeah. match. Those are your picks. Are the two now, the lawyer told us not to bring the love, Tom. <laughs> Thank you very much. Happy voting. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah. <sighs> this week in wrestling. Mm. How dare you breathe in? Are you all breathing at the same time then? Three, two, one. Ah. <sighs> the week in wrestling. Thank you. Uh, uh, whilst we're doing this, by the way, I'm just going to just, if you're watching another video, multitasking because uh, the Cold Holic Classic Nitro review goes up in about an hour from now. So I'm just I'm just setting that to upload <laughs> whilst okay. we do this one. Okay. So a quick look at your screen. The art of the multitask. Bug Jack about Chuck. All right. <laughs> Chucky cool. Murph. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This week in the wrestling, though, what a week. Yeah, absolutely. A long week. Uh, Smackdown, the Wade Federation. That's right. As Triple H welcomes us to the season premiere of SmackDown, you know, that thing that the re really focuses on, even though it never stops airing throughout the entire year. Uh -huh. uh, the new commentator for SmackDown is Mr. Way Barrett himself. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, because yeah. obviously we actually realized we missed out that other thing about the new updated commentary team, but we obviously kept them on to, um, there. One is, thing I liked about, sorry, go on. Is Wade Barrett on SmackDown, uh, Booker T on NXT, hmm. and on Raw. It's, it's Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves. I forgot. He's such a lovely, dependable, but what's his name? Oh, yeah, him, Kevin Patrick. I'm Gets bullied on the pre-shows by JB Allen Booker T. That's yeah. what he's known for. Well, he's, he's too busy right. not managing Baron Corbin right now, isn't he? JBL. Oh. oh. I thought he meant Kevin Patrick. The, the, I haven't heard anything, though. The way, the way about Wade, Tom. I was, was going to say, what were you about to say about Wade Barrett? Well, the Wade Barrett situation, um, he's on SmackDown now, and he's, he was very good. Mm. Very good on Friday. Uh, it's it's only a temporary move for Barrett. I think there's some people asking about this. So Pat McAfee is coming back at the yeah. end of co the college things. So therefore, Wade will move back to NXT. So Booker T is only there as a temporary uh, measure, wow. which is it's exciting for Vic Joseph to spend the next few weeks sort of reigning in wild horses with yeah. Booker T. Right. Do you think when Barrett's back, he'll be like, I missed you so oh much. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I missed your horniness. But great for Wade, though. He was, he was, but he, he toned yeah. down the, the occasion. I think he did, actually. Yeah, I think everyone was toned down this first episode they were on, Booker mm. T especially. So there was no excuses to be horny uncontrollably. Well, but like I said, it is week one. Fraser scoffed at his desk at one point this week. I went, what's wrong? And he went, Booker just said shucky ducky quack quack after a suplex. <laughs> or something. As expected. He yeah. should always say it before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Booker T went, wow, shucky ducky quack quack. And Wade went, Phew. Mm. look at a set of them. I know yeah. we don't do like a move of the week um, 
theme without Ross here, but I want to give a little nod to the move, uh, a Triple H move at the start of the show where he's on the mic and he's like, you thought things were over and then they just begin. And then they start to like do a soft focus pan to the crowd. And the last little frame of Triple H you see is he's got his, he's got his mic in his hand. He goes, boop. Like to show the QR code. Mm, like he's realized he's uh, got the wrong way around. He just goes, Boop. Logan tries to stir up trouble in the group by implying that Jey Uso is the real tribal chief. Roman doesn't like this, but Sami Zayn plays peacekeeper and calms him down. Mm. That's, those three lines did a very good job of summarizing a very messy opening bit. Long where way. I don't know. Logan Paul came out to booze, uh, which is to be expected in front of the most charismatic heel stable since, I don't know, the Four Horsemen. Mm. Uh, and I think at one point when he came out and they actually piped in Logan Sucks chants because they didn't chant Logan Sucks any other time. And then Roman said, don't worry, kid, lose a chant that at me as well. And now I'm the greatest of all time. And then they stopped. I'm like, did they pipe that in just so he could say that? And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Mm. It didn't help Logan Paul uh, at all, any of these bits, and they tried their absolute best. Roman said that. Uh, Sammy tried speaking, they just cheered. So I can't remember what he heard because the you know he had to cover the mic so it could actually be heard. Uh, Paul Heyman tried to bring up some uh, interesting people. Oh, that was weird. I don't know and I thought wrong. he was doing that to, to again to guarantee booze, but no one gave the slightest soft poo about any of the names well, he was saying about. Like one, so I'd only heard of one and a half of them. <laughs> I knew like, they were just, just like, oh, Shapiro. I don't agree with them. But that yeah. was like, but then it, no, none of the crowd went, oh, like anything. It was Why just, like, it was just, that? it was like, huh? It was just a confused quiet that followed that. So I thought that was them trying to go like all out, go on booers. And then Logan Paul tried to go, aha, Jey Uso thinks he's the tribal chief. And it was almost like, no, they did that like two years ago, mate. Um, Established, they're all right now. Spill my and coffee like, on myself. I, I did see that. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you made a mess of yourself, you naughty boy. No, no chalky muffin. Jack, Jack really, Jack really hates it when people summarize him as being this cheeky wee chappy and stuff when he's in his twenties, and he and he spills coffee on himself to interrupt the week and rest and go spill coffee over myself, mum. You're not um, a cheeky wee chappy in your twenties. I was hoping we'd move on. From that. <laughs> yeah, so we let that mistake pass. Of course. Uh, so it was an interesting, weird bit that didn't do anything for Logan Paul, but God, they love Sami Zayn. Oh, don't they just... And then Solo Sokoa beats Ricochet in a singles match. Backstage, Jay and Semi argue. Sammy calls Semi, Jay. Semi. 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 Whoa. Silly boy. Uh, is this the Smackdown naughty this, film that you were watching? This is Wade Barrett, Semi right? Zane. <laughs> Sammy calls Jay a hothead, and Roman agrees, but says Jay is Sammy's responsibility now because he can't be bothered. Mm. The Usos and Sammy run the New Day, who mock Jay for being under Zane's control, setting up a match later on. Yeah, I had to really try and yeah, it's a lot condense that because well a lot of stuff happened. Good notes. Thank you. Well, it you was know, quite calm. Yeah, there was a lot to sort of take in from. It's, a, it's an interesting one that they're, they're dancing with here with Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns where like like Logan Paul is... He gets booed everywhere. Like yeah. he will always be booed. He was, like I said, he was cheered in the interest of fairness because uh, Logan Paul fans will message me if I say anything incorrect. Logan Paul was cheered. Both of them. <laughs> He's, very uh, He's actually very popular. He's massively popular. Yeah, he, no, he, there's... Many things they've done very well with him. Like I said, the SummerSlam match, stuff they've done with The Miz, stuff like that has been right. It, like I said, but a lot of people just flat out don't like the idea of him. So every little bit, you know, him saying I'm the table, whatever. Yay, I, I appreciate that, if nothing else. But again, Logan Paul, he is what he is. And right now, what he's doing is starting on Bad Bunny, one of the most popular singers in the world right now. So I don't think that's also doing himself no favors whatsoever. So... There's only so much you can do. Uh, 
But it's all right. It's in Saudi Arabia. They don't make any noise whatsoever anyway because they're sat in their big seats looking at their phones. <laughs> it's one of them where, like, it, it, any I think any other... If it, if, if it was another show headlined by Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns, mm. then I think there'd be more of a, a kerfuffle than there is. I agree. I think because it's it's a crown jewel where it is a bit wacky, yeah. um, it's somewhat forgiven as like a, a curiosity. It's got that feel of like, they're kind of trying to create that sort of big fight feel that you have at, at events in like in like Abu Dhabi and in Dubai and stuff like that, where you have like these, these, these unbelievable contests go down between like, like major names, and I think they try to create that kind of buzz. Yeah. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather versus his trainer one time there, from ten years ago. No, there's been the other things like that, was. hasn't there? You there know has been. You know where I'm going. Of course, of course. I finished the editing of the podcast. That was quick. Coldplay Classic Nitro review on the podcast feed. Mm. Me and Sam Driver watch old episodes of Monday Nitro every week. Mm. Wow, what a crazy idea! Little plug. <laughs> yeah, and then Hit Row make their entrance, but are attacked. By Legado del Fantasma, who come out with masks on for some reason, then immediately take them off. We knew it, it was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then new manager, Electra, Zelina Vega, mm. which is a shame for her, but a good thing for this team. They've outgrown NXT for ages now. They should be on SmackDown a while ago. I'm glad they basically, for you, I don't know if you watch NXT every week, but they had this big long feud where, hey, and then. That, I, was, that, that meant with Tony D'Angelo's stable, but Matthew just said, Hey, I thought that'd be funnier. Um, <laughs> with the A stable. But then they say, oh, you lost in the match. Now you're under my control forever. <laughs> and then they went, sod it, and just drove off. Yeah. Well, that was it. <laughs> the, <laughs> last, the last thing we saw of them yeah. was, was, was... Like a teen movie ending. It was, was get the, in. Yeah. Get in the car. And everyone got in the car. So that must be at some point. Yeah, they've at kicked, some point, they kicked the legs kicked her out. out of the car. They left her at Burger King. I wonder whether they went what? to, <laughs> they went to Weatherby Services, didn't they? Yeah. They went to Weatherby Services. And they all went in and got like a McDonald's and a Martin's yeah. and stuff and that. And then as they got back in, they went, Lopez isn't here. Oh, Zillian Vega just rang. She's to be our manager. Yeah. Like, they didn't do a head count. They're like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Or better yet, no, somebody with the same height as Electra Lopez was stood next to them. So they were one, two, <laughs> three, four. <laughs> you know, it happens. So Electra Lopez is doing Home Alone 4. Lost yeah. at Weatherby Service this. <laughs> <laughs> Lost in and if that does corner. happen, <laughs> that does happen, Jack and Ross are both saying, well, it's the second best Home Alone. So. Well, Home Alone 3 is the best Home Alone. Of course, so. yes. Thank what? You. Oh, I'm not opening that can of yeah. wrong. The kind of wrong, kind of wrong. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi beat Sonia Deville and Zia Lee in a short match. Yeah, Zia Lee. Strange mm. to pair her with. It felt like a thrown together match. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just to say goodbye to one of these people in this match. Well, Ooh, which one? Ooh. Drew McIntyre attacks Karrion Cross during his entrance and tries to beat him up with a strap, but security stop him, going, Oi. Drew fights them off, but this gives Cross enough time to recover and whip Drew repeatedly with the strap again. He also uh, does some Danielson McGuinness, well, with his shoulder, though, oh, not yeah. with the head. He didn't pull his head into the ring first. I remember when those, those matches were happening in 07, and, and I was watching CZW, and then so there was like a clip of that, or like probably after the fact, but just seeing the gif of McGuinness headbutting that. And I was watching like Necro Butcher and Danny Havoc doing stuff on shopping carts and stuff like that. And I went, I'm watching these guys do that, and I think that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, cross leaves with Scarlet while Drew glares angrily at them, which he is very good at doing. Like, he is good Ooh. at angry glaring, yeah. 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 Uh, I think Cross, he did as much as he could to build up to the match, but without having any match whatsoever and just running around twatting things, again, like Logan Paul. Mm. It's just like, okay. Oh, who did Fraser say that Karrion Cross looked like? 
if I can remember, a if I can remember by the time we get to Extreme Rules, I'll say, but I can't remember. It's because his hair went a bit floppy during the match. He had JBL hair. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. JBL getting oh, two mentions, bloody hell, sorry. Are you going to ask him? Okay. Ask him. All right. And while that's happening, the Usos and Sammy face the New Day and their mystery partner, Braun Strowman. Oh my goodness. Jim, uh, sorry. Jay, uh, come on, you. Sammy and Jake get into another argument outside the ring, leaving Jimmy to take the pinfall. Mm. Ooh. Good pop. Yeah. The big lad. The yeah. big train. Mm-hmm. Not that big train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tracks when the meat trains come. I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit, big yeah. meat castle. Yeah, I think we just went. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Max stage, Max do three. Thank you. Has attacked MMMMM with a chair. Maxine shouts at him, but he says that he's done pretending to be something he's not. He's L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I'm the rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just to pop Ross for nothing else. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Ross. <clears throat> thinking, about, thinking about you. Absolutely delighted. And the crowd reacted. Yeah. They did, yeah, yeah. They're so mm. eager to see him wear the shoes of a champion right around his waist one more time. <laughs> Get in. Uh, <laughs> so that's good. And... Viking Raiders. Oh. It's a rival wrestling presenter from a different show. <laughs> uh-huh. Moving not, on. Not the one that people might be thinking of. Just a different one. But still, I don't know the person at all. I've never met them, so I feel weird saying it now. See, I'm surprised. because Yeah, I know. I'm, I can hear him. I'll tell them to shut up. No, no, it's Sorry. not. It's yeah. no one that... See, I'm surprised because I never. I, did, I didn't know there was a photo out there of wrestling Look, I can't, news now. No, I can't, no, no. <laughs> I can't strangle him. He's sat Listen, two heads away from me. I'll have to not, get Tom to do it. It's someone I've not met. Right. It's someone I've not met ever, so I feel weird okay. saying it. I've got nothing against this person. I don't want to strangle the puppet as a metaphor. <laughs> okay. I think they'll get it. I just right, want okay, to clarify, so. it's someone I've never met. I can't believe that you think I look like Karen Krauss. No, it's not wrestling In now. <laughs> it's not wrestling Number now. 19, <laughs> I look like Karen Krauss. Did you know? <laughs> so I was, that was a really deep cut there. Like Sorry. Karen like Krauss. Krauss. WWE. WWE. Awful wrestling channel. <laughs> right, let's carry on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Oh, we man. Oh, we the Viking Raiders and presumably <laughs> Sarah Logan are coming to Valhalla. Ooh. Oh, I missed out that video package there. Just Thanks in time for God of War 2 then. Okay. Uh, that's great. Uh, wow, Sarah Logan, that's There's great. Like Don't look at anything she does on social media. And there have been loads of God of Wars. Oh, yeah, but this is the uh, the rebooted franchise. Got you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, there was the ones on the PS2 and PS3, right. but PS4 God of War. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Oh, oh, oh. Fair enough. That's a right um, Twix smart bar. Whatever. <laughs> that's uh, a right Twix Mars bar. That'll be on your fifth gravestone, that'll be. That's oh, a right oh, Twix Mars bar. Oh, don't be silly, bar. Tom. Not even you, the master manipulator, can make that a thing. That needs to be yeah. on the, the game, like the box. <laughs> that's a real, that's a yeah. real Twix Mars no, bar. Yeah, a right Twix Mars Matthew. bar. Matthew Gregg. Yeah. Bo- so good. Bo- it's... Matthew Gregg, botch club. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why would you bring those two? Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, In the main event, to build up to Extreme Rules, we were gifted... Gunther versus Sheamus. Right, Svi. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had to think that. Mm. Again, to, uh, Gunther beats the big man himself to retain the IC title to sign after a sneaky shalalele shot. Sheamus's chest. I mean, it's usually big and impressive, especially if you're a certain footballer getting into wrestling soon. But, wow. He just turned it into asphalt. Yeah. Gunther taps as well. There's a bit where Gunther yeah, taps. Yeah. What are you on about? He you did, said he, he did. He, look at Tom pretend to have watched a wrestling show. No, no, that he tapped happen. out. He did. That'd be silly. <laughs> Stop denying this. We saw it with our uh, eyes. Uh, uh, why is, why is well, Gunther still a champion if he tapped out? Cheated. 
the ref didn't see the tap, yeah. tap, tap. Oh, oh, strange that happens. Yeah. Ref said, oh, I'm having a right Twix Mars bar today. I, thought, I didn't yeah. see the tap. And I said, that's not real. I thought you'd want <laughs> Seamus to win, you know? They're both great. I'm so conflicted. Oh, right, okay. Because yeah. Seamus has got himself face, having bang after bang after banger. So Cultaholic Podcast, this one right here, looks really smart by having mm. Seamus as the wrestler of the year. Well, I didn't nominate uh, him, but... No, no, rest of the I'm year is not... I'm trying to get him I love Jackson. I love Seamus, but rest of the year is not a preemptive... No, but for like last time. Oh, I see. Last time. We, hey, we, were, we no, were... That means we're Ross, ahead of the Ross curve. You were really clever. Ahead of the curve. Fair play to you. Now, what I will say is, when we were watching Extreme Rules in the office, a person I won't mention by name, in case... In it's case, a recurring theme this week. Because they said something a bit mean. <laughs> after the match at Extreme Rules, where the three lads are going, banger after banger, he went, Ridge, stop it. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. Ridge has had bangers. As a team... Oh. No, some... look, of the of the people involved in that match, he's the one who's... Rich has had bangers. He had sausages for dinner yeah, the night did. before. No, he, he, had, he had... Well, he's a big lad. He had banger after banger after banger. Banger after so banger after banger. No, he's had team bangers. Oh, he's weird. getting there. Weird sound, though, didn't it? Team yeah. bangers. Team bangers. Mm. <laughs> I think they played the Pyramid Stage at Glastonbury <laughs> in 2004. <laughs> anyway, my well, point was, it was great. I love the bit where, especially because obviously these guys have to reinvent stuff if they're having that the really big match out of Cardiff and then they're doing this and then doing the thing on uh extreme rules still coming up with ingenuity uh when he's doing the beats of the bodrin mm -hmm. so it said something like that and he goes uh, 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 and then goes the second rope uh, 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 third rope uh, uh. Mm. It's like oh good i haven't seen that for a while mm. so yeah uh, good match it was good yeah triple h one of the biggest i think i've said it before but one of the biggest things that's changed since triple h took over on tv is that they've had main events a lot of the time that feel like main events. Like they get time and they're Especially this one, yes. Yeah. Fully agree with that. So, lovely little Smackdown here. Ah, yeah. broke a bit. Wonderfully put together. Wow. AEW. The other side. Like the fuse. Bring the boom. Uh -huh. Yeah, great. Mm. Uh, so we got, to start us off, uh, a double header. Read my little. Oh, pack yeah, it up, read, pack read it little. in. Read That's pack good. It up, pack it in. That's yeah. good. Uh, Moxie, Claudio and Willie Uda beat Rush, Rush and a private party, a six-man tag. We have Utah getting the submission win. I was rather surprised and nicely uh, surprised at that to see how good Private Party looked with Roosh. Yes. They've been rejuvenated, I'd but, say. But with, now, uh, big man Roosh. we'll never see that pairing again. <laughs> I because, know, right? you know, they're, they're turning face now. So, But it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm still more overall, I'm more excited about Private Party being face again. I, you're right. They've been rejuvenated. Yeah. Looked a lot better here than they had for a while. Yeah. Everyone played their parts well, but it was just like, oh, okay, well done, PP. I'd written you off. PP. But... Sad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Tony Nice and Josh Woods very quickly beat the Varsity Blondes. Oh. While Arn Anderson is looking on, disappointed back. <laughs> yeah, it cuts to Arn going, ah, oh, lads. <laughs> there wasn't much else they could do here because then after the match, He's smart be in Mark their garden Sterling. burning their suits. <laughs> uh, explains that his team are now called the Varsity Athletes and he'll sue the Blondes if they use the word Varsity again. And then the acclaimed and Billy Gunn interrupt and scissor each other. <laughs> yeah. Look, nice knowing you, lads. Mate, uh, I like the Varsity Blondes, man, together as a team. I know that some people don't like one of the members, but as a team, I find them exciting. Everybody. They're fun. <laughs> They're fresh baby faces. One of them had a daddy was brilliant as well. Oh, <laughs> what did Garrison's dad do? <laughs> I don't know, right? Sorry. But Pelman's dad, obviously, was class. Pelman Jr. Also, I like them as a team. I like how mm. shamelessly 80s and cheesy they are. 
But now the roster's so big, they never get right. Yeah. So you've been pushed aside for the new toys. To yeah. You don't see a payoff to <laughs> this, them this was the... it. Oh, they've got it. Yeah. <laughs> this was the, no, the build up no, and the payoff. I, them no, I the... agree with Tom. I think they'll win it back. Then, them losing the varsity. The, yeah. Yeah. They can't just be the blondes. Yeah. Can they? College blondes. Yeah, where the where the sports blondes. The wrestling blondes. Where the Hollywood blondes. That was uh, the last. Oh, that's a good idea. Go. Yes. You're a genius, Tom. Thanks, mm. mate. But I uh the only thing that was missing from this was them being put in a big box that said two OVW. No, no, so... no. It wasn't <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Tay Mello and Anna J beat Sky Blue and Madison Rain. This was an okay match. So I thought that they were gonna use this to elevate Sky Blue. After the build-up to this last week, where no, don't laugh. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I actually agree. Like, yeah, they, why, yeah, yeah, yeah you think so, right? Yeah, where they went, yeah. Sky Blue, you're really boring. And she went, well, at least I can wrestle. And I was like, oh! And then she Slam. then she took the yeah. fall. <laughs> and then the team of Tay A... No, it's not right. J-A-T-J-A-S. T-J... Oh, that doesn't roll off the tongue at all, does it? Bloody hell. I'll just call them Tay and J. They went, yeah, we're this, we're that, he, he, he. And then they won. Look how brilliant we are. Yeah, we yeah. just won. Well, this, well, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Whenever now we talk about a Tay and J promo, let's just say that. <laughs> with this, with that. The arm movement. Tay and J. Tay and J. With this, that. Tay and J. Tay and J. Wow, a new bit in the podcast. Yeah. That's a right Twix Mars bar of a bit. That <laughs> in the main event, Death Triangle retains the Trios title. That's right, they do exist. Over the Dark Order. But only after Roosh interferes and gives Sneaky Pack the timekeeper's hammer to use. Oh. He's like, hey, use this. Oh, cheers, Paul. That's <laughs> how he beat Kip Sabian as well when Kip Sabian tried to poison him. That, that's, that's right. No one ever got on board with my theory. Is it, oh, Tom doesn't know about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to hear the theory. Have you so, do, you know, do you remember the uh, award winning Pack versus back. Kip Sabian match? When Kip right? Sabian came back and it was like, he's finally back. And in the match, Pack was like, the story was that Kip Sabian was getting under his skin and Pack was like confused and. How do I beat this guy? And then eventually he did beat him. But I, halfway through, for some reason, I think I was tired that day. I just went, he's poisoned him. Because there's a bit where Pac's tried to, like, he's put on a submission and then Kip's broken away. And then Paco's like, like he breathes weird. I'm like, oh. he's got poison on his attire. <laughs> and he just didn't. <laughs> his spores. Yeah, yeah. And he, or maybe like his hair. Sweats but, poison. He's like butterfree now. But it, <laughs> but it didn't happen. Actually, he'd be more of a venomoth. I yeah. think Kip's Andrade like. wishes he was butterfree. <laughs> of this AW contract. <laughs> oh. To a bigger house. Yeah. <laughs> so in the main event, yes, they were able to overcome the, the poison, I guess. Um, but then he stayed in the ring, did Pac. I was going to say, yeah, before we go on to that, Death Triangle oh, uh, versus Dark Order, I thought it was a a good match. I'm in two minds. If, if they're going to... Oh, I'm trying to say this in a way that makes it not sound like a dick, so I'm honestly not trying to be, but okay. if they bring up Brody Lee, and obviously we're going to win this as a tribute to Brody, you would think and hope that they would only do that if they're going to win. Yeah, Using that as a... Start, I know, obviously, mm. the Dark Order and everything like that. I know, and I appreciate I guess it. This... But you think just it's a bit exploitative. I'll rag on the... Ray doing Eddie Guerrero spots every bloody match. So and it's, it's like... it was a shame, especially because... It was every... meant to be 10 and thing. And, and I assume the 10 would have lost that as well. I don't know. No, I think 10 would have beat Andrade and probably sent him packing. Yeah, Andrade would have made sure. He would have yeah. beat him up and made him... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's grabbing his fists and punched himself. He's in Come the on. sharpshooter going, ring the bell. But I think... It's a shame, especially because when they did the Brody Lee Celebration of Life episode, that was universally praised. Everyone oh, yeah, loved yeah. that, and it was handled really well. It's what apparently brought like Daniel Bryan or Brian Anderson and CM Punk made them realize, oh, this is a good company. Well, should we should go there? Oh, right. 
they know mess that. every no just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just saying like if they're gonna bring it up it's like just for a random title shot on rampage just yeah. like okay like, lads like you may not they, they probably mean it very sincerely but it's also it's like it's awesome mm. storyline wrestling so, yeah I know yeah. uh, it was a good match though uh, Hungy's got to get one of these shock pins on somebody right because I was absolutely buying that he was gonna pin Kenny Omega several times at the pay-per-view that? match who? Hungy Hungy Big Johnny Hungy John yeah. Hungy sorry Johnny yes. Hungy he should, am I saying yeah. that right? I thought you said yeah, Johnny Hungy. That's not, I knew, it's not I knew often, you meant. It's not often no. to say something right on this show. I thought so. you said Hunky, which he is. That would have I mean, been wrong as well, yeah. I, I, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. I'm not correcting myself there. Mm. Oof, look at him. No, it was a fun match, but I agree. I agree. Could you not have done, like, like it wouldn't have been as high a profile as, as 10 versus Andrade. Could you not have done 10 versus Rouge? Yeah. And they're just going, like, hey, look, Andrade's not having this, but you know what? I'm stand up for me, Andrade. I'm going to beat you and take that mask, and I'm going to burn it and throw it in a it's, ditch. And, uh, it's pros and cons, isn't it? Because... If this hadn't happened, people would now be going, are these trio titles ever going to get defended? So uh, yeah. it's almost like there's too many, too much stuff. Yeah. Too many stuff. Yeah, too many stuff. Too many stuff. <laughs> too many. So Tom yeah. brought that up on the news. Theater. That's the second ah. Too Many Cooks reference I've heard this week. Too many, too many cooks references. Yes, too oh. many, too many cooks. Uh, then he stays in the ring. War pack as we switch over to AW Battle of the Belts 4, Return of the Pack. <laughs> Very good. I would like. I, I wish they could have done something there with Pack in the ring going. Oh, I'm not, I'm, and yeah. now Battle of the Belt. Oh, is that now? Hurry, call it. I thought that was taped. Oh, no. oh, oh, all no. right then. If the lady wants a baby, I'm the cock <laughs> of the north. And just, anyway, tied off his first match of the night. Pack again resorts to using the ring bell. This time, oh, sorry, the, the title against yeah. Trent. Yes, right. Yeah, so yeah. Two titles, two belts. Pack is it? I called? like the match. Uh, Trent got Barretted. Barretted. Bar- Barret doesn't work, does it? Oh, barretted. Nah, nah I no. battered. Battered. Should, ah. should have gone with that. Trent got battered in this match, and it was good, but the story there is, yeah, Pac's tired after that match. This thrilling six-man tag. He did a cheat again. But he still wrestled like the physical fitness freak that he is. It's hard to not be really good <laughs> when you're really good. Right, Trent should have been wiping yeah. the floor with him, and Trent, Pac's making a brave comeback, but... You're like, oh, so you're a face, but you cheated like a heel, but you're doing double duty, and that's a face move. Also, mm. you're fitter than a butcher's dog. Yeah. Woof, woof. Um, and you're doing brain busters through tables and stuff. It's a bit all over the place, isn't mm. it? And again, we love Pac here. Oh, yeah. We unashamedly love mm. Pac. He's the honorable, he gets the honorary award, Pac of the Year Award every year. They call <laughs> the Holic Awards coming soon. But it's like, all right, so is the purpose of this just to have a good match? If that's all you wanted, that's all you got. But what are we doing here? We're cheering the baby face brave. The heat. If we wanted that, which well, what Seth Rollins? I don't know. Because as we'll see on Dynamite, he was the heel, in the heel role, at least there, 100%. So was this to try and make him a bit heelish in the build-up to that match I against guess. Orange Cassidy? I don't know. But then at the same time, it's like, okay. But he's with Death Triangle. Who yeah. Plays, I don't know. But it's like, I'm glad to this, but I am also defending both. Oh, whatever. Yeah, it's weird. It's a bit all the place. Yeah. Um, Trent was tight here, but not as tight as Pac selling of the DDT. Tight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and almost as good as that was Jericho's commentary, which is a surprising highlight of the night. I'm just becoming a Jericho apologist now because he's just improved so much. Uh, it's only a consistent thing in a very that consistent young time. He's that young up and comer, Jericho. So much from eight, from Ring of Honor to who knows where. Yeah, uh, going from talking about Inoki trying to hypnotize him one time <laughs> and not elaborating, and then also <laughs> saying. Uh, Pack is from Newcastle, which is better than Blackpool, but still miserable. <laughs> it's yes, actually, it is, Jericho. Really yes, accurate. it is. Yeah, that's true. No complaints wow. whatsoever there. Uh, he knows, Jericho. 
He's seen the sights. You saw the triangle? He's seen the giant triangle, yeah. <laughs> and that was enough for him. Mm. Jade Cargill beats Willow Nightingale to retain the TBS title, but after the match, Vicky Guerrero ugh, distracts Jade <laughs> while Nana Rose steals the belt. <laughs> Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> the disgust there, yeah. Vicky. I don't know. Oh, Vicky. Yeah. Whoa, Vicky, you're so fine. No, I just Jade Cargill. Went, oh, then Vicky Guerrero. Jay and Fairly Odd Parents turns up and Timmy Turner's like, oh, I should, I should be in for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good show. Right, I'll write that down. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Don't worry, I'm like sure to people be my on Twitter. Odd parents, won't... guys. Oh, I thought you'd never one. ask. <laughs> as long as I can be one. Yeah, if you want. That's yeah, fine. Uh, I am surprised that Willow Nightingale, who was very slowly, gradually getting over naturally on her appearances on AW Dark and whatever small appearances makes on Dynamite would be fed to the Jade Cargill machine so mm. early on. Mm. Um, they couldn't have anybody else to just lose to Jade really quickly. Well, I, was, I don't know why. You know how they built up the Willow mini feud with Jade and the Nyla mini feud with Jade at the same time? I thought they'd do it the other way around. So I thought Nyla would lose first and then Willow would be the more important challenger later on. But no. Just, Unless it goes to Willow was... going away and then Willow comes back around mm. again. Yeah, you know, you know, more mature and stronger than before. Yeah, she then goes. Then she grinds for a bit in the forest, killing. Yeah. Right, right. Because you know, at this point in Goldberg's big run, he was beating guys like Meng at least. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Like, like your Jade, you're great, but whatever. Your booking's bad. Uh, backstage, Stokely Hathaway and Ethan Page confront Matt Hardy about. Oh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh. Not again. Oh. Contract tampering. Oh. Oh. He then threatens to delete him. Woo hoo hoo. Yeah, AEW making fun of backstage drama with WWE isn't funny or good when AEW has way worse backstage drama with Sammy Andrade going on at the same time. I imagine this backstage... Like, how dare you? This backstage segment I was expecting, and I was disappointed because it didn't, to have like them going, huh, contract tampering, isn't that funny? And there's like six fights in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fight. good. Tell you what's bad, WWE potentially stealing wrestlers. What a terrible shop they're uh, running. Sorry, sorry, six I have to fights. interrupt. I can't hear you over the ruckus behind me. <laughs> sorry, what? Sorry, that's me. Oh, hi, Mikey. <laughs> Yeah, he's just making music. <laughs> he's just producing. Yeah, making mm. music, mate. Sorry, sorry. Ace Steel said he was hungry. He was going out for a bite. Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, see, just like, hey, WWE guys. It's like, nah. No, 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 no. At the same time as this segment was going on, uh, Tony Khan threw a stone out of his glass house. Yes. Oh. Screaming, this is not a metaphor. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hook is interviewed about the envelope given to him by, sorry, uh, envelope. That's right. Makes it sound like Booker T doesn't work, does it? Envelope. No, that is how you say it, yeah. yeah. Um, given to him he, by he, the he trust busters. the envelope. The envelope. Yeah. Uh, given by the trust busters, but he rips up on camera. Yeah, he hasn't accepted what it. What if there was money in it? I think there was money. That was the, what was implied, yeah. He ripped up that money. I, oh, okay. Okay, I'm worried about money. What's he going to buy his action figures with now? <laughs> he doesn't really buy doesn't really. right now. And the main event, FDR retained the Ring of Our Tag Titles against the Gates of Agony. You were hyped about them last week. You were like, oh, the Gates of Agony looked good, weren't you? And now you're like, the <laughs> Gates of Agony. They did look good. They did. You're like, I'm, I'm like Vincent Mann looking at, you know, Albert. Wow, look <laughs> at him. Um, despite distraction from Prince Nana, uh, putting the Agony in the gates here, like, bloody oh. hell, what a boring set of oh. bastards. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. How bad do you have to be to get a dull match out of FTR? <laughs> They weren't that dynamic. FTR are tired after having all their bangers. Neither. This is the mash, was it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think the match, Jack? Say something positive. FTR won. There you go. After the bell, the rest of the I embassy. I think it was beat. bad. I just, 
I don't think it's the Gates of Agony's fault. I've actually got a point here. I think. Okay, go on. Well, there's just so much going on and there's so many wrestlers that we never got a chance to learn what they're about. So mm. I don't know. The Josh Woods really... effect. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know if it really is their fault. It's just just a crowded pond. That, yeah. If I mix my metaphors. No, then? no, this is the other, 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 yeah. other heel stable. The Embassy mm. from Ring of Honor mm. uh, beat FDR down, but Wardlow and Samoa Joe, the tag team known as Wardjo. That's right. Big fans Save of the, the Raven. Yes. Which Adam Bajiti watches on a Tuesday night on Twitter. Does. Just Raven. Oh, it's a character Raven. from. Right. Oh, I don't know if it is the Raven. You threw Raven. me off with the Raven. I'm like, Edgar Allan Poe? So, <laughs> Hi, Wardjo from Raven. Bajiti watched a whole season of Raven on his Twitch, which featured a character called Wardjo. Which you know, is fine. All names like. Yeah, of course. Which is fine, except doesn't Pachidi not like Nightmare? The very, very, very similar not? TV series. Does he not? No, it's not the same as Raven. Raven's outside. Yeah, Raven's, like, Raven's like Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> I don't know if it is. Um, but, <laughs> but like, for people who aren't, that, that's a thing where you go camping at school. Yeah. It's not, I'm not comparing it to the actual Duke of Edinburgh, who I think is now just the king. Um, <laughs> I think the title got absorbed. Anyway, um, it's like Roman Reigns with both belts. <laughs> uh, yeah, Charles is now. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, there was a uh, one of the contestants on there was called the Bloodline. It works so well. Yeah. Wow. Who's yeah. the Sami Zayn in the royal family? Oh, I nearly the... said the worst thing I could have possibly <laughs> said. <laughs> we all know that I was going to. What were you talking about before? <laughs> Tommy interrupted you, Jack. Quickly, power through. Wardjo was the name of one of the kids on that season, and he was built like Brock Lesnar. And all the chat wanted Wardjo to oh. win. Like Pacini was supporting Wardjo. So it's fitting now that these two hench lads have called themselves Warjo. In tribute to Raven. In tribute to the car, the kid from Raven, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, why didn't AEW, p- 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 part of my memory here, in case I missed something really obvious, you had Rampage for an hour and then Battle of the Bouts for an hour. Mm-hmm. Would it not have been a more interesting selling point to go a two-hour Rampage? Yes. It felt a uh, bit, It felt. it just felt a bit stunted to go, right. and now another AEW show. I think I agree. Yeah, it was a bit clumsy. If Plus, Battle of the Belt has always been a bit meh. Oh, oh, it's been cursed, like yeah. like by Dan Housen. I think the first Battle of the Belts, they went, oh, four of the champs are injured. Great. Mm. Put the FTW belt on there quick. Let's have a belt, a belt battle on Battle of the Belts. Well, don't, they don't need to worry about that problem anymore, Tom. Oh, no. That, I mean, this is how they solved the problem of our yeah. champs being injured. Yeah. Let's get loads of champs. Loads yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> once our once the ROH deal gets sorted, I think we're going to see a nicer, fresher, streamlined version of AEW. At the moment, they're serving a lot of masters. That's what they need desperately. So I really hope that will happen. We'll be saying that for about three or four months now. <sighs> we'll be and saying now, it next year. <laughs> and now Errol Hawani is reflecting our thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only negatives of the thing we just said is also Roosh, who I think is improved leaps and bounds. Every time I see him, I think he's getting better and better with the AEW style. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, God, the he should the camera should avoid showing his back though. Oh, oh no, oh, oh, is he a bit of a magoo? Mm. Okay, don't take my word for it. Looks a bit like a constellation. No, no, he's like SpongeBob. You're saying Bob. he's a star in the ring. That's what I mean. That's exactly what we mean. Mm. And that was the setup to Extreme Rules: The Fight Pit, giving us the most useless platform since Tout. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Nice. I like the match though, like so that. I don't. I'm not, <laughs> you get two claps on that too. Do a tout about that. Mm. No, you won't. The Brawling Brutes beat Imperium in the good old-fashioned Donnybrook six-man. Well, we can just go home after this, I guess. What oh, a yeah. bloody lovely little match. Phenomenal opening match. Phenomenal. It was so good. I was all right with the horrible stereotyping of, oh, you know, the good old-fashioned Donnybrook. Yeah. That's what they call it. <laughs> I were there. And they had the set with the barrels and all that. But, I mean, it, it did what wrestling matches should do. I think it's quite a big compliment you can pay to a wrestling match was that I 
didn't remember that it, it's not real. <laughs> I was like, oh, these, <laughs> oh, they're really going for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's class. No, beautiful. Yeah, again, used the scenery, battled each other, did tags and everything else like that. And importantly, actually got a victory over Imperium. The announce table spot. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Big bad lads doing daft things to one another. Mm. One one slight drawback, but it didn't really remind you of it, was that when Sheamus lost on SmackDown, I was like, well, he's going to get his win back in the tag match. Yeah, you know what? In hindsight, that's really obvious. But you know but... what? As we learn through Extreme Rules, the really obvious things that happen aren't always necessarily bad. Right, when Hangman Page won the belt. It's a big example. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just because something's really obvious, because this is where you, yeah. you you know, you, you tip your toe slightly in this Russo what, territory. That's what WCW you go, did wrong, wasn't it, yeah, during the latter days? Yeah. This is a really obvious result that no, make a happy conclusion. Let's do something completely different. Yeah. We shouldn't have Goldberg win. We should have him turn heel instead. Yeah, you don't want, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't mind when the obvious thing is is a happy conclusion that we're going towards. Yeah. Something like so like even though he got the, the I think that's in predictions, I think I said. Sheamus will lose his IC title match, but they'll win yeah. at the pay-per-view. And, and that's fair. And it was a great match. I, I thought that maybe Butch would get the pinfall, but I like the way they did it with the Imperium getting taken out one by one. And in the end, I think it was just Eichner or Vinci. And they dragged him up and Sheamus hit the thing. And it was, yeah, it was great. Loved it. Well done, yeah. yeah. Vinny. Vinny, Vinny. Vinny, I came. Gross. Then Ronda Rousey chokes out Liv Morgan to become the SmackDown Women's Champion, mm. but Liv smiles as she passes out underneath her backside. So who's the real winner here? No, I didn't say oh, the backside. <laughs> that makes me sound pervy now. It does, doesn't I it? Just it's pretty Liv, bad, though. <laughs> I just said Liv smiles as she passes out. So who's the real winner here? Which mm. was sarcastic because we're going to go, ooh, but she smiled. But, but now you've made it sound like she was smiling because she was under Ronda's bottom. That's all I saw on meme websites was that <laughs> picture. So don't worry. <laughs> You're right. It's me being rude. Jack is a saint. Thank you. Um, St. Bernard. <laughs> what? The dog? I don't know where I was going with oh, okay, that. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, I can't remember what I was going to say. Now. <laughs> this was a match. I'm like a speed bump on this podcast, aren't I? No. <laughs> no, you're more of a bollard. I'm a chicane. <laughs> I'm a chicane yeah. and or a bollard. <laughs> yeah, what a hazard in golf. We could see you, but we're trying to stay out of you. No. <laughs> You're getting me anytime, mate. <laughs> <laughs> promises, promises. <laughs> Podcast boyfriend. <laughs> so we all knew Liv was losing this. There was not a oh, chance. I don't know if we did all know that Liv was losing. I did. Okay. That, look at me being smart, but I was like, no, the Brown Boots might lose we to all, Imperium. We all said They're really that, good in German. <laughs> we, all, we all did say on podcasts in the build that Ronda should really be winning, but I think that me and Ross would were wrongly, it turns out, making the point that uh, it's a weird stipulation. There could be some shenanigans where Liv wins, but you can't beat Ronda three times, and she didn't. Uh, but you think then, all right, the match is going to be her using every weapon she can throw at Ronda and Ronda be like trying to get over it or whatever. Yeah, the weapon was her toughness and her heart. Yeah, and it didn't really blend work. that well. You can't uh, put someone through no. toughness, can she you? She wasn't as good at fighting as the other one. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah, beat someone with heart. Yeah. Right, there's a and big... a bat, you try to use a bat. Mm, there's a big difference between, you know, what the capable of doing and... This one on way too long. If this had been a quick little five-minute job, I'd be so happy, but they tried to push it on longer. It reminded me of when they did Miz versus Daniel Bryan. It was like, finally, they're doing that as a proper match, a pay-per-view build and everything else like that. And they went, right, Miz, you and Daniel Bryan, 20 minutes. It's like, you know Miz can't do that type of match, and it doesn't fit the scenario they're doing here at all. Doesn't matter. Go out and do it. And it's one of those matches no one remembers so or talks about. you think should have been squashed? Yeah. Oh, because or that would be in the story of the match, or done something that was just like nice, quick, and easy. So they tried to stretch this over too little butter over too much bread, and okay. that just just fell apart for me. Fair enough. Fair what enough. about you? Um, 
yeah, it wasn't my favorite match on the show, but at least at least it's not just Ronda beats Liv and then that's it. Like Liv's now got a different I don't want her to carry on feuding with Ronda necessarily, but at least she's now got a new like the smiling thing was weird, but at least it might push her in a new direction. Like it propels the character forwards, I suppose, even though she's not the champ anymore. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't my favorite, but... Yeah. Oh, look at you being positive. That's nice. Trying my best. Yeah. I didn't understand which submission Ronda started in or transitioned to. <laughs> so I was like, is she... Oh, she's passed out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh, Karen Cross beats Drew McIntyre in their strap match after Scarlet Pepper sprays Drew. I did not enjoy this one. <laughs> nah. I enjoyed the lads hitting each other with the strap. That was good. Strap matches suck. Why didn't Scarlet just do that at the start? Why does Karen Cross look like a badass and just wrestle bad? Oh, <laughs> you hate him. No. <laughs> I just, it hates me. A lad. All right, cool. You know all that cool stuff you used to do? Like, yeah, you're not lad, doing any of that now. Spooky lad with girlfriend. Without that. He's work, without, without Scarlet, he's working the doors. Oh, he looks like a bouncer. She was the, she was the high at this match. Scarlet? Hmm. Yeah. I did... <clears throat> Why, Why is Karrion Cross less intimidating with more hair? Because the less that makes he... so much of a difference. I think if he was like in NXT, he was bold. There was smoke billowing he everywhere. Scary. He was throwing Doomsday Saitos. Matches were short and sharp and aggressive for a time. For a time, and uh, and and I thought he was great. Yeah. And there's something about like I, he needs to shave the hair. Yeah, I but... j- it sounds like such a silly thing, but like that aesthetic of him being bold and sad though, because maybe in real life he wants to just have his full head of hair. And maybe that. he does, but you, know, but you, you shouldn't darling. look pretty. You should Closing look scary. Actually. Time, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Karen Cross. Considering the build-up was like, I'm going to batter you, Drew. Blah blah blah. So these are things where somebody had to rise and somebody had to fall. And instead, they just both went at each other at the same level. Karen Cross has been promised this match for maybe months now, mm. and he had to have war last. Well, he, help flew, him. he flew to Wales to stare at him. Yeah. <laughs> That was, mm. yeah, and and if it wasn't for pepper spray, you would have lost. I know, yeah. He's like, well, are you a badass or do you need help? It's like you pick one. Yeah. Yo, do we? Listen, <laughs> I shouldn't have ended the conversation that way. Um, do we think that maybe Drew will be blinded for a while because no. he was really selling that? Has he was he on Raw? No, he wasn't on Raw. So tonight, will he turn up and be oh, like, like Nidia and him. be like, I still can't see for now? Oh, okay, that'll be interesting. Maybe. Mm. Mm. Because as Owen pointed out, and then he can transition to a feud with Scarlet. Yeah, yeah, they blinded yeah. him, uh, and then Jamie Noble somehow. I don't know. Um, he is still about, isn't he, Jamie Noble? So he can get involved. Mm. Um, but as Owen pointed out when we were watching it, she didn't just spray him a bit. Like she proper emptied the can. Mm. There was loads of pepper spray. Even carrying cross. I like that bit actually, where he bent down to pin him and he went like bloody hell. So that was good. Mm. So he pounded him and then he got that. So it was assault and pepper spray. I heard a laugh there from Dan. That's all I need. That's all right. Audience are one. Uh, Mars bar twix of a gag, that is. Despite interference from Kai and Sky, Bianca Belair beats Bailey in another match to retain the Raw Women's Championship. I was pleasantly surprised by this because oh. I went, oh, another ladder match. Da, 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 da. Like, it feels like we've had 300 this year. But this was a rarity because instead of like, okay, spot, 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 you do this and you do that. And da, 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 da. Uh, Bianca just like, right, I'm going to go for the title every time. Yeah. That makes nice sense. and simple. But he's like, no, 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 get down here. I'm going to start and stop. Yeah. And then every time, it's like, it's like playing against the computer character from the, the games. It's like, as soon as you're not in the ring, it's like, well, guess what I'm going to do? I actually really enjoyed that. It was yeah. nice and simple. Wasn't trying to, like, I enjoyed trying to destroy each other. I enjoyed the last KOD with the ladder was a bit weird. 
But oh, I thought match, it looked great. And then they did it to both of them at the oh, same time. Oh, that was time. cool. But the one where Bailey held the ladder and made the, the move she was taking even worse. You might want to... Yeah. Uh, Dan, if you could press the button on the remote control to bring back the uh, the logo. Um, I love, But Thanks. to be fair, that's one complaint. And for there to be one contrived spot in a ladder match. Right. Yeah, so I was. this was a nice little... Twix Milky Way. Nice yeah. Twix Milky Way. There we go. Scrummy scrum. Scrummy scrummy scrum scrum. The Judgment Day interfere in Finn Balor's I Quit Match of Edge, but so do Rey Mysterio and Beth Phoenix. Oh. Eventually, <laughs> Beth Phoenix? Yeah, she's She's local. shopping in town. That's right. <laughs> the big shopping town is here. Eventually, Rhea Ripley threatens to concerto Beth, so Edge quits to save her, but Rhea... Does it anyway? Oh, we're gonna do it anyway. We we're gonna do it anyway. Gonna uh, do it anyway. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> video, though. Uh, Finn Balor had a nice little mask and new music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. His weird, like, Dommy Subby Dom mask, didn't he? The match, though. Why is Edge insistent when he comes back for these big matches? It's got to be these 30, 20 minute matches, which he didn't do when he was fit and healthy back in today. Know. When everything was four by three and on VHS. And Do now what? he's at, you know, the autumn of his career. Like, you know what? I want to go 40 minutes. And Triple H is like, yes, I knew you'd come around eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole thing of, I, I put it down to just wanting to like prove that you can still go. Prove that you can still hang. He won a Royal Rumble from number one. I know. know that he can still go. Yeah, we, exactly. we all know he can still go. Oh. I think it's, uh, you know, the biggest fight is with yourself. Okay. And I think it's him just always wanting to go, no, I can go the distance. I can go the distance. It's funny you say that, the biggest fight is with yourself, because I think it was Wang on Twitter, who are like his YouTube channel, because they had the, the image, the PNGs above Edge and Finn Balor. It says, God, it doesn't like if you're fighting the same character <laughs> on a fighting game. <laughs> Slightly like, different costume because they do have like the, the eyes oh, around here. They look, they look, they look tired. Yes. Before they've even started. They don't like balloons and he's filling up. <laughs> uh, so this was okay again because it's like, all right, time for 30 minutes. Blah, blah, blah. But you know, if you love Edge, then we love this. If you're just like, all right, yeah, cool. I did like the finish. Mm. The finish was great. Rest of the match, eh. Fair. Yeah, I agree. I think. Grand. Go well this week. Philadelphia Flyers mascot Grit Gritty Gritty Gritty, Is that Gritty. Gritty. annoys the Miz backstage. Not so English. The, the mascot Grit Gritty. Yeah, you know what? Because I saw it's because the wrestlers. So I thought it just said Grifty because that's what they all are. <laughs> Says in, in, on the American version of the Coldplay podcast, they're going the West Brom mascot Boiler Man. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy son from Arctic Thistle. We all assume it's Dexter Loomis, but after Miz has beaten Gritty down, the real Loomis appears from behind and babyfacely chokes Miz out. Uh, Dexter and Gritty walk off together like old pals, swinging their arms from side to side like Morkman was. Triple H rebuilding the tag division. Oh. Good to see. <laughs> <laughs> and Gritty apparently is a pretty big star. Well, yeah, I was... Yeah, he's massive. Because Jack Atkins has lived in the North America before, and he likes a bit of ice hockey. And he was like... Gritty was on the show. Like, he was really excited. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Really? That was his reaction? Yeah, yeah he was like, oh, I can't believe they got Gritty. How'd they, how'd they get that coup? He's about to debut on AEW as Gritty. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he's clean shaven on the AEW broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> In the main event, with Daniel Cormier, a special guest referee. Oh, he's so good. Matt Riddle beats Seth Rollins in the fight pit. I like, uh, so actually, I'm interested in hearing what you have to say about this, Jack, because right. you get that witty line about not being very good. No, apart from the platform bit where Cormier's like, oh, no, it has to be in the ring. Apart from that, I enjoyed it. The centaur was terrifying. Mm. I enjoyed the platform being part of it. It was just that when they were like, oh, but you can't do that on the platform. Well, what's the platform there for? 
to jump off because Daniel Cummins like, I'm going to go up there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm a contract, man. I enjoyed it. And I did get that sense, though, at the end, like, oh, there's been no title match on this show. But then obviously, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. what, yeah. Now, I like the style of it. The only thing I didn't like about it uh, was the fact that they kept on going, wow, this is a Matt Riddle speciality match, this. It's Timothy Thatcher's specialty match. Riddle's only match in the fight, but he lost. Who? Timothy who? Thatcher? Never, never heard of him. He's not on the WWE roster. Matt Riddle is, though, and he's been in loads of fight pits. He beat Tommaso Ciampa. No, remember him. The fight... Who's now, Tommaso Ciampa? Riddle's taken the cage from him like the court has taken his kid. Well, <laughs> no. doesn't really work on my head, does it? But whatever. Is there a situation where a wrestler has lost their gimmick match to somebody else? Well, the uh, Punjabi prison, huh. the first one of that was supposed to have Carly versus yeah, Undertaker, but, that... but then he couldn't because he had elevated, allegedly had elevated enzymes of the liver. So mm. the first ever Punjabi one was Punjabi legend Big Show versus Undertaker. Oh, mm. that's it. Yeah, that's true. And then Jinder Mahal had the match afterwards. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Bollywood boys just like died. <laughs> <laughs> Several times on that match. Do you know that they were on like the dark tapings or something? Against the Oros twins, I think. Or they're also there at the tapings. Oh my God, the, the blonde Jedward, American Jedward. Yeah, yeah. But they're not even American, say, are they? Say the catchphrase. Is it Davinky? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. Where are they from? TikTok. No, <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. I don't know where they're from. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that was that match, yeah. A uh, bit weird main event. You think, oh, fair enough then. Uh, there were times when the were chatting, we want Wyatt. So uh, mm. fair enough then, you know what they want. But I thought it was all right. And again, I'm giving a compliment to Rollins. Uh, you people paying attention out there. And <laughs> um, they went well, the strikes and the commentators going, wow, they really don't like each other. They said some horrible things. I'm like, yeah, get him. I like the bit at the start where Rollins, they're trying to do a tentative MMA start. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. obviously Riddle can fight and Rollins hasn't done the MMA. Sorry, sorry, Jimmy so, Smith. So Jimmy <laughs> Smith says he looks like he can't fight. So it, Every so often, Riddle would catch him with a kick or something, and Rollins would go, <laughs> The selling was really good. Hey, your wife took that like, <laughs> Just cut him off every time. And then the lights go out, and the feed, oh, sorry, the Bray Wyatt, we told you it's not the fiend. They did, Finally, they did the Triple H classic of like, the signature. The signature in the corner, yeah. and then all the lights out. Yeah. Big pop for the crowd. It's like, here's the main event. I think yeah. every time that happens, here's Johnny the... Gargano feels a disturbance in the floor. <laughs> he just runs. Mm. So, yeah, all the cast of characters showed up. IRL, which is terrifying in the case yeah. of some of them. Uh, but, the and the it pop is, uh... for the feet. Bray Wyatt was ridiculous. Oh, my God. Because so I'd be, I've forgotten. I'm, I've, made, I've, I've not been doing the QR code stuff because I was on the impression that if you scan the QR code, didn't know where it's from, that could be a bad idea because you don't know where it's coming from. It could be any bloody thing. Dot exe. Ooh, whiterabbit.exe. Ah, oh, no, my phone's dead. But so a lot of people WWE doing... putting QR codes on that completely no, 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 crash like your phone. phone. But like people in the crowd <laughs> be not like, oh. no, 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 Tom, there'd be people on the crowd holding up stuff. And I'm like, yeah, Triple H, I trust. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, but there was no, one, it's like... part of the show. You don't know that. I've seen some of these fan signs people bring to these shows. They're appalling. I wouldn't trust that. I'm trying to scan this one that says Snoopy Tennis yeah. better than virtual soccer. Dreamcast, <laughs> Dreamcast 2 not happening. Ah, don't trust him. So, but people, I'm, I'm obviously the minority. People, I forgot, he's been away for so long. People love The Fiend. Oh, the yeah. Fiend has so many, pretty way, has so many great fans. Uh, and so passionate. I was just waiting them to come back and just do whatever. Well, and this we... was Bray Wyatt. Showed up and doing whatever. We did a pictures video, me and Tom, with uh, Andrew, which has actually been really well received, to be fair, in the comments, because I was worried that we'd maybe 
because it was all normally when we do pitches, it's like of a whole card, so we can pick and choose different matches, a bit more variety. But this was like nine pitches all on the Fiend or all on Bray Wyatt. Yeah. But actually, everyone. You got nine pitches just out of that? Oh, wow. Mm. Well, Tom and Andrew, to be fair, really got creative. Well done. And I you used did, it. I, well, for my third pitch, I used an AI to write it. <laughs> but, um, That's ridiculous. How, I've never worked in Goldholic. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I think it's everyone, it's, it's got the, the, and, and the, the fact that everyone was so positive about it made me realize, oh, everyone is buzzing about the theme. It's got yeah. the, Bray Wyatt's got the same qualities as uh, new Hall of Fame inductee, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. In which case, there's, mm. there's so much to it and there's so much, and, and people are enjoying the process of reading into it and learning more and kind of telling the story and trying to put the pieces together. And I've loved watching that. Like there's been some some wild fan theories in the run up to this, mm. some rubbish ones, but some really good ones. But regardless of the quality of them, the fact that everybody is so locked in and getting so creative about it, I think that's excellent. Mm. And, it, and like, don't hope me, I'm scared, where you're kind of coming up with your own, like, why are, why are these three puppets doing these things? Like the story of Bray Wyatt, has uh, barely been told on WWE TV, but like everybody's mm. got their thoughts on it and they're excited about it. And yeah, roll on SmackDown. And speaking of crazy theories, the rumor is that Bo Dallas is coming in. Mm. What? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. And he loves a good crazy theory. Oh, and Liv's crazy now because she passed out and smiled. Oh. She's with Bo Dallas. I don't think they'll do that on television. Uh, Wait, they, is that an IRL thing? I think they're together. Oh, I didn't know that. I think they. Oh. I think, they, I think Ross, who follows a lot of wrestlers on Instagram to monitor their pets, <laughs> monitors. Oh a weird yeah, they, that's, a, that's a cover story. Um, no, he does. If you say like so and so, he goes, "They've got a lovely dog." Well, he does. But um, I think he told me that <laughs> Bo and Liv are together and live on a farm. Because you got a Bo Liv. Oh my goodness! Hey. Mixed match challenge three coming back. <laughs> so yeah, uh, a, a mixed bag of a pay per view. I was left underwhelmed. I thought overall it was quite. A, it was a strong pay per view. I was gonna say I watched it at the time. Thought oh, yeah, it's all over the place. But looking back at it, it's like no, there were some good bits there. I'm, I'm being right. very negative. Yeah, I think it, I would have. Like I said, I had that feeling towards the end where it was a bit like, oh, is that it? There should have been a big. But then, yeah. then the Wyatt thing happened. I was like, fair enough. Oh, if it didn't have that, it's like, no. I, I, I love the, the idea of you watching Matt Riddle go to the back going, oh, that's the end. Oh, that's I was a shame. Sad. Yeah. And worse, me and, me and Petita sat there going, right, here we go. No, and honestly. And we, honestly <laughs> we watched it, right? And bloody, the the it was because now the pay-per-views are on a Saturday, right? We get more drunk people outside partying and having <laughs> fun. Oh, I hate that. Because we're in, we're in quite a student area, right? And I'll tell you what, someone had a wee-wee outside our office door. Was it Bray Wyatt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but she went, mm, that was my review of and, Carrying Cross. <laughs> and, the, and the car park's on a bit of a slope, so the wee-wee had gone down the hill. And it went wee-wee-wee all the way I down. I went to the toilet at one Hang point on. in between matches, right? But to get to the toilet, I have to walk past the front door of the office. Mm -hmm. There were two lads out there, maybe rolling a cigarette, maybe doing something else. There was some shuffling of the hands going on. And then one of them went, mate, will you come and see the Pet Shop Boys with me? I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I don't know why. So an hour later, you're there. It's a sin blasted <laughs> out. Going, I don't know why I agreed. I'm just, I wish I wish I could just be, I wish I could just tell these people no. These bloody West End boys and East End girls. <laughs> or whichever way around. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so what's that, got to, what's that got to do with you being annoyed that you thought they that were, was the end they of the were, They were chatting absolute Bollocks. No, I'm just saying I wish they'd move pay-per-views back to a Sunday night. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's no. quieter. 
No, I'm of the opinion. I love the opinion on the Saturday. Fair enough. Absolutely. I mean, I, I agree with Jack, again, for selfish reasons, because uh, I, we tend get the next day I tend mm. to do radio on a Sunday. Oh, Tom doesn't get the next and, day uh, And I had a radio show on Radio Newcastle. Sorry for boring you. Sorry. Uh, at 10 a.m. And I got out of the office. I got home at half six. Mm. And, I, and I think I had 90 minutes of sleep on the oh, sofa. And went, I need to go to work. So I went and did it and did the show. And then I came back and I said to Alex, I said, I think I'm just going to stay awake the rest of the day just so then my sleep pattern's all back to normal. I'm surprised. I was like, normally I feel a bit grumpy and bless Alex. I love her to, I love her to death. She'll sometimes get the brunt of me. Believe it or not, sometimes I'm a bit grumpy. And I'm, if I'm hungry or if I'm tired. It's a lie. A bit grumpy and a little bit snappy. Sometimes I can be. And uh, and I said, you know what? I feel all right, actually. I thought I'd be grumpy. I thought I'd be snappy. I'm all right. I'm, we're going to make some tea and we'll have a nice tea. Anyway, uh, 9.30 at night, I'm just sick violently at the toilet. I go, oh, I'm not well. <laughs> I should have should have had a nap, and then and then again later in the night, and I was like, yeah, I've I've burned my candle completely down here, and my body is now rejecting. So this is why thirty seven hours so being awake. Tom did say the next day off work. Thankfully. I was too. I, I was. I, I normally I'd push through it. So when he came in the next time I saw him after that, when he'd taken the day off, I was like, are you sure it's not COVID? And you hadn't told me the full story. You're like, I'm pretty sure it's not COVID. And yeah. I was like, the bit paranoid. I was like. Have you, have you done a ten? <laughs> but now that I've heard that, I'm like, oh, it sounds like it was not COVID. Oh no, I was just, I was burned out. I'm very <clears throat> overtired and mm. just a bit, and probably just a bit poorly from that. I did a test. Be careful. Look negative. after yourself. Man. I should do. I should do. But that's why I want him back on a on a Sunday. On a Sunday, that make my life much easier. Save Tom's bowels. Mm. Save, save, save my, my bowels. But not bowels, stomach. <laughs> <laughs> so, wrong end. I was, I was sick out of the top Sorry, end. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> not the bottom end. Before we move on from weekend, I know, I know, it's a, it's a, it's a girthy podcast as it is. Uh, we should we should probably just to just to save a little bit of grief. We should probably give a little nod to Bound for Glory, okay. which is on the Friday. Oh, absolutely! Very yeah. quick, very quick. I can oh, sum it up dead oh, quick. No. Sum it up dead quick, right? Okay. Oh, okay. I'll go on. Dead, go dead, on dead, dead, go dead, dead quick. Uh, Kazarian and Mike Bailey had a banger. That was good fun. Kazarian beat Bailey. Kazarian beat Bailey. That's a bad decision. Um, call your shot gauntlet. Say his name and he appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. Joe Hendry in number two at the Call Shot Gauntlet. He's the guy who's going to win it. Oh, wait, no, it's Bully Ray. Bully Ray wins the tournament. He's going to face Josh Alexander. Eddie Oves and Josh Alexander had a banger in the main event. Josh Alexander had his nose broken. Blood everywhere. Has a square up with Bully Ray later in the night. And that's that's Next future Bully Ray. Now, I. Dirty Dango turned up. To be fair, I haven't watched it. I imagine the action was good, but I enjoyed Victory Road very much, so it would take a, a little mm. bit to top Victory Road, which was the smaller one, but seemed to be the bigger... It was weird, anyway. But yeah. mm. It was a tough order to be on such a busy busy weekend of wrestling to do Bound for Glory, uh, and I feel like, as it has this. here, kind of got lost in the shuffle. Had it been on its own day, on another weekend, yeah. probably mm. I got a bit more time. The Impact Wrestling 2022 story, lost in the shuffle. Lost in the shuffle. Uh, can, uh, I also, go, can I go for a wee-wee after what, this little yeah, One little thing, and we can all go for a wee uh, <laughs> Bobby Fish, his triumphant return, his hometown. Oh, they're so happy to see him. The crowd chanted CM Punk. <laughs> that happened about the glory. Too. That, was, that was his mom and dad. <laughs> they are 9,000 years old. <laughs> Monday Night Raw, the bloodline is fine. Ooh. Remember when Bullet Club is fine was a thing? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Cool. Bullet Club is fine. Ah. And Gorilla... Shawn Michaels, X-Pac, and Road Dogg are all messing about. What are they like, man? They're all effing and blinding oh, and crazy. doing stuff they shouldn't be. Oh, it's oh, a chicken, but it's a willy. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, but Triple H is all grown up now, like Tommy Pickles, 
and tries them to be get them to be sensible boys. Oh, oh what are they like? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is uh, like this is like Triple H working a late shift at Tesco and his mates turn up just to be naughty. <laughs> yeah, I can't be like, I'm on shift. Come and mate. smoke a split with us around the corner. I can't. No. I'm managing the, I've got clothes no. up tonight. <laughs> Used to be cool. No, I'm still cool. I'm just I'm just a cool manager now. <laughs> Meet you in the pub at five. Oh, oh, oh. Be cool. Uh, Kevin Patrick has announced as the new play-by-play for Raw. Good for him. Afterwards, the bloodline get the show started properly. Roman has an issue with Jey Uso's hot-headed... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com behavior recently you know after that one segment with logan paul but sammy steps in to deal with it and tells jay he hasn't been acting very oozy recently he asks why jay can't be a fun guy like jimmy or solo <laughs> jay is furious but matt riddle interrupts and kills it oh, i want another shot at roman uh it was funny because my stipulation that riddle would never get another riddle shot? said and brought that up and reminded hey i know the stipulation was i could never get a title shot against you if i lost and then i lost but come on dude and roman's <laughs> like nah yeah uh, they tried to get Usi over and it didn't work. Uh, he changes another member of the bloodline instead, and Jay pressures Sammy into accepting because he's, uh, you know, was honorary Usos. He says, like, handle your business. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Zayn is ungodly over. Oh, my God. Oh. When he tells him he's not he's not being a fun guy like Jimmy or Solo Sakura. <laughs> he's like, Jimmy's cool. Solo's quite intense, but he's still fun. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. Uh, Johnny Gargano beats Austin Theory in a singles match. I was uh, expecting there to be, like, more of either of these guys maybe later on in the show, but it was just Theory losing again. Yep. He's, a He's definitely going to be that lad who <clears throat> just actually has the money in the bank, just lose it after a year. Maybe. I hope they do that with him. He just doesn't cash it in. Yeah. Uh, oh, he tries to, but every time he's just mm. battered. What if it He's was... like Dick Dastardly of Money in the Bank. I can't... This time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I can't, see, I can't see him fitting into the title picture at all. Yeah. Maybe he'll have... Oh, no, I wouldn't like that either. I was going to say, maybe he'll have like a strong, long rumble showing. But why, if he's got the money in the bank, would he even enter the rumble anyway? Yeah. <sighs> Two shots. 
I mean, I mean, there is that. <laughs> yeah, he wins a rumble, uses that shot, loses, immediately uses money bank, mm. and then loses again. They need to find a way to funny. build him up again. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, there's something... Was he about... ever built up? Yeah. He was getting F5'd off the cell by, <laughs> off the chamber by... Yeah. Like, no, I remember was. Vince McMahon going... <laughs> okay, Vince. In and then Vince's losing. weird world, that was a push. <laughs> Good job we're not in that. What happened when Vince connected with Drew McIntyre in yeah, 2000 yeah, and yeah. something? Yeah. It worked perfectly. <laughs> I like the idea of, of, of uh, Austin, Austin Theory earning a title match on top of his money in the bank. So then the match mm. starts, and he has like a bunch of people running and beat up the champ. So he loses by DQ immediately. And then he goes, right, now I'm going to win. I like that as a thing. Mm. Rey Mysterio beats Shaggy. Unless he cashes in on for the NXT title, just for bands. No, you are. No. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio beats Chad Gable despite attempted interference from Otis. After the match, Dominic tries to provoke his dad into hitting him, but Rey won't do it. Dom slaps him and the rest of the Judgment Day attack, but Rey still won't do it. So Dom hits him with a 619. <laughs> <laughs> but it's somehow, you know what? And we only in wrestling was like, you know what? That makes sense because that's his move. Mm. To set up another more damaging move. Uh, not much else to say here because Chad's great, Ray's great, but the heat for Dominic. That one I've mentioned the promo in a separate. Oh, big about yeah. Oh, Judgment Day could a promo bragging about Finn Balor's win over Edge at Extreme Rules. Dom says, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Watching Rhea destroy Beth Phoenix really did it for him. And someone's typed here, Steady Matthew. <laughs> Balor calls out AJ Styles and wants an answer from him. Styles arrives and seems to accept the JD's offer. He goes, oh, no, I had to hang out with my guys. And he's like, follow the pin. That's so great when the pin's like, yay, buddies, yay. We're at that club, you know. <sighs> and he's like, I don't talk about that. No, no, not that club. <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, I accept your offer, but not yours, mid-hug. So we got the, huh? Yeah, that and is the wording is it's like, hey, you turn to friends. No, you turn to family. I've t- I'm turning to family. Oh. And then they hug, and he's there in the hug going, I'm not talking about you. And, so and Bella then looks heartbroken and shocked. I'm and then five minutes after that, Bellows and Anderson make it into the ring. Yeah, Bella's got to be frozen. He's like, oh. Like, hold on the hug. Like. <laughs> I was talking about my worst friends. No, I didn't say that. No, no, no. no. Anderson once got to the final of a G1 climax. So, you know, Anderson. We try not to talk about that. Anderson's the only guy on the WWE roster currently holding a New Japan Pro Wrestling Championship. And Gallows. No, just Anderson. It's the never yeah, open way. Yeah, he's the never way. Yeah, he's the never heavyweight, which is, they call it that because he said he'd never, ever, ever, ever go back to WWE. <laughs> we are not returning. Yo, document it. I'm saying never. Oh my God, Unless you know, I need a second pull. Like when I went to Saudi Arabia after they lied to us, question mark. Deleted this week. <laughs> not quick enough. Oh, dear. Hope you enjoy that second mm. pull, pal. I love that everyone's talking about how great Impact Wrestling is and all the great talent they have there. So Triple H goes and poach. Not Macklin, not Bailey, not Trey Miguel, the good brothers. <laughs> Too sweet. Yeah, hey, New Japan from years ago. They and were, they were and New Japan. They were regional. They, they were. Also in kayfabe, they're alive again because they got murdered by The Undertaker in the Boneyard. But now That's they're right. back to life. Yeah. They got better. Yeah. Got yeah. better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't jealous because I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> they got they were in the they were in the casket guy. Can we play netball? <laughs> no, that's not how this works. You have to go to New Japan and get the fun of the G1 climax. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to hear my album? And yeah, as people point out, uh, one of them happens to be a New Japan champion, and New Japan pressing on Twitter DMCA'd. I uh, beg your pardon. No, they retweeted the WWE. Wow, that forbidden. 
other door. <laughs> the Forbidden Conservatory, the Forbidden Extension is there. <laughs> the naughty and, window. Yeah. WWE and New Japan back together again. And, uh, and wow. so bring back the WWF oh. martial arts championship yes. immediately, you cowards. Look, we rec- look, yeah. look, we'll do this if you recognize Inoki's reign as the real oh. championship is legit. And you can have Anderson. Oh, poor Backlund. That would be funny if this guy, you know what, recognizing it. Was it you, Tom? Someone pointed out Backlund suddenly is like, oh, I've got an extra reign now. He's got two. Or did he, or has he just lost one? He would have lost one. Have no, he lost one. No, 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 no. Because he, he got it back. Well, he never they got... treated like the title never changed hands in Japan. But as I recommend, uh... if you read Dave Meltzer's amazing recap of Inoki's life, and it was only like a snapshot of it, and it went on for like Lord of the Rings. Or you watch craziest Antonio Inoki stories on the Gold Dollar YouTube channel. Mind God, what a great idea. Uh, this issue with that was that it was going to be held up so they could go back. Inoki was going to... Very long story because I'm probably going to get messed bits up, but it was supposed to have a match that didn't really happen because they tried to try to screw him basically. That's when Inoki went over and back, uh, back and went to wrestle with Inoki in Japan, but then they were like, "Okay, you do this finish, and you can go back to F and have it." But they kind of deliberately messed it up, so it's like, "Oh, oh, oh. wow, look at that! That was kind of changed to be a counter yeah. over here." No. And like, "No, wait a minute, no, that's what I was said." So no. that was like, so Luz, when Luz so when Backlund would never have let that happen, he was a shooter. Right, right, right. <laughs> so when Backlund came over and they did the title held up thing, just did it with Greg Valentine and just okay. said, "Oh, because of what happened with that match, they had a few weeks early instead oh. of sort out like that." So mm. it was a very nice bit of poo housery from Inoki, which what we why we loved him. So anyway, yeah, uh, that was all more interesting talking about Gallows and Anderson. Any other oh. thoughts here, Jack? <laughs> didn't think so uh, in a sit down interview Damage Katal say that Bailey's going to get revenge for her loss at Extreme Rules by buttering Candice LeRae Damage Katal he says this he thinks it's oh Katal sorry no one likes it I like it <laughs> thank you Tom don't do that instead me and Ross haven't laughed at that for a month now and now you've spoiled it yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping the Family Guy thing where it gets annoying and you go back to it it's funny again like the frog when Peter Griffin kills the frog by accident and then he has to get out the window. Oh, I, yeah. He's... I hate when Jack just derails things with references only three people understand. It's a really negative part of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, damage control, beat her down afterwards after Candice surprisingly wins. Belair tries to make the save but gets beaten down as well. I'm not joking, Jack, by the way. You okay? I was thinking about what to say about this match. Sorry. Oh, my... okay. I've got... <laughs> no, it's all right. I've got, <laughs> rest... no, oh, no. I've got resting sad Tommy, face. Tommy, shoot, man. No, 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 no. I've got resting sad face. The Buff um, Bagwell, as we call it. The Buff Bagwell. Um, I don't know what to think of this because I, I, I like, on one hand, that Candice won, but I'm also, is Bailey's push over now? I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, it's a nice way of uh, getting to do something else. Mm. I mean, pretty much all with Belair now, right? I was surprised though because I thought Belair was going to win. No, say again. I thought, I thought Bailey was, was going to, yeah, mm, very similar names. Yeah. Right, Bailey was going to win at mm. thing, and she didn't. It's like, oh, okay. Mm. I thought it was your time to shine, but guess what? She's got this stable of returning friends and everything. I thought, oh, wow. And then I thought, there's a certain blue-haired person who could come back and feud with Bailey for the belt. And everyone would go, wow. The meanie? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the blue meanie (laughs) who's come back. What the world has been demanding. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Sasha's music and everything, but instead of that, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Imagine. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> and even better, he's fat again. Yay! <laughs> Bay- <laughs> we do, we do, Bay- I tell you what, how about a six-woman tag? We do Bailey, oh, we do Eo Sky, and we do Dakota Kai, Damage Control, 
Uh, taking on don't, don't, Bianca Belair, oh, okay. Candice LeRae, and a mystery partner. I thought you were going to say the Blue World Order. I really did. Oh, oh, come on. No, no, I, I'm, I'm back on the train of okay. how we booked the Blue Meanie to mm. come here. Yeah, yeah, he's the mystery, as, as the mystery yeah. partner. <laughs> Cheers, Brian. Mm. He was, um, has he been on Desert Island? Girl? He has. He's we had a lovely, lovely two and a half hour chat. He's a lovely me man. And, uh, me and Brian. Love Big Brian. fan. Big fan. He of was a lovely man. I interviewed him in Vegas. He was a very nice man. He was in our hotel. Mm. I've got to eat with him. He was that very hotel nice was weird. You'd just be sat there having some lunch, and then Haku would walk past. You'd be like, yeah. "Bloody hell!" <laughs> Dude, there was a squadron of them, and they're all a like, "Squadron oh, of Hakus." No, that's terrifying. <laughs> but they all sat together, and you're like, "Oh, okay." So that one's so it's like the annoy family. But I'm there going, "All right, yeah." Like if I won like 500 quid for getting it right, I couldn't tell you which specific one that was related to which part of the family. But I know that. Well, I've I've since now realized that I interviewed Rikishi, and he got all of his family in for the interview. And I've since oh. looked back and realized that one of them is Solo Sokoa. And I just didn't realize at the time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Great time. One of them is The Rock. One of them was Jacob Fatu as well. One, no. <laughs> one of them was The Rock. I'm just like, hello, mate. Are you an up and comer? You're... Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I was in the background. You couldn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> one, of them, one of them was Yoko Zuna. <laughs> He's been knitted up. <laughs> Maurice hosts a birthday celebration for The Miz, complete with cake, a signed baseball bat, something, something, local sports team, boo, and massive red balls to go with your big bat. Yeah, we're still doing that. Crowd didn't really bite on it. Like, mm. uh, But, uh-oh, spaghetti-o's. Dexter Loomis, the friendly serial killer, interrupts and attacks Miz. Maurice gets shoved into the cake. Sort of. She yeah. has to kind of make herself... Oh, no, the cake, yeah. somehow. Uh, but she and Miz escape. They complained to DX backstage. Not so, who should complain to So Road Dog suggests a match between Loomis and Miz next week. If Miz wins, it was Loomis Road Dog who suggested It that. was because immediately afterwards, Corey Graves goes, how come Road Dog has power over it? Wow, I just... <laughs> doesn't have that anymore. So I didn't go back and watch Raw a second time. So Why I was would doing you? these notes, I was like, that must have been HBK who did that. You'd think so, right? But immediately Corey Graves is like, wait, how does Road Dog have the power to do that? Triple H is looking over the sheet for next week going, why is Loomis and Miz happening? Don't worry, I I booked it for next week. Don't you can't. You know you don't have to do that, right? You know Road Dog isn't a power over here, right? Still at his Xbox going, dude, you come for the doobie by the bike shed yet? No, I'm still unshipped. Lads, go home. Poor Triple H. Now, hopefully you interpret a journalist extraordinaire. Jack and Tom, oh. just radio poo house oh, where you no. can explain this next bit. Almost squashes two jobbers in a handicap match. MVP Calvin down afterwards, whatever. What was one of the jobbers called Johnny Ace? Or was it just me? They do some sort of pun name. No one else seems to have heard this. Or I'll do some research. It. But oh, I'm yeah. like, I swear it's a Johnny Ace and the Surely name of someone not. else. And I'm like, nah, didn't anybody? But I looked around, it's one of these things, it's one of those psychological tests. From the do. company that brought us Trip Bradshaw, I wouldn't right. be surprised if one of them was called Johnny Ace for a laugh. Yeah, and I'm like, is it something or something that sounded a lot like it? Johnny um, Mace or whatever. On Master's Cage match, there was Robert Adams and Joseph Torres. Joseph Torres, maybe it's just me. I'm sorry. Johnny Tace. Johnny Tace, maybe. You say, yeah, okay, yeah. There we go. That's why no one's talking about it because uh, I misheard. What a Twix Mars bar of a situation Myth. you've caused there. Myth busted. <laughs> Bobby Lashley cuts a promo before his US title defense against Seth Rollins. He lists people he's beaten in the past, but is cut Be-da-lini, off by. Dun 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 dun. dun. Lesnar beats up Lashley and then leaves. Face Craig's just like, oh, Lash... Whatever. <laughs> like yeah, he says, hello, Brooklyn. Hello, Bobby. I'm Brock Lesnar. Yeah. More people should do that mid. Like, are you going to wait for me to say my entire speech? My soliloquy? We've talked about him way too much this year, but CM Punk was one of the best at that. When he was like... Mm. No, no, stop. It was with Jeff Hardy when he 
like accidentally cheated to beat him, and then the next week he's like, Jeff, honestly, bang. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. From the bottom of my heart, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Lesnar beats up Lashley and leaves. Seth arrives and provokes Bobby into going ahead with their match because he goes, ah, oh, come on, you big... He's like, whatever, I'm hurt. Whatever. You can. I thought you were a soldier. And it's like, oh. No, you can't one, do that two, in America. Three, oh, I love Marine Corps. And he's suddenly he's <laughs> up and he's for it. He immediately runs into a pedigree and uh, kicks out. That would be a hell of a finish. But they have a nice little match here with Seth being... See, be, what, what, what was he being? Is he a bad guy or? Yeah, he's a heel. <gasps> he is. Yeah. Why were the crowd cheering for him? Oh my god. <laughs> every, Are you saying boo every or? week we get more and more? I'm getting some tweets now. People saying maybe Matthew does have a point. He's getting cheered. No, a lot. they're not. Surely not. He's doing cool baby face moves. Were you oh. saying boo or boo? Oh. Oh. He sang his own theme at one point this week. It might have been after this match, but when he's gloating backstage or before it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth arrives. Afterwards, Lashley wants revenge against Lesnar next week. Mm. I like tidy little title changes like this, where, yeah. which it managed to avoid a rematch by going with a third person. Like, right now, I want revenge against you. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. Mm. I'm mad at the system. I mean, I'm mad at <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, yeah. 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 And I like that. There was, a, I think, of news that came up, like, why did Brock Lesnar return this week? Yeah. Money. <laughs> <laughs> We get a spooky message from Bray Wyatt saying, revel in what you are. And also, there's the Mad Max Fury Road thing of who destroyed the world, we did. Now, I think Tom pointed out that he said that line, revel in who you are, six times. Revel in who you are. Yeah, because even the commentator said, revel in who, what you are. What does that mean? <laughs> I really want some revels. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I knew it. I knew it as soon as it came. Oh, whatever. Uh, in the main event, Matt Riddle <laughs> beats Sami Zayn after J.U. prevents Jimmy from interfering. Oh, no. The bloodline's not going to like that. Good acting from Jimmy and Jay. Because yeah. when when Sammy lost and Jay pretended to look sad, it was really funny where he's like, oh, oh it's a shame. And then DX closed the show. Uh, it didn't really do anything. <laughs> yeah. It was just, look, it's a, it's the season premiere. Look, yeah. DX, please show up. It's like when Austin <laughs> did one of his anniversary ones yeah. and then started telling a story about him and Briscoe in South Africa and then went, I can't actually talk about that. And everyone went, what You'll was that? have to listen to my podcast. Oh, yeah. so, you know, he's getting his adverts in. Nah. Uh, I did like X-Pac immediately getting the opportunity to say, yeah, shout to China. Yes. That's like, yeah. X-Pac, right. I know you know him more than we do, us mere mortals, but seems like a sound man. Mm. And I liked, there was one time when DX came back on a raw and Bailey was there healing it up and they all laughed at it. No, it wasn't. It was the outsiders and X-Pac. And they were all going like, Bailey, you suck. You're a heel. And then X-Pac went, yeah. he went totally off script and went, I think you're absolutely class. And I was like, go on. X-Pac. Yeah, X-Pac said many times because if you remember one of the last times DX appeared when they did a hey, was Raw 25, you know, okay, that show that FTR loved. Oh, <laughs> God, did they have a good time that night. When they got beaten up by everyone. That's right. Yeah. They're ringing back people for that. Repo Man's here. That's right. <laughs> actually, sort out that issue, just Bruno's here. Yeah. Ole Anderson. Oh, my God, they're all here. And they're all He's being up taking the call off heart punch. Lunch. What's he gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's always been like it's been that weird thing we've said for years. Why do they have all the, the old people come in and beat up the new guys when the old people aren't here next week? They are. At this time, it was just TX kept away from everybody else, as it should be. Mm. Good. That's fair. Yeah. And then it, all the all the uh, it was a slight thing. It was well, my partner isn't here. He's playing with uh, office 
equipment. Or Corey Graves said, "Oh, uh, because 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 they had oh, Corey Rodog said, did I wonder, the yeah. whole yeah, yeah, Rodog yeah. took the mic to the crowd, so the crowd would go." That's right. And Cody Rhodes, uh, Corey Graves, not Cody Rhodes, he wasn't there. Corey Graves. No, he, he showed Co- the BLDFTR yeah. as Corey well. Corey Graves said, oh, that guy's playing with office equipment at the moment. Mm. I just drank it from your cup, sorry about it. But is it funny how, is it funny how, like, they go, the thing is, they go, you should have stopped him from doing that. It's no different to us kissing, it's fine. Okay. But it's, what's funny is how, like, they'll go, like, oh, thing is, the legend's interacting with the, with the young guys. If the legends beat up the young guys, then it looks bad because the young guys will be here next week, the legends won't. And they go, okay, well, the solution's clear. We won't interact with anybody. Yeah. You could interact with the young guys and get beaten up. I mean, yeah. We'll interact with nobody. They could have had, like, I thought the Bloodline or Judgment Day were going to get the better of DX. I thought Wyatt was going to, Wyatt and co were going to obliterate DX. That'd have been amazing. What a season premiere start to Raw. Let's get ready to start. Lights out, lights up, everyone's dead. You should have, I mean, yeah. All the puppets are standing over them. But then when they do, like, the 30th anniversary of Raw, who's going to show up and go, we've got... Bruno. Two words for you. Help me. You know. <laughs> Bruno. Hey, well. News member DX, Bruno oh. Samarzina. Look at the notes of stuff I may have missed. Uh, one little thing I'd like was Rhea Ripley having a tribute armband to Beth. That was nice. That was Implying hilarious. she's deed. Yeah, that was great. Hi. Moving on mm. from the, whatever that was, to the sublime. NXT, white and gold. Ooh, the fate of Chase U hangs in the balance. There's no pun there. I'm just, there isn't. I'm really invested. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Vic Joseph reveals his new broadcast partner, Booker T. Mm. They're joined by JD Madonna, aka the sexy serial killer. I'll be confused with the nice serial killer. That's Dexter Loomis. Which sees Bron Breaker beat Big Body Javi. Javi, you never get those Big right. Body Harvey. I'll tell you. Javier Bernal. I think I said that the other week uh, because I didn't know how to pronounce these things as a kid. But I would see Juventud Guerrero's name. I used to pronounce it like Juventus. So like, it's Juventud Guerrero. That's good, that. I like that. Bron and JD have a stare down afterwards, but Ilya Dragunov also arrives to start a brawl. He ends up laying out Braun while JD runs away. So JD kind of, the story, and it gets reinforced in the main event as well, but JD's kind of working the two baby faces against each other. Ooh. Mm. But it doesn't work because they're both like, yeah, we'll bat you. Well, they, they don't mind battering everyone anyway. Like They're yeah. not best friends or anything, Braun and Night Ilya. So. <laughs> JD's so dumb. Ha ha ha, they're falling for it. No, no, we actually want this. It's it, might, okay. it might work. We, uh, we never know. Said the spider to the flight. No, no, no. It's well, actually, whatever. Nathan Fraser beats Axiom in their final match of their best out of three series, qualifying for the North American title ladder match at Halloween Havoc. The pair show respect to each other after match. Liquid it was wrestling here, like uh, liquid. Yes, I, and the crowd was very, very hot. Even the plants were happy for this. But people like Tom would be like, they've been doing this sort of thing on NXT UK for years. Mm, I mean, not these two in particular. No, they haven't. Uh, there we go. But but that it's, it's that kind of style. Oh, I thought you were doing a axiom is not a kid joke. Oh no no he's, well he's not. Well yeah. Well right. I thought it was strange that you he, brought it up. Because I know went, Nathan Fraser was yeah. on NXT UK. Axiom's a brand new guy. He could run in an orphanage somewhere. I think. He was taught by El Generico. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So this was nice. Um, Nathan Fraser's promos. Someone dropped myself off camera. Don't worry. Um, Nathan Fraser's promos still need. Work Refining. and fight tuning, but no. But then again, I he's think he's a cheeky man. The Americans seem to like oh. the, the the silly Brits. <clears throat> yeah. You know what's rubbish to us is like, wow, that's amazing. That. Well, I've now realised that he is quite a Ted Lasso character. He could be in Ted Lasso. Well, you think he's average? Nathan Fraser. Yeah. No, I just the way he's really sunny and optimistic. If only he had a oh, family you, member. You hate that, and he's younger than you, so mm, it's, oh, it's probably it. yeah. He is almost yeah. definitely is, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, it's, mm. he's he, off your Christmas card. He list. could yeah. definitely do with a bit of tweaking. Mm. I think he definitely could do with a bit of tweaking. Good in the ring. Though. 
Oh yeah, excellent. Yeah. The quick, quick Sub- lad, quick. Sublime. Quick fast. Mm. <laughs> Dragunov gets an argument with Grayson Waller backstage, setting up the main event later on. Oh, Grayson Waller's Twitter was interesting this week. Was it? He did a video talking about his feud with Apollo Crews, and he's got a selfie cam. And as he leans forward, you see a Bray Wyatt lantern in the bottom left-hand corner. I, th- I genuinely thought you were going to say a chalky muffin. Sa- no, that was on the other side. Uh, but on the on the bottom left side, there was a Vegemite a- muffin. <laughs> <laughs> the old Bray Wyatt lantern, the one that the Fiend had that was Bray Wyatt's heed. That was in the corner. Mm. And just, just for a shot, and then he pulls it back and it's gone. So there is now speculation that uh, Grayson Waller is on his way up to be maybe Mercy the Buzzard. No, I thought it'd be Apollo Crews. He's the one with the supernatural thing going on. Well, there's enough. There's various. That, there's there's going to be six, maybe. Why it's six. See, when they appeared, I thought it was made just an introduction. I didn't think, wow, that we're going to get a pigman wrestler. No, we're going to get no, the Wyatt six. They're like the, the sons of the period. The Lally Lule. The oh, well sons. done, you nerd. But <laughs> they'll all be How wrestlers. do you know about the Lally Lulala? I used to like Metal Gear Solid. Oh, okay. It's a bit, bit of a deep cut. Well, done. Commander, let's talk about Godzilla. <laughs> I appreciate you, Jobber man. Oh. Go on, pal. But they'll all be they'll all be wrestlers on the roster. That is the, that is a, a theory uh, that is that is out there that they'll mm. all become so. Grayson Waller uh. potentially Mercy the Buzzard, um, Baron Corbin potentially Rambling Rabbit. Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to say Joe, Grayson would be Rambling Rabbit. Uh. Yeah, wait, Gacy. I don't want Baron Corbin to be Rabbit Rabbit. Joe Gacy potentially Mercy uh, Husker. Fired. Boy. Sorry. Fired. Um, Liv Morgan potentially being Abby the Witch. Mm. Oh, oh, Dallas being the fiend. One thing good like, as it always has been. You as mean. it always has. One thing been. I okay. One thing I like about the Five Five Fun House that I hope we get back. For some reason, Mercy the Buzzard's voice was like a really weird radio effect on it, where it was like mm. it was really good. It was it was Bray Wyatt doing the voice, but with like a radio effect yeah. over the top of it. Wait, is fun. he going to be doing the promos for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> right, hold your mic there. It's me, Mercy the Buzzard. <laughs> Hi. The other one, there's another, there's, <laughs> it's like high in time. there's another character, potentially, there's, there was a thing that was in the news today about WWE trademarking. Uh, there's some trademarks that have come out that have made people go, oh, oh this could be interesting. I saw this so uh, potentially uh, a new Firefly puppet because they've trademarked this week Uncle Harper. WWE ah, have, okay. which seems like a beautiful little reference to Brody Lee. Yeah, and yeah. it seems like a very fitting puppet for a Firefly Funhouse. That would be cool. It's Uncle Harper. Mm. Mm. I think it's quite nice. I am. Um, I hope that turns out alright. I really yeah. thought that the trademark was going to be something really obvious when you were like, people are speculating, and I thought it was going to be like they've trademarked evil Grayson Waller. You're <laughs> 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 like Grayson Waller, the f- <laughs> Grayson Waller, the Bray Wyatt friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, where we are? Valentina Ferraz asks Sanger to be in her corner tonight, uh, and he goes, "What's talking? Oh, hello." <laughs> he accepts. Valentina Ferraz definitely has a career in being a backstage interviewer. Um, well, he's massive as well. Yeah. yeah. She faces Indy Hartwell, but midway through the match, no one's caring about. Veer arrives again and takes Sanger away with him. I'm glad they're color coordinated. One of them's wearing blue, one of them's wearing red. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is Rex Valentina. And Indy get the win with a superplex. Nice. I saw that getting ridiculed online. And I, I saw would, that as and well. And I disagree. Sometimes when a move wins a match, it's good. When it's not a super finisher, you know? It's a patented move. It's it's a suplex from higher. Yeah. If she does it every hurt. match, I'll be so happy. That's a patented, yeah. which as a kid, I always got into like, wait, hang on. You see loads of people doing leg drops. How come Hulk Hogan's leg drop is better? It's like, because he's trained himself. He's mastered it, yeah. He's mastered that. So I like to see, if you, wow, a superplex because yeah, I've mastered it. I like mm. Cowboy Bob Orton gave me the arm cast of mm. destiny. 
I, I think it was good. I was, I was fine with it, yeah. yeah. Indy said she was going to win, and then she did. Like Babe Ruth. She pointed at that I turnbuckle to do, yeah. wow, well, look at you. Um, oh, I'm into my baseball now. Huh? Go Cubs, go. Oh, we call it rounders round here. Cora Jade is annoyed when she finds out Roxanne Perez has been invited to SmackDown to pick an opponent for Cora in the uh, Pick Your Poison match where you pick your opponent's opponent. However, later she reveals that Rhea Ripley has invited her to Raw to pick one for Perez. So she's going to Raw. Ah. Roxanne's going to SmackDown. A lot more crossover with Raw and SmackDown than NXT because Bron Breaker was shown at Extreme Rules. It's time to play the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're doing more of it um, next week. I think Dynamite's up against NXT next week, so they want to. This is why all the main roster ones. Are, it up. Yeah, because because of because of the baseball. Oh, because of because of the baseball. Because of the round. Dynamite's now on Tuesday next week. Oh. So the war's back on, brother. I, look at you, look at using your brain. I thought it was Triple H just getting th- being things uh, long term and going. I, when we do introduce mm. these guys from NXT, you'll know who the hell they are. There's a long term strategy yeah, in this yeah, as right, well. Right, right. Fightful Select mm. was saying that it's you know for obvious reasons, it's a chance for the main roster guys to to get a look and get a feel for who's on the main on the NXT roster, mm. who they like and who they don't mm. like, and who should get called up. And also, as you say, because their 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 thing is to do long term booking, so it gives strands for people to potentially join the main roster with yeah. by mm. having main roster guys come for them. Plus, if your theory, your Austin theory is right, and they are having people from NXT show up and be, you know, the Husky, the Pig, or whatever, then it's like, oh, I know who that is. Mm. Rather than, who the hell's this? Not okay. just Bron Breaker. I think Nikita Lyons was there as well, wasn't she? At um, mm. Extreme Rules too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or as Kenny Omega called her, a big, beautiful lady. <laughs> so oh. funny. <laughs> Do you not see Kenny that? Kenny Omega? Kenny Omega, yeah. Someone mentioned like Nikita Lyons to him in an interview or something, and he went, I can see why she's popular. Everyone on Twitter. It was about how like, Whenever why, she why does, would that be brought like, up? Whenever she Omega. does like a sexy pin or whatever, Twitter goes wild. Do you remember when she made her debut and everyone yeah, on Twitter yeah, yeah. was like trending? And I think I don't know why, but Kenny Omega, <laughs> they asked him about her and he went like, I can see why she's a big beautiful lady. <laughs> you can interview so Kenny Omega and ask her about that. That's great. <laughs> Maybe uh, she could be his sister. They look quite I think I could see that. Oh, is it the curly? Oh, Kelly right, Omega. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Omega. <laughs> uh, uh, pretty deadly. I dressed like Filthy Americans. Well, and, did I uh, put that? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just say I said it. And are keen to see who will become number one contenders for their tag team titles. Mm. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, God, are they over the top of this? Oh, and it's God, a love yeah. and life from the regal position there. So they were dressed like what they imagine American sports right. fans are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what the landed gentry dressed as North Wrestling fans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's one that not many people will get, but it was yeah. brilliant. And the answer is, and a very nice surprise, Edris Sanofi and Malak Blade, who in a three-way tag match against BJ, JB, and the Diad. Thanks now, to the appearance from Cameron Grimes. All of those three teams, I think I would have wanted Idris and Malak to I win. I did as well, yeah, but I think yeah. ah, they, these guys never win. Mm. They did this time. One's a good boy, one's a bad boy. Oh. But they're both good boys, really. That's their character. <laughs> they get, put the two together, it's Roman Reigns circa 2015. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Later, the schism attack a cameraman backstage, and Gacy reveals that Grimes will have to face them three-on-one next week. Uh, and Grimes goes, that's not true. You're going to be a pig in a week. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Grimes implies you'll have backup from the main roster because, yep. Mm. Gonna, gonna so who could Grimes' team. backup be from the main roster? Um, so, so it suggests it might potentially be a tag team. Well, it's three on one. Yeah, you'd want that. But you might just go, it won't be three on one. It'd be three on three. So a tag team from the main roster. Um, Street Profits? Do they? Yeah, they would money, work. Money connection. Oh, okay. Street Profits. Was them still hurt? One of the Street Profits. Was it not a storyline thing in the end? Oh, I don't know if oh, that was real really. or not. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, then. okay. I can't uh, think of any other... Yeah, maybe the Street Profits. Maybe the New Day, but the, there's the not as obvious a connection there. Yeah. Um, Grimes is just a happy fella, isn't he? He could get anyone. Enough Gallus. 
Gala, sorry. <laughs> and they're back after a week. It's a man's pub. <laughs> Aye, that was the thing missing from the good old Donnybrook match. You know, the pictures of Jackie Wilson. Uh, we learned that Keanu James <laughs> is planning to shut down Chase U because it's built on valuable land. This is the film plot I've always wanted. <laughs> this is just this is uh, Roadhouse. Have they or... got to win a tournament? Yeah, in really. Some sport. So like, we've got to enter a softball team. Yeah. To save the uni. <laughs> yeah, the Chase U was also built right next to a children's nursery orphanage. None of these guys can play softball. <laughs> but they've all got quirks and they're all weird That's and right. they all can. They've all got different talents. It's the One's dirty got, like, dozen a gammy of arm, But it makes them throw the ball really fast. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <sighs> yeah, uh, and that's just, yeah, I'm going to take out Chase U, the actual university. It's built on valuable land and she wants it. I'm yes. surprised they didn't say ancient Indian burial. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then she does it, demolishes it, and all the spirits come out, and they are the spirits of Kenny, Johnny, Mitch, <laughs> oh, Nikki, no. Mikey! And they are the oh Wyatt Six. an ancient secret, which is that Chase U's colors used to be green, and that's. Oh. Ah. Oh. <laughs> It's, yeah. buried, it's buried. It's buried underneath one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But who? We don't talk about Bruno. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna have to boo that one, Tom. I'm afraid. Oh, oh. what's the matter with you? Got I've never no, seen that film. What's the matter? You've got no respect. <laughs> no respect. No, I've never seen. It. Is it Encanto? Encanto. I've never seen it. House. The the the, the house that comes to life with hilarious consequences. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's true. <laughs> Alba Fire Beach JC Chain was attacked afterwards by Sonia Deville. For you too. What are you doing here? Oh, oh, you enjoy that one, guys. Put that in specially. Albert gets put through the announce table, Thanks. and Sonia later explains that she and Mandy Rose may have had their differences, but they're still best friends. Hang on, what? Yeah, <laughs> they're best friends. It's a bit of a retcon, isn't it? Yeah, one of them drove the other one out of the company by beating yeah. her in a loser leaves town match. It's like when Undertaker showed up in 98 with Paul Bearing goes, there's been a reconciliation. It's like, what about that thing about your brother coming back and trying to kill... <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> to, which the, to which they went to the wrestling world. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't touch me! Uh, Quincy Elliott is hanging out with Hank in a security pass backstage. <laughs> only Hank, really nice. only no, Hank gets a name. Now, you might imagine that a team of security guards in NXT, traditionally in the wrestling world, would be full of toxic masculinity. But they're not. They're all so supportive. It's like an episode of Ted Lasso. <laughs> they're so supportive of each other. They're excited about teaming together next week, and Hank gives Quincy a cheeky slap on the bum bum. Harassment in the workplace? Well, this happened... It's all right, Tom, don't worry, because this happened last week the other way around. So as long as you've evened it up... Then there's right. no felonies. Uh, <laughs> it's one one next week. Yeah. Bit of cider. He right. did say that in in in, in the cultaholic uh, guys. No, it did not. Let's just make that Stop very it. clear right now. It did not say that in the contract. Look, I know, Pachidi. I You're heard. Right. It. I know. You're Come right. On. You're right. It doesn't say that. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah, say it. Yeah. The, the both it this week. The both. <laughs> the both. The both like frogs on a bike pump. I know. I know. Can't have it. Yeah, I know. I'll tell him to stop. All right, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I love you too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pachita says, can you move on, please? <laughs> Wesley beats Stacks, but is attacked by Camilla Ayers <laughs> and Trick Williams afterwards. Yeah. Oro Mention makes the save, and Lee hits a big dive. Hmm. Later, Tony D blames Stacks for losing and says he set up another match for him next week, but won't reveal the identity of the opponent. Could this be a main roster person as well? Mm. We'll have to watch instead of 
boo sucks boo dynamite, I guess. <laughs> That's what it says here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just loading it up with main roster yeah. lads. Uh, at the local medical facility, uh-huh. Roddy Strong apologizes to the rest of the Diamond Mine for bringing Damon Kemp into the group. They forgive him, and he hypes up Julius Creed to beat Damon at Halloween Havoc. And again, the Creeds are great, but these segments, I forgot how rubbish they work. It's like, Aww. well, there better be room in this hospital for him when I'm done with him. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, and then they announce it's a ho- uh, an ambulance match at Halloween mm. Havoc. So, yeah, they had best help. But that's going to be really awkward. I have well, to go to another local medical I'm facility. I'm scared for the Creeds because is Roddy going to reveal that he's evil too? Is he? Because he's like, good luck, lad, you can do it. Are you going to turn on them? I don't know. No. No? That'd be silly. That's why I put uh-oh, I think. The, ma- the match finishes. I can see him doing a Chris Canyon at the Great American Bash 2000. He gets out the wheelchair and throws the EP oh, off the thing. What a, what a, you mean a Linda? Well, that's the weirdest episode I just yeah, did. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, all the Great American no, Bash No, Chris Canyon pioneered it before Linda. Oh. It was rubbish. Yeah, but the, camera, the cameras missed it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm right. it was rubbish because Bischoff came out, yeah. which he didn't need to do. He didn't need to be involved in the angle or the swerve at all, but it's Bischoff, so he had to. And his music played throughout until the end of the match, like New Jack. Weird. I hated Bischoff then, watching those old WCW shows. Bischoff's like, me and DDP's relationship doesn't affect anything in the product. It's like, it's me. It was mm. like, Bischoff and Russo were like the stars of the show. They were yeah. all over it. Russo beat Ric Flair in a cage. I know. <laughs> and then Russo, what he said, famously went backstage and was, well, that's it then. We just train people to have a match because if I can have a match that good, then anybody can. And it wasn't like, good, Vince. And we're like, why? Okay. He pinned him because the red landed on him. The red. <laughs> What if for this for this ambulance match? What if what if it happens and then Creed wins and Roddy doesn't get involved at all? Nothing happens there, and they go backstage and go, uh, "You okay, Roddy? There you go." And Roddy's like, "Yeah, yeah, well done, well done." And he's laying in bed like Wolverine, looking at a photo of the Undisputed Era. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. Looks his phone. It says from Impact Wrestling. He puts it back down. <laughs> Bobby. No, no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Uh, Thea Hale faces Keanu James, but Robbie Stone, <laughs> that didn't work. Robert Stone interrupts at the bell, and for some reason, he is dressed like the lad from Lazy Town. <laughs> What's his right. name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sporticus. No. There's the striped thing and everything. Uh, to shout at Hale for embarrassing him last week. She backdrops him, but attraction is enough for Keanu to get the win after one move. Oh. oh. Von Wagner skulls Stone backstage. And tells him to be serious in the way only Von Wagner can to ensure he helps come become North American champion. Yeah. Von Wagner saying, be serious the same week that he lost to R Truth on main event via Eddie Guerrero chair shenanigans. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Main event's still on. Yeah, I know, right? Well, that was part of the news this week. Uh, Well, who was even? Carmelo Hayes was on it as well. Carmelo Hayes was on. Wrestled Shelton? Yes. And won. And Von Wagner wrestled R Truth and lost. Oh. Eddie Guerrero. In WWE. Is that one of the best <laughs> things you can get in wrestling named after you a finish? I think Dusty Rhodes and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, Spicoli Driver. The Louis passed away in uh, 98. Okay. It's not quite the same, I know. No, I mean a finish. Not a finishing oh, move. Oh, I see. A right. finish. Oh. Like a Dusty finish. Yeah. When, if I say the, when you said the Eddie Guerrero finish, you know what it means. Like the big chair shot. Ludwig Borger was finish. <laughs> <laughs> in the main event Ilya Dragunov beats Grayson Waller I wish I was in hell Sinky <laughs> ah. <laughs> my word I'm so sorry Bron Baker Bron Baker it's all falling Bron apart Baker. now <laughs> like like a cheap suit's falling apart <laughs> 
Brian, whatever his name, attacks him as he celebrates while JD McDonough watches on and celebrates going, yeah, my fiendish plan. I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> He's like the Kip Sabian of NXT at the minute. Like, yeah, it's almost like Tuxedo Mask. It's like, my work here is done. And Bron's like, you didn't do anything. Didn't I? He <laughs> teleports yeah, <yes>. away. <laughs> What's that from? That's another Simpsons one. Tuxedo Mask. Oh, it's Sailor Moon. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, moving on. AW Dynamite. This is a man's saloon. <laughs> Rene, uh, packet of crisps, welcomes us all to Dynamite. And it introduces fellow hometown hero, Christian Cage. And it's such a weird, yay, Rene! Here's Christian. Boo! No, oh, wait, he's from here! Yay! Like, yeah, yeah, they realize that. <laughs> oh. Christian brings out Luchasaurus to face Jungle Boy. Finally, some resolution. That's mm. good, because his name is Re- Rezo. Whatever. Ah. Um, mm. Lucian. For this, it's like, fantastic. Well, and how can we cope, Lynn? Hey. And if the crowd are chanting, Edge is better and all this other stuff at him, while these two have a banger. Oh, yeah. Probably um, the best Luchasaurus singles match. One thing, Not many of them. One thing that I was really aware of in this match was whenever Luchasaurus took a big move, when a big guy takes a big move and his legs go, all, whoa, I'm like, God, he's yeah. huge, bro. Right. Jungle Boy can do it. He can beat him. I got really invested. No, yeah. didn't beat him. I he didn't, didn't no. no, but he did do some beautiful moves. Like, oh, so right. he gave him that reverse frank and he went head over what? Mm. And it's like, oh, here we go. Uh, no. And then Luchasaurus like, Rrr. The sunset bomb into the table. Yep. Good. Yeah, what a lovely, lovely match. Oh, I. This is what we were hoping great for. Great opener. Great choice of opener. Mm. Yeah. Wow. AW. Is it back? Let's see. Nah. Backstage, Stokely Hathaway reveals to Matt Hardy that he bought out private parties' oh, contracts. Shut up about the contracts. So now they belong to the firm. People love contracts. Oh, no, yeah. I don't love the contract banter. The is this thing... because when, like, when writers like Stephen King, he gets characterized and uh, criticized by, not now. Um, but you can for, take it if you need to. No, no. Okay. Um, for like writing about the things important. that he knows okay. about. Like, that's why he's got so many characters of his are writers. So he visits uh, hotels because he stays at a lot of them. It's all um, in Maine because he's from Maine. Exactly. So do you think this is why Tony Khan's writing all these storylines about contracts and signing? Because that's all yeah. he does. And that's all Maybe. he knows. Yeah, so you write the, about what you know, don't you? Do you remember the series of... I was the right age to read these because I was a young child when they were all... Do you remember the Cherub series by Robert Muchamore? The Cherub kids' books? Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, I'd, um, so I'd, I'd doubt not do they. So, right. So I, they were like they were similar to the Anthony Horowitz, Alex Ryder series. Yeah. It was like little little teenage kid being a spy or whatever. And there was one Cherub one where randomly a whole section of the plot was about like admin issues with one of the bosses at the like the spy camp oh, that he right. lived in. And then eventually it was proven that the guy had acted unfairly and tried to dismiss the lad. I was like, this has to be something that's like a grievance that the author has in real life because it was boring. It was bollocks. That's what this is reminding me of. Yeah. If anyone, any of the cherub aficionados out wow. there remember that. Like, I think I feel like it was from like the fourth or fifth one. In the one with the the front of that book was a an outline of a body, like the drawn pavement. Like, mm. Yeah. That, and his hand was a document also written. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ethan Page challenges Isaiah Cassidy to a match on Rampage. If Isaiah wins, private party are free from, from what? But if Ethan wins, well, Matt free, Hardy free also from... has to join the group. Yeah. So, so one, one team gets set up via contract and stuff. So, ah, we'll just beat you. You're rubbish. <laughs> it's not worth doing paperwork. I'll just batter you. Well, no, Isaiah looked a bit concerned when he learned that Matt would have to join as well. Matt's like, no, no, you can do this. You've got this. So yeah. I hope he wins. So are they doing this because it's like, okay, Andrade's a bit on the ropes right now, so we just get everything away from that that Clear one stable. thing to go to the other, 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 other heel stable where people are signing people. Well, we're getting the HFO back. Well, Matt Hardy and oh, Private for... Party. I don't think... 
But I don't know if I wrote it down. I feel like I did. I, I feel like I didn't remember to write it down in there. But the butcher and the blade cut a promo at one point, and it was weird hearing them speak. I don't think have they spoken before on TV. I don't think they get much promo time. No, they're normally the silent, scary ones. Yeah, they're yeah. just already in the ring. They cut a promo. I was like, whoa! Ooh. They had tough voices. Mm. No, you're right. <laughs> I just they had beautiful Hello, voices. Yeah. We are the butcher and the blade. <laughs> Donald and Tell you Butcher. what, we're gonna come after you, Matt Hardy. Butcher and Blady Stott. Butcher oh. and Blady Stott. Uh. Every time I die, it's <laughs> my buttons that I'm not in anymore. Butcher, man. Butcher. Away. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to beat FTR. You can't draw as, me in with the Vic and Bob. As we call them for tour. <laughs> for the Tag Team Championships of the world. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Matt Hardy's dressed as Graham Lister. <laughs> <laughs> Who like scissors? You work shy fop. Reeves? <laughs> uh, QT Marshall cuts a promo on Warjo, who easily wins a tag match against T and Nick Comorado, who I think is at least changing up his style. So he's longer, wow, crazy man. Now he's a sophisticated crazy man. Anyway, he loses. <laughs> the embassy come out to beat the good guys down afterwards, but Futter show up and cut them off. They will a match on Rampage and bring back the returning Sean Spears as their yeah. partner. After he teased leaving on Not Twitter, which Sean is a very Spears, popular thing right now. Perfect 10 Sean Spears, mm. complete with Mikey Ruckus' version of Ty Dillinger's theme. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't even notice oh, that. Oh, it's great. Oh. They uploaded it to the YouTube channel almost immediately afterwards. It's actually a really good bit of music. The Tron had a lot of Canadian stuff on it, so the crowd remembered we should cheer him. Yeah, that was helpful. Because well. I, I, I was really confused yeah. at first. I thought he was interrupting FTR. Right. But they said the pinnacle, and they were both in the pinnacle. Yeah, I'd forgotten that bit. It's like, the pinnacle? I went, yeah. I was actually right. glad to see him. I'm like, oh, it's him. Oh, Matthew. He's, he's been a background character, and it, him and uh, Wardlow had other issues, so it was like, are we good? Yeah, we're good. So I was like, oh, okay, that's that out of the way. But we love Ty Dillinger in NXT, so like, let's do something that embraces... That yeah, was 30 what, years ago. I, I know it's it a long does time feel ago. like it was 30 years. <laughs> but you know what? We never really... Andrew and I said it on the news this, in the morning that we recorded this. Like, it never really got... Reach its full potential. Mm. It never got to like, the pinnacle. It never got to the pinnacle. So let's now, now let's have Sean Spears doing perfect perfection. Yeah. Perfect you know what? Him and if he's like yeah, the, the third man, not FDR, but for Wardlow and Joe, that's great because him and him and Wardlow were pretty funny. They were funny. Mm, so they, they were. If he's just that, if he's just the Billy Gunn, <laughs> then that's fine. The most overman, the most over member of DX. Uh, Currently, having the best work in his career Weird, at like yeah. 59 or whatever old he is. Swerve Strickland beat oh. Billy Gunn. The <laughs> one Billy Gunn, you might say, with a sneaky rope assisted pinfall. Ooh. The acclaimed commiserate, good word, with Billy afterwards, but are interrupted by Smart Mark Sterling. Oh hey. Was... Mm. hey, guys, do you want some more copyright name stuff? <laughs> Who reveals that he now owns the right to the term scissor me? He celebrates by scissoring with Daddy Niece. <laughs> uh-huh. This was one moment where I was glad that. Um, my girlfriend was asleep and not <laughs> watching the wrestling with me because she'd have been like, what? <laughs> she watched the start of AW when Dynamite started and I think she'd have now been like, what's become of this? What's mm. the... Did you this watch... is another Cherub storyline, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, copyright stuff's yeah. funny. Well, I... uh, by the way, did you, did you watch Dynamite last week? Yes. Because one person who did watch it as well was Eric Bischoff and all he seemed to talk about was, oh, I don't get this, the stuff with the scissoring and all that. And all people did was quote tweet. I said, did you not get the scissoring? <laughs> if there's any, somebody you should it's never perfect. bring up those words. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. One thing it, <laughs> I didn't see it was, that. Like, it was so great. I said. One thing, I, I don't think I would mind this story if it came before um, 
before uh, what they call the acclaimed won the belts. This feels like a side tag feud over the rights to the catchphrase. Hey, a lot of episodes of Rampage and Battle of the Belts well, and Dark, I, yeah, so I, I get them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, backstage, MJF, he of uh, the Spinner of Tales, admonishes Stokely for getting involved in his business last week. Hang on, aren't they together? He's then interviewed by Alex Marvez, the teleporter. Well, he, said, he said, get involved in my business when I didn't ask for it. Uh, Remember the firm? Yeah. They come together when they're called Does, upon. So it doesn't sound like he's being firm. Mm. And threatens to expose his and William Regal's who were dark past. Mm. Oh, no. Dark, William Regal's dark past. He's so quiet about on his podcast and in his book, <laughs> Walking a Golden Mile. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anybody about the dark past that Regal had. Uh oh, what about the stuff he doesn't talk about? He talked about... <laughs> I, I, that he, time I put... Literally, put... he, talks about, he talked about getting battered on a plane and, and yeah. being sick everywhere. How much yeah. worse could it be? Yeah. He also admits that he may have thought about shaking Wheeler Uta's hand. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Me and Dan both looked at each other and gave each other a look to be like, it could be a lot worse. Nah, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. I'm, but I'm expecting it to be an aside on it's an gonna episode be like, of Gentleman Villain. Yeah. Well, I, I murdered a man, but anyway, Cesaro's got a good headlock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Re Mr. Regal, I asked you, how are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Is he I still in I wander off, all right. Oh, okay. he still get his lizards out on... Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Get your lizards <laughs> out for the lads. <laughs> really, really walked into it. So I, I got my lizards out one time. Uh, the match before Ken and Nagasaki. <laughs> this is 1984. You could get three packets of crisps for a rock. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I like the bit where he spent 20 minutes on the ladies and gentlemen villain explaining how they made Blackpool rock, but doing it in a way like he was trying to remember himself how they made Blackpool rock. <laughs> and then went, yeah, and then I killed a man with some Blackpool rock. <laughs> so anyway, NXT takeover Brooklyn. <laughs> I do love Regal's <laughs> podcast. Uh, I do love Regal's podcast. I do, but you can you can almost see now when the guy's like, I, I'm going to rein you in here. Yeah, he's got one of those dog leashes where you press the button and it comes <laughs> back. Mr. Regal, we're talking about Tajiri. He <laughs> <laughs> also admits that he may have thought about shaking Willie Uta's hand last week. He doesn't care if we don't like him because he doesn't like himself either. But being the bad guy is what it takes to become Ooh, a champ. Intriguing. What? He said he doesn't like when he looks in his own, in the mirror and stuff, and he hates the person he becomes when he walks through the curtain. And okay, but why have they put him in a stable if this is his character? <laughs> oh. His stable's two weeks old. I think the the stable was like an excuse. For, I don't know. I don't know. This company. Why did he think about? Why did he admit that he's all about shaking wheelers? Ah, too many nuances going on with one yeah. character. You suck and Regal does drugs and this place stalks and I hate you all. Yeah, I shake your hand. There's so many you. characters. I, I, that, I, so right. many characters that are too one dimensional because they get no time to establish themselves. But then MJF's got like ten different character yeah. traits going on in the same promo. It's weird. John Moxie cuts a promo about how hard it is being champion, yeah, especially class. for Game Changer. <laughs> uh, but he loves it. This brings out a fired-up oh, hangman it. pain. <laughs> it's all being champion. Oh, oh, love it. oh, love it. Who demands respect from Moxie and resents him being seen as a kid by him. Oh, hangman. MJF is shown watching from a private box. Yeah, not enough of that in the last few shows. And the crowd chants for him. Great. But Hangman says at least he had the guts to confront Moxie fierce to fierce. I actually got annoyed when they showed MJF because Moxie and Hangman were killing yeah. it. They were doing really well. I, again, they did this the last few weeks and mm. the crowd were distracted because you know, like, of it. And Daniel they've gone, you know what? We're going yeah, to keep on doing this. Mm. This is a good idea. It was really bad timing because Hangman was watching this live and I had Twitter open on my laptop as well. I was like, I could see people live tweeting as it was happening like, Hangman's promo, this is amazing, mm. this is amazing. And then... Oh, it's MJF. And I was like, no. Yeah. Mm. I think Hammond Page is at a level that we all want him to be post 
winning the title. Yeah. But he's had that thing now. That's what we wanted from him months oh, ago, man. where he's got that respect and delivery and sex appeal to oh, be God, basically yes, at the top end. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he comes out and he's just like, oh, he's dressed normally. If I look, if I dress like that, I'd look like I've just been disturbed by the postman. <laughs> I saw but it. That he was, does uh, it. And I'm like, oh. That was a tweet I saw as well. Someone had put, men, why don't you dress like Hangman Page? Yeah. I couldn't pull off that. Mm. Yeah. It's when, it, when whenever I go to the shops to buy stuff, you might appreciate this, and you see like sexy man wearing stuff. It's like, oh, hoodie, 12 quid. I'm like, I'll buy that. And then you go home and wear it and goes, oh, it's because that guy was good looking. Yeah. <laughs> That's why that hoodie looked good. I, oh. I hate buying clothes. How much I is he? Chris Jericho prepares to use the title belt in his Ring of Honor World Championship match against Brian uh, Brian Danielson. Brian Daniel. Brian Danielson. But Garcia runs out to stop him, only to cost Brian the match anyway. I can't believe Chris Jericho would win the big big blow-off match. Just kidding. upset by this. I didn't know what to think of it. Mm. Because I didn't want this match to happen anyway. But now Garcia's gone back to... What did you... I don't know what I think of it. What did I you enjoyed guys their think? work. Jericho and Daniel yeah. Center Magic. Yeah. I thought this was the time. No. It's the time. Not have the title change hands. The uh-huh. course is just have Garcia, like, leave and join Blackpool yeah. Combat Club or Prince Nana's group or Matt Hardy's group or whatever, Alex Marvez's group. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the hell he wants to do. But... Instead, it was like, oh, oh, okay, okay you stick him with him. That mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense, the, the build-up, but okay. Guess I'll drag this out for a bit longer. Maybe he'll be the one to take the belt from Jericho. Mm. It's a shame because there's two things going on at the same time. There's a Ring of Honor champion Jericho, who I'm interested in seeing battle all the other previous Ring of Honor champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's obviously Garcia, ex-Jericho. Well, he's now the pure champion as well, so... Yeah. But they unify the belts? They, had they can unify them by putting them in a big skip. As far as I'm oh concerned. no, not the Ring of Honor <gasps> World oh, Championship. The prestigious yes. Ring of Honor. Oh, no one cares. <laughs> Ring of Honor's dead. Hayward of Philadelphia knows no bounds. I think it was basically. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but match was lovely. Again, Jericho having good matches. Still, uh, all right. Yeah. yeah keep keep on improving, Jericho. How working, dare you? He's working. Shocking. He was the Lionheart again with the music yep. and the yellow attire. The white, good old white zombie. Yeah. Liked it. They were apparently the pick because they were way cheaper than the other one they wanted to pick. So, <laughs> happy to be mentioned. Uh, backstage, Anna J challenges Nyla Rose to a TBS title match on Rampage, despite Nyla not actually being TBS champion. She stole the belt. Yeah, hang on. Yeah. So Anna J challenged her to a title match. She said, "I want to beat you, then I can prance around with that belt instead of you." So she didn't say, "Then I'll be the champion," but she just but she'll have the, the belt. belt. Yeah. So okay. it's That's for not the what she said. Belt. Oh, she said, <laughs> "Oh yeah, she did, yeah." <laughs> What, what was it again? <laughs> the title. <laughs> <laughs> the backstage. Tony Storm teams of Hikaru Shida to beat Britt Baker and Jamie Hayden in a tag match with Shida getting the pinfall on Britt. You could have given me about five guesses as to the configuration of the finish and who would pin who and I wouldn't have guessed this one. No. I think. Yeah. Oh, now Britt's losing the people, right? Okay. Would you have Britt beat Tony Storm? No. Is... I don't know what I'd have had, really. It was a Jamie weird... Hayter beating Felt someone? Like another... hey. she's, she's the one yeah. who, you know. Yeah, Hayter pinning Storm, because then that's like, yeah. well, if Brit, then well, Brit's like, yeah, but I'm getting the next match. Well, just as it. Matthews taught me, no one beats Tony Storm. Oh. Except when she was on SmackDown. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. 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 Charlotte beat no, 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 no. And in the main event, Pac, yeah, Warlad, defends the All-Atlantic title against Orange Cassidy. He was technically from Atlantic, I guess. Uh, Dan Housen stops him from using the timekeeper's hammer. Damn it. 
but he gets another one from under the ring. Always pack a second hammer. <laughs> Orange Cassidy gets control of the hammer and thinks about using it, but instead wins clean to become the new champ. Whoa! I love their chemistry together. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's pack. Duh. You can beat Trent Beretta and a table, the Dark Order and Roosh and hammers and everything. Such a good lad. Orange Cassidy is really over. Almost as over as Danhausen, by God. Uh, but I want to pack to have that title. That uh, means nothing for like a year. Yeah. So Orange I, Cassidy might as well do something with it. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of Pack as like, a, as, and he was, and he did it a little bit, like taking the All Atlantic title and taking it across the Atlantic and, yeah. uh, and defending it in other yep. places, other countries. I On like AW that. Dark, yeah. I like that as a belt concept anyway. And if Orange Cassidy can continue that. Yeah. idea, oh. then that's great because you know what? There's no room for any more belts mm. in AEW. Why not have one that travels the world? Mm. Yeah. A bit like a bit like the uh, that that old Fraggle from Fraggle Rock. Or the WCW Internet Championship. I know what Fraggle Rock is, never watched it. Guys, come on. Yes, you do, you coward. I, Fraggle Rock. I know the, the themes the themes I was like <clears throat> Travelling Matt. Travelling Matt. Is that what goes? Yeah, Danger Cares Away. Bop, bop. Worries for another day. Let mm. the music play. Bop, bop. Down at Fraggle Rock. Bop, bop. That's the one. Uh, Travelling Matt, the Travelling Matt belt. I think this happened because Pac Pac uh, was asked by Tony Khan, do you want to keep on defending two titles on AW Rampage? And he got the microphone and went, no. Be me, pal. And he goes, all right, Orange Cassidy's beaten you. Yeah, he's like, fine. I enjoyed the finishing stretch. Mm. For someone who doesn't know wrestling and doesn't know that the orange punch is one of his signature moves. It looked like Orange went, I could use this timekeeper's hammer, but I could just punch him yeah. loads of time. <laughs> I'm talking about that. Two big Superman punches. Pac sold the second one amazingly. He yeah. went like, mm. like... He's just selling anything, isn't he? Yeah. Guy's good. He's really good. Uh, he's not the champion anymore. Sad, sad, sad. But Orange Cassidy's been really over. This is almost a title for people like him. It's like, no, no, yeah. we still want you to be over, but you're going to win sod all, generally speaking. <laughs> so here's a title that you'll keep for I don't know, a few weeks. I think pe people will be annoyed about Orange Cassidy becoming a champion in AEW. And I think he doubled down on that when the cameras went off because he did a little speech after. Big pop from the crowd. crowd was happy with these one. He's like, hey, look what I, hey, Canada, look what I got. And he said, yeah, if you know me, you know I don't like Harry and stuff. So Chris Statlander came out with a rucksack and he just put the belt in a rucksack. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? People are going to be angry at Orange Cassidy being champ anyway. You might as well just, just go all out and go, you're going to hate me anyway. I'm going to have some fun with this. Because people go, put it in a bag in a rucksack. I mean, Canada, there was there were on relative good behavior. Catch up with week. lobster. They were actually, to be fair. Lovely. Because even though they had signs like, hey, it's Bizarro Land. Meow, meow, meow. And it's obviously it's Canada. But... They cheered Jericho over Bryant, yeah. but that, that was to be expected. I mean, it's big Canadian Chris. Uh, and yeah, they were... <laughs> you love her. But uh, yeah, they were, they, I, think they, I think they gave Orange Cassidy a lot of love here. Yeah, mm. they so, did. So people are like, oh, I'm going to be hated. It's like, yeah, but mid-event. Mm. This was, other than this, some, you know, it wasn't perfect, but this was a step in the right direction for AEW. What has been a really weird, messy... Blah, 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 backstage fight filled few weeks. So. It was a better dynamite than we're used to. Yeah, than has been recently yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. was. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. there's still some overarching issues. Yes. within AEW, but that there was lot that the in ring match quality is never one to be. Well, on the whole, sniffed out. There's a few duffers, duffers this week, but on the whole, damn of ugly. And just to compound. The issues with AW, as you mentioned in the start of this podcast, Ariel Hawani then went, Tony Khan's weird. <laughs> he went like, he didn't answer any of my questions. Uh, which 
in fairness, it's like if you want, if you say, "Yeah, I'll do an interview with you." Cool. What's happened to CM Punk? Can't talk about it. What's happening with Kenny Omega? Can't talk about it. I get where he's coming from, but it couldn't have picked the worst person to be yeah. like, "Wow, WWE's really good right now." I agree with a lot of his points, but he's literally paid for by them, isn't he? Yeah, he was doing it. Um, <laughs> he was the voice. Can even try and hide that fact. It's like, hey guys, that company I work for, really cool. Oh, he was all right. the voice of a guy <laughs> for the Fight Pit recently at Extreme Rules. Yes, he for was. the Fight Pit video package. It was Era Hawaii. Wow, that was but, good. Yeah. That was free. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like Ryan Satan, who no longer follows me on Twitter. So sorry about that. It was a joke. Um, no, I don't. Saying like, like <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Say, so, you know, like, wow, the really good right now. Wow, really? The, the company, mm. wow. <laughs> so, yeah, but at the same time, yeah, they are right. Yeah. Oh, well. What a week of wrestling, though. It certainly was. More of that next week. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, let's have a little look in the mailbag. Shout out to Jack. Oh, shout out to Jack. Uh, shout out to that, Jack. Right, shout out to that Jack was too soft-hearted to delete. Yeah. Congratulations, David from Quincy, Massachusetts, for marrying the Michaels to his Janetti this week. That was his words in the email. Oh. And I couldn't fit the question in, but I wanted to give them a shout out as well. That's nice. And also, vote for Adam Jonesio's dog, Rufus. Uh, Rowley? Rowley? I'll spell it. R-O-W-L-E-Y, farmholidays.co.uk, full slash, rough reviewer vote. Can we maybe, Dan, if I send you that link to the vote, could you pop? Because I, I think that's there's too many yeah, dashes in it. Yeah, it's not going to be in a URL or Yeah, cool. So vote for his oh. dog. Basically, Jonesio was saying, zooming on the dog. we know Jonesio from Twitch and Click. stuff. He's an active member of the community. The button. And he said, um, yeah, lovely to, boy. I'm trying to actually plug the dog. Was he in the good <laughs> so, um, so <laughs> You monster. Basically, so basically, <laughs> Jonesio was saying that the dog's been entered, Rufus has been entered into a contest but some of the other dogs have like big social media followings, so he's using us to back Rufus. Oh, I hope not the, the Smash Wrestling dogs, isn't it? No, I don't think. No, if he is, then then yeah. good luck, Rufus. Should have been Woofus. Oh, no, it's fine. Now, 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 fantasy booking your dog. Rufus is a good name. Yeah, go on, good Rufus. Go on, Rufus. Go on, Rufus. Good boy. So yeah, we'll pop the link. Vote for Rufus. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm woof, ass- woof, vote. I'm assuming for Adam Jones, your own greedy game. Mm. Yeah. I think he'll win a prize. I'm sure the, exactly. I'm like, I hope Rufus wins something. Well, said, and also, Tom, that that dog was in the goodies. <laughs> he said that the, if the dog wins, the dog wins a holiday. But it sounds like it's a holiday. Jonesy would also be going to wear like you're a Disney or no, like, no, no. The holiday is going to be to like like a family member's house because they're off to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. you're going Same to way that Pablo it. went on a holiday to <laughs> Halifax recently. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry for laughing. Thank you, Adam Jones. Yo, good luck to your dog. Yes. Woof 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 woof. Number one. Hi all. Long time listener. First time emailer. As someone that was raised with a wrestling mad grandma, I was brought up watching all the VHS tape that she collected over the years from the 80s to the 2000s. I have fond memories of her convincing my parents to let me stay up for my first WrestleMania, which is WrestleMania XX, and falling in love with the wacky world of wrestling, one match at a time. After she passed away, I was lucky enough to to receive all of the tapes that she had collected, which resulted in me still owning a VHS player to this very day. As you can imagine, there are some very random matches that I've stumbled across after spending hours watching what felt like a very obscure 90s WF pay-per-view. So based on that, my question for you is, what is the most obscure match that you've stumbled across in your time watching wrestling that you have then watched the entirety of and absolutely loved? My answer is Macho Man Randy Savage versus Crush at WrestleMania 10 in a false Count Anywhere match where after getting pinned, 
the loser had 60 seconds to try and recover and return the match before they lost. Thanks for all your hard work and entertainment, Josh from Sheffield. Thank you very much for the questions, Josh. That's a lovely memory to share, pal. Mm. Appreciate you making us a part of that. Obscure matches, so not not obvious matches. So I don't know what promotion mine was for or when it was from, so it is quite obscure. But I did watch it all and I did enjoy it, even though I had no idea what was going on for a lot of it. It was some... I think it was like a joint show put on by three different Japanese promotions. And I've looked since, and I think it's been taken down from Daily Motion or YouTube or wherever it was. Uh-huh. And it was a 103-man battle royal or Royal Rumble or something. So it was like a really, really long Royal Rumble. Oh, those ones that DDT does at the end of the year. Maybe, yeah. It was yeah. one of them. But it looked like the footage was from like the 2000s. It looked a bit older than... It looked like it was from like maybe 15 okay. years ago or so. And it was like... It was also on New Year's Eve, so... Oh, yeah, that'd be... The, they just do the, the match. The clock hit like, midnight yeah. during the match, so everyone stopped and, like... One guy came out. It was that guy who does the parody of Shawn Michaels in Japan. So he came out and did that and then went... Like, behind him, like, there was the fireworks <laughs> going up as he was posing. And I remember watching just thinking, this is brilliant. The guy who was number one lasts all the way into, like, the final four and then gets eliminated. I was like, no! Like, I was really invested. It was great. And if anybody knows what I'm talking about or where it's from or please do link in the you know yeah because mm. it was great I just can't remember where or who or when lovely yes <clears throat> uh, I can't think of any <clears throat> proper ones so I see Eddie Kingston versus Shane Storm mm. now it's from Chikara and I'm like Shane oh. Storm's the one who wore the big stupid thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big big yellow hair and the big moustache yeah, the most indie pieces. name yeah, yeah, yeah and he wore a big stupid thing yeah All Chikara right. and the thing was Eddie Kingston was just like mad and like the old veteran, this is like 06, 07. So I was like, all right. Uh, he's been old since he came out the womb. And it's a match I'd heard about, but I'm like, all right, Shane Storm, I, I like the look of him. And he wrestled, he looked better than he wrestled sometimes because, you know, also like lots, lots of lucha stuff. So I'm like, all right, let's see how this, this match works. And that's a match Eddie Kingston absolutely annihilates Shane with spinning back fist. And so his nose is like that, you know, it's roaming all over the place, as Jerry Lawler would say. And the red is seeping through his mask and all this. And he's just beating the hell out of each other. And they're smacking each other daft. And it, cut, it cuts to the, the 30 or so people in the crowd, half of which are kids. <laughs> God. There's like three people look like me and the rest are old people. And it's like, oh, this is great. This. <laughs> it's like, I, I'd heard like, oh, yeah, you should watch this Eddie Kingston match. And he's yeah, yeah, great. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's just going to kill a dude. It's like, Beautiful. <laughs> cool. And I think I did some gifts about ages ago when Eddie Kingston was like, well, you know, you're just showing the bits where I'm hurting him. He hurt me. I'm like, yeah, like hit you once, Eddie. So, yeah. What about yourself? Um, it's an FWA show from 2002. It was it was a show that was aired on Bravo. I had to look it oh. up then. I was on my phone just then just to check Revival. what the show was. Uh, yeah, British Revival. The yeah. Search for the King of England. Uh, and it featured Eddie Guerrero versus Doug Williams. Ooh. For 10 minutes. Ooh. And I haven't watched the match since. It came to mind when that question was asked. I remember as a, as somebody who had kind of got back into wrestling and was suddenly like, ooh, there's, the British wrestling scene's quite intriguing now. And I think seeing Eddie Guerrero on a card like that, who had had that WWF run, it sort of legitimized it a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. So to see Eddie in there with Doug Williams was quite surreal. That's a good um, one. And, uh, yeah, and you, I've just checked as well. The whole show is on YouTube. Ooh. So that might be what I watch tonight when I go Ooh. home. And then I watch it and go, well, that match was rubbish. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, that's the one that springs to mind. I remember thinking, what a strange combo. It's Doug Williams, who I've kind of, at this point when I first watched it, learned is it's a bit of a British wrestling leg end. And then there's Eddie Guerrero, who's just kind of coming off the back of a, a, a sort of a, 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 an injury and a lapse in, in, in better judgment. And then like this road back for him was via 
uh, a, a night on Bravo on the in, on the UK in the UK. So yeah, Eddie Guerrero, Doug Williams. Very yeah. good. And if those uh, answers were too obscure for you, uh, the <clears throat> Fish Market Brawl in TNA. Oh yes, where YouTube. Bully Ray gets fish hooked. That's the one. Yes. Uh, hello, lads. Hope you're having a great time. We are. This is my fourth time at attempting and getting on the podcast. Oh, no. I hope it'll work, even though I'm putting way less effort into this one than the previous oh, ones. That's what you want to do. Since that helps you get on. Pay attention to the Although the third question is really long, so I've kind of broken my own rule. Actually, there, but... uh, since it's just a silly question, when Bobby Fish, now Robert Salmon, in the impact zone, that's not true, said he could have Haku'd CM Punk for poorly training him, I thought it was interesting that Bobby chose Haku. Someone who undoubtedly is very tough, but for some reason, it stuck in my head. Just off topic, did he say he hakud him? Like, hakud was... The, I don't the, know. The, look at the adject adjective, hakud. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this is my question. Who do you think would win the fight between Brock Lesnar and Haku? And who do you uh, think is the toughest person to ever be in a wrestling locker room? Have a lovely time, wow. you scrumpy, scrumpy scrumps. Rami, Richie from Algeria, now residing in France. Oh. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much, Rami. Well, it depends. Thank you. It depends. Um, Are they in their physical prime? Yeah, heyday or not? Because obviously, yeah, let's say heyday. Because yeah. otherwise, Brock's younger, isn't he? Yeah, Haku heyday, Lesnar heyday. I would. I my goodness. I might say Haku. I've never seen Haku have a fight. I've seen Lesnar have several, and he won most of them. <laughs> mm. 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 No, That's the thing. I, they tried to get Meng Haku in UFC. The WWE thing, but he declined uh, it. I think, I think his answer was because well, the lack of money they were paying at the time. Lesnar looks but, faster. And does Haku have a background in wrestling? Because what I've learned from... I don't know his skills. That's a from thing. From what like, MMA I've watched, seems like the solidest foundation to have is an amateur wrestling background and then you can learn to box and the other things. Right, right. Well, here's my thing is all the reports of Lesnar fighting are the UFC. Uh, legit look at the... Well, mostly legit look contests. Um, they were, yeah. Yeah, he, as far as I know. He lost to Frank Muir in the first match he had Frank with him because he was really, he was a rookie, didn't know what he was doing. And Frank yeah. Muir went, I'll snap your ankle. Yeah. And Lesnar went, oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you could just see the UFC go, we've lost a lot of money with that. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, Brock has won matches and oh, titles and stuff. He was a heavyweight fight. All of Haku's stories are what they call fish stories. Because you know when you say you go fishing, you call, oh, and he caught a fish that was, yeah, yay, yay, big, uh, right? This big. And there all seems to be against, you know, policemen. He pulled a man's and, tongue and eyes out of his skull. Right. Mm. And a guy at a bar who go, hey, you, wrestling's fake. And, you know, Jimmy Jack Funk one time. That's it. It's not any, it's always these people, oh, JBL, legit, JBL. I don't want to JBL, doubt. legit tough guy, only fights people smaller than I'm himself. Sure that... Harker Holly only picks on tough enough rookies. You know, <laughs> none, none of these guys going against, you know, the Steve Blackmans or Kurt Angles for some reason. It's or weird, the Joey Stileses of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, oh so, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey. So I would say Brock Lesnar, actually going there and doing it properly. Well, he beat like Frank Muir and yeah. other people. Did he beat Randy Couture? I don't know. I can't remember. He's one of the things where I know the answer of, but now I'm thrown off, I'm gonna, so I'm, I'm not going to say okay. He's won matches. I think, okay, I think Brock Lesnar would probably beat Haku. Haku would land lots of very impactful punches, so the history books would say that Haku beat Brock Lesnar. Mm. <laughs> Stories would be told. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure this is on back, backstage. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, people have differing opinions on who won the fight. The Rashomon of wrestling. I'm trying to find yes. his record. Well, legit happened, didn't it, with Batista, Booker T. Oh. There were mixed, mixed reports. Some people said that Batista got the better of them. People said Booker, and people were like, what are you on about? Like, yeah. no, one, no one could agree. There was no judges at ringside <laughs> to score it. Brock's had less uh, MMA matches than I thought. In terms of the toughest, 
backstage? Was that the other part of the question? The toughest ever to be in a wrestling in a locker room. room. Surely, I mean, Finley's got to be up there. He loves it. Mm. He loves a fight. He loves to fight. Just, I didn't think so, because I was these tough, and he thought that bloody story about going to a man, and so you think wrestling's fake, Dean, just snapping his fingers in front of them. Oh. Uh, That's and also not the what story, wrestling is, Finley. And also the story Dan the B7 told is very, very brief run. He was in the Rumble 99, I think. That was Rumble he was in. And he told the story in one of his interviews. Uh, was he early 98? Was it, well, well, he was in a rumble one time. And obviously he didn't do much. But he said the thought entered his head midway through the rumble. What would happen if I just didn't want to go over? And I started throwing people out. What could anybody in this match do to me? <gasps> Which I thought was an interesting Whoa. thing. What's up? So I was looking at Brock Lesnar's MMA record. Mm-hmm. And his first win came against a man in a K1 thing called... Um, Mi, uh, Kim Minsu. Oh, I remember, yeah, that was that outdoor show. That Kim Minsu has yeah. a three and seven MMA record. It's not the best. Yeah, it was, it was his one, first match. One of the three that he beat was Sean O'Hare. <laughs> well, oh, gosh. Anyway, Lesnar beat him, yeah. lost to Frank Muir, beat a man called Heath Herring, beat Randy Couture. Beat Herring. Beat Frank... Heath Herring, you mean Bobby Fish? Yes, in the Impact Oh, um, shooty scores. Beat Randy Couture, beat Frank Muir in the rematch at UFC That's 100 right. when That's Bisping right. got sadly absolutely annihilated by oh. Dan Henderson. Um, beat Shane Carwin. Lost to Cain Velasquez, my best friend. That's him. Oh, oh no. Um, <laughs> you you um, and Cain on oh, top of a bus. Oh, I forgot what he oh, did. No. Why is he going to upset? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm all right with Cain. Ah, he's fine. Um, <laughs> he could have done well. He could have been the other bloke in the story. Um, lost to Alistair Overeem. And then there was a no, an overturned no contest against, and I'll be careful oh, saying this, against Mark Hunt. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, Brock, I think I'm going to... So sound like wins. you were going to say... No, 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 no. Greens and salutations. Can we say Les Kellett as well for toughest in a locker room? Yeah. Oh, if Regal's anything to go by. God, took Les like, Kellett in there as he well. He sounds scarier than Freddy Krueger. Oh, oh, God. Long time listener, first time oh. emailer. Matt Riddle. Another fighter. There's been loads, hasn't there? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. I was just trying to think of people uh, who I was around when we, had, when we did WCBW who I was like... Oh, they could defeat me in second, <laughs> which was everyone. No, but was who, who could defeat me the quickest? And Matt Riddle was one of them where I was like, oh, he's just, he could just batter me. Who do you think would defeat you the slowest? Um, oh, I think Kirby would pander to the crowd too much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kirby would beat you with a shoot elbow off the ropes. <laughs> Who's that? Zoyberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah, that's how Mano White or whatever. Um, who would beat me the now. slowest? Prince of Means too nice. IRL. He's got to do his full entrance. I've ruined his gimmick there. He's meant to be an arsehole and the richest man in wrestling, but he's actually lovely. What do you mean he's meant to be? He is. He is the richest man exactly. in professional wrestling. Kayfabe. Yeah. No, stop talking about hard people. I'll be here all night. Uh... Who was that guy? Who was that guy in the lock? There was, it was a guy It was... It was it might have been on a Regal podcast. It was a guy who never amounted to anything. His name was like his name was something like Eddie Muff, and he talked about him in like oh it was it was no 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 I can't remember I might got the name wrong. It might Imagine been, Regal, it might my been, old friend Eddie Eddie Muff. It might yes. have been one of the doctors of the James Bond films. Was it Eddie Reed? Was it Eddie Muff? And it was a guy who was in the Blackpool. <laughs> it was a guy in a Blackpool locker room, who was he had maybe like three matches professionally, and there was a group of guys that came in, right. And, and sized him up and was just like, oh, wrestling's fake and all this. And then the story is, Eddie, Regal tells, I think the third or fourth episode of the podcast, where this, this Eddie Muff guy just absolutely de- batters these guys, ties them up in knots, breaks them in half. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's said in history that they got a right jockey muffin. 
No. No. It wasn't even a good pun. It's just bad pun. You know, Jack, that common surname, Muff. Tile five. Tile five p.m. Work should be over now. I know. Right? Sad. This made me. That made me sad. Wow, the soup in our face because we just got Campbell. <laughs> yeah, showed you lot. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Tom. Shoot. I'm shooting cowboys. I'm going to a birthday party after this. <laughs> You're going to be no fun. I need to go home. I'm wearing trackies. I need to go change my jeans. <laughs> Tracky bottoms. Uh, Tracky bees. Tracky bees. Tracky... Greetings, Italianations. Oh, he's yeah. always going on about Chucky muffins. Yeah, long time listener, first time email. Let's get in the nitty gritty. This one's long, but I included it because it reminded me of German Jeff Stelling went on a big run and defended the Northeast. They don't know about the Cleveland Hill. Yes. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, okay. Is this, okay. His, is this his Cleveland Hill to die on? Yes. I've been listening to the lovely Cultaholic podcast since its inception. I am proud to say I've listened to every episode. We're really sorry. Uh, it, has been becoming, it has become a weekly ritual that has helped me through a lot. I've laughed at stories of wee fat dogs, tiny coos. Oh, that was last week. Wrongly accused bears. Random emails from early 2000s footballers. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So many. Ross getting his entire closet in the Hall of Fame. Jack enjoying his bus rides and the concept and the concept of insert topic here. All right. Sam trying to get sponsorships. Oh, that didn't work, did it? No. Wee Fraser being arrogant and youthful. <laughs> Scrubby crummy. Tom working hard to find Bruce Hart a job. <laughs> Andrew bringing his lovely optimism to things. Yeah. And Adam with his love for Travis and Derek Sandy. Oh, yeah. Welcome Sin- to the Isle of Wight. That's right. Sincerely, I appreciate everything yous do kickstore him. But I'll be damned if I let you talk crap about Philly. Oh, God, so no. Last week, Matthew was really nasty to the where's, city of Philadelphia. Where's Bill Burr? Oh. Not the city of... That. Oh. And we went, have you actually been? And Matthew went, yeah. And we were like, oh, right, fair enough. Philadelphia is <laughs> my hometown. Justin Henry's going to beat you up. Yeah. Well, he's right. from Jersey, but it's next door. Yeah. It, it is the greatest right hockey muffin from, ah, from Justin are. Henry. It is the greatest city in the world. Our baseball team, the Philadelphia Phillies, that's an imaginative name, has the most losses <laughs> in the history of modern sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's, now, that's probably partly because baseball is really old. So maybe it's that, but yeah. It's not that old. 11,112 11, since 1883 and counting. We use our art museums as gym equipment, a.k.a. the Rocky Steps. Oh, I see. Aye. In 2015, a friendly hitchhiking robot was decapitated. I remember that. Because I had the audacity to make a stop in Philadelphia. <laughs> Driving in Philly is a Mad Max nightmare. There are so many potholes in this city, people resorted to spray painting male genitalia on top in order to get the city to fix I them. I remember reading That's that. Ma- wow. Yeah. Never. It's, good. it's a good strategy. Uh, in 2018, $33 million of taxpayers' money went missing. From City Hall, our former district attorney was arrested and spent five years in federal prison for accepting bribes. The entire city smells like urine. The Philadelphia Eagles used to have a fantastic. The Eagles used to have a courtroom and jail in their stadium. I remember that. That's a legendary story. The Eagles are also the reason I have trust issues. Gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers Gritty. mascot, Yay. has been accused of punching a child. <laughs> Gritty man. The child probably deserved and it. And was acquitted. He later glowed about it on his Twitter. <laughs> what a hero. We have been voted America's unhappiest, rudest, and most depressing city to live in. We were America's first capital, but they stripped us of that and gave it to Washington, D.C. <laughs> and also, Matthew Berry's voice, New York City, <laughs> is around the corner and steals all the limelight. 
Then those New Yorkers get priced out of New York City, come down to Philly, and buy up all the real estate, causing our prices and cost of living to rise. We can't relate to that at all, mate. Which makes us even more angry and depressed. The concrete summers are stupid hot, and the winters are like Snoopy tennis. Yeah! I don't get, no, I don't get that. What's that about? It says, this doesn't make sense. I just wanted to reference Snoopy tennis. Yes! Good lad. Classic right. SmackDown review representing. Right, 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 right. All in all, things get quite silly in Philly. But despite the smell and the rest, I love this city of all my heart. It may be crap, but it's my crap. <laughs> I am proud to say I'm a dude from Philly. That's great. Oh, take a boo. Take a boo. Made me feel like 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 how we feel about being from the northeast there. I, got yeah, really... exactly. I was going to say, Bill Burke going to do a better job. <laughs> full, full disclosure, I got really scared when I saw that email because so, so often long. there's so many emails that come in and it's just like, uh, here's, here's a bunch of things that I've ha that's happened to me in my life, but then thanks for this. And it's lovely that you do, but but some people will just give their entire life story, then they go, anyway. No, that was really well written. And that's, that but that, that yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. wow. You suckered me in. Beautiful. Well, uh, and I'm glad that it was like, yeah, the Philly, the Philly indie crowds used to suck. Maybe they still do. I don't know. Oh, he's not. Uh, he's, he's, it's not changed. Yeah, but then Matthew, we've had someone from Philly go, "Now, how dare you? Everything sucks about Philly." I'm like, you know what? I stand me, corrected. The, I'm very sorry for any confusion. Honestly, for me, the biggest punchline's yet to come. But do carry on. Now, my question is, what do you think is the future of wrestling? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> move, Sincerely, move it wait. all to Philly. Sincerely, leads right back. Oh, Lee, try back, Gary Kelly, a.k.a. Matt McKnight. Right, but then the next bit's the bit where I was like, really? Yous need to do more Wigan accents or okay. it's back to the mind. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then. Cheers, Matt. I'm currently living in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm currently living in Charleston, South Carolina. Philly. He doesn't live in Philly anymore. Of course not. It sounds awful. He no, because all, <laughs> all the New Yorkers have I'm priced proud, him out. I'm proud to be a dude from Philly. I love it. I love it here from Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. I hate this city. Do, 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 do. I hope we get someone from uh, South Carolina to not be the Charleston area saying in, I hate South Carolina. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> now living in Wigan. <laughs> so you can cross that off the map. Matt McKnight, someone I follow on Twitter, yeah. who's always a highlight when I'm browsing that hell site. Uh, thank you very much for the oh, lovely thoughts uh, and that amazing the email. Was, who's the future arrest? Uh, him. Yeah, yeah. Him. You should write promos, mate. Oh, I'd, um, well, I'll write this off. 3D, I love that. Uh, 3D, oh, 5D wrestling. God. More City-based emails, Five, 5D wrestling, yes. where you can smell it as well. In the Charleston. It was great, that. Oh, yeah, 5D wrestling, you can smell it as well. 5D wrestling, you can smell it as well. And, 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 and when and when uh, Arrestor punches you, you feel it. <laughs> it's just like the real thing. Yes. Ah. 17 pile drivers Give later. Give him a I've receipt, got... son. I've got to take a day off. Why? Well, I watched a match, that's like the guy took 17 pile drivers. <laughs> so I'm, I've got to migrate. I was playing Mankind in the I Quit match with the <laughs> <laughs> On hard mode. <laughs> Uh, my thing is with the current weird trend of Tamagotchi is apparently making a comeback really I can see like your own pocket wrestler okay. that was the thing back in the day wasn't it bollocks anyway some sort of thing that isn't pocket that thing wrestler. I neither did monsters in my pocket neither mm. did wrestlers in my pocket it was nowhere near as popular as monsters are in my pocket are you describing Pokemon no wrestlers oh. is what I said how dare you? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, some sort of thing there where it's like, oh boy, my wrestler hasn't had a match in three weeks and somebody will cynically say, oh, does he work for AEW? And um, you'll be like, no, it's I need to give him protein. <laughs> protein, protein. <laughs> there we go. Nom, nom, nom. This is great. Pocket wrestlers. Mm. You have been offered orange... a booking for Game Changer Wrestling. <laughs> oh, okay. Do they accept uh, uh, booking and trans? No, just a book. Uh, it's a hard <laughs> mm. 
I go on them. You have lost it, Nick Gage. Uh, oh, your own flight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the promoter has run away for the money. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, not again. Oscar's age best set my pay. Loading, 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 <laughs> loading. You no longer have uh, food for uh, money for protein. <laughs> your rest are starved to death. It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> it's not a fun game. Yeah, it needs, look, it's, uh, it's at the demo stage. All right, it's, okay. it's in alpha. Mm. Uh, future wrestling... Virtual reality. Robots. Robots. We've had robot wars already, but that wasn't staged. Oh, but like the Hugh Jackman film. Oh, I wrote yeah. Ziggler, where he plays the. He's in the Megazord. Oh. No, yeah. I made that Remember up. Remember the Titans? Not real. <laughs> I made it up. Where the kid controls him and he's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's also yeah, like yeah. got issues with his son. It's like a father-son thing. Real Steel. I've almost certainly read the plot synopsis of this film. Just gonna say yeah. Did, it's called Real this, Steel. This time I believe you. Yeah. Did his son leave for a, a big goth woman? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, well, Matt, Matt, we can't compete with you. No, with, with your lovely thing. So yeah, always, that, that, that's I your always, answer. I always looked at Boston as the Newcastle of America, but now I'm like, is it Philly? Except when he I said the Philly. summers are hot. Ah, uh, well, we we're having them thanks to global warming. But everyone is, yeah, it's true. Yeah, there's concrete summers. Anyway, Matt, Mike, you're a blessing in disguise. Thank you very much, mate. And uh, Matt, Merck, Knight, yeah. Thank you very much for all your lovely questions, theories, and rants about polices. Please send more of those in. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, and that's about Newcastle, in which case we'll lose your email. I want a Boston uh, one. I want to be... learn about Boston. Yes. It's apparently rough. Uh, please send them to... <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Cultaholic... <laughs> What's email? Mailbag. Cultaholic.com. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Well, mate. <laughs> Reese's Pieces. Dear cult guys, AEW has really messed wrestling up. <laughs> that's it. That's the sentence. It was much easier having one company everyone just wanted to work for and nobody wanted to leave. Yeah, it was easier. This competition nonsense has really made it all more complicated. <laughs> what? It doesn't make sense business-wise for Tony Khan to release a wrestler that wants to go to WWE. But it's also not ideal to keep someone around who doesn't want to be there. Mm. I suggest Tony Khan take a page from his sports management background and introduce trades to wrestling. Yeah. I think this would be a great way for a dissatisfied wrestler to leave whilst the company gets something in return. So I'm going to name a wrestler from WWE or AEW and you'll decide who you think would be a fair trade. Luckily, in American sports, the players don't get to choose whether or not they get traded. That's true. So don't... Really? Yeah. I think you could be you could be playing with LeBron James and all the lads winning the championships and then suddenly, oh, I'm in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, no, a fate worse than death. You can also choose to exchange one or more lower value wrestlers for one higher value one. Oh. So like, yeah, so sometimes a team will be like, we want your good player. And they're like, well, give us four of your bad yeah. ones and a draft pick for the future. Did you ever see the, uh, the Gretzky? trade. No. The one in Wayne Gretzky is like, he's the greatest player of all time. We'll trade you. And it was like ridiculous. Right. Like a King's Ransom, they called <laughs> it. Do you remember when Triple H got traded to SmackDown? And then <laughs> for <laughs> Raw to get him back, they had to give SmackDown Booker T and the Dudley boys. <laughs> and, they were, yeah. and, they, and they were like, they were like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quick, quick. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Also, keep it just WWE and AEW. I don't want to subject anyone to impact. Ooh, you cannot win, can nasty, you, Tom? Nasty, nasty. Anyway, time to trade. First of thought first, Jack, Tom, me, Andrade. Oh. So somebody from WWE to go. Yeah. Andrade comes to WWE, and then someone from WWE I to go instead. I think you could have Ricochet go the other way. Wow. Actually, that's a really good idea. I like that. Or would Ricochet just become one of a million flippy men in AEW? Yeah, but I don't know if Ricochet... Being released from his 
is issues of hey, do a crap promo if you could be oh, if you could actually shine better nasty. in a place where he's he's able to speak more naturally because some of those promos no not everyone can do the Dari promo but they can speak. In real life, I was quite intimidated by Ricochet because he was cool. So why can't he be that on camera? I was like, oh, he's quite cool. I went, hello, what's your name? I'm Jack the Job. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. And he went, he went like Trevor, and I was like, yeah. oh man, even, that's what I mean. Like even that... though he's called Trevor, he's cool. <laughs> cool. No to anybody. That's what I mean. If he was on AEW, it's like, would you be better? And if not, it's all right. There's 15 managers mm. who can speak for him. So, mm. what do you think, Tom? Roderick Strong. Oh, good shout. Just so they can do Undisputed Era over there. They, oh, they, they want it. They want it, to, yeah. You watch how quick Adam Cole's concussion heals. Oh, I'm fine now. The lads oh. get in, everybody. I'm kidding. He's Melt of the day soon. was like really vague about how long Adam Cole's going to be out with this concussion. He said he could be out for a short time. He could never come back. Right. Like, Dave, well, thanks. narrow wow. that window, please. Yeah. No. I like that Dave's like, well, I've, I've asked him, but he's too busy playing Super Mario on stream. <laughs> he's really grateful he's whenever he gets a raid dude. on Twitch. He's so lovely. He is. Uh, LA Knight. Yeah. Why would you trade him? Yeah, why would you trade him to start off with? Trade him. Uh, Someone of equal value on the mic. I think it would be funny. This is a joke one, guys. Prepare yourselves. Um, I think it'd be funny to trade him for Cash Wheeler. So one day, FTR is just Dax Harwood and LA Knight also. <laughs> and everyone's like, and they never acknowledge it. It's like, what do you think, Cash? Let me talk to him, yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Cash turns up at SmackDown. They're like, give us one of your famous bombastic promos. He's like, can I just wrestle in that? Just punches a fan instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's mine, Cash Wheeler. Yeah, but get to over it like greedy. Mm. The whole of the Dark Order. <laughs> the whole of the Dark oh, Order. Send them all over there for LA now. I'd say Stokely Hathaway. Nice. Just in terms of promo ability and able to get others over. Yeah. Like Stokes the one-man yeah. band. Not like that. Uh, Jungle Boy. Oh. I'd be scared for him in WWE. Oh, no, Triple H now. He doesn't mind if someone's smaller. Um, I'd trade him for Nathan Fraser. I didn't thought Nathan. Was Did you think Nathan Fraser as well? But I, I will go. I mean, uh, skinny white boy, because I was. I'll go. Johnny Gargano. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think if Gargano was in AEW, Matthews' head would explode. I don't want any of these things to happen. By the way, <laughs> I'm uh, being forced. It's to. not what we think is going to happen, or what we want to happen. Join yeah. us. Mm. Uh, pretty deadly. Pretty Jungle deadly. Boy for Yes Boy. Yeah, okay, okay. that's fine. Yeah, you know, and this, he's worth two. He's, what are you doing with this table? By Sorry, I'm. Um, yeah. um, Kevin Owens. I don't want him to leave. I think he's got more of his story to tell. The rest is still unwritten. Um, but I will. I'd swap him for. It's got to be a big star in AW for Kev. Yeah. Maybe Rusev. They're not using him that well, famously in AW. Get yeah. Rusev back or Miro, you know. Yeah. Wow, that's a good pick. Mm. Keith Lee. Mmm. He's got still stuff to do. But a Triple H guided mm. Keith Lee is an exciting prospect. Yeah. I might, I might say Swerve in our glory mm. as, a, as a unit, but I don't think they'd let him go. I don't, but yeah, Owens could be go. worth two. He's really good and popular. I'd say Hamman Page. Okay. Because they're both hunks. Oh, oh they are. Uh, the Ass Boys. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, can the Ass Boys thrive without Billy Gunn? Well, at the minute they're not with Billy yeah, Gunn. And, okay. and they're not. Oh, I find them good, annoying heels. Yeah. So, <sighs> swap the ass boys for Los Lotharios. That's a good show. Mm. Um, Briggs and Jensen. JB and BJ. Brooks and Dunn. Mm. Get over there, lads. Get down that red dirt road. Yeah. On that lonely road of faith. Oh, what a problem. Brooks and Dunn. Lonely road of faith. I'm sure that happens at some point, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Creed Brothers. Oh, 
Mm. Imagine them versus FTR. Actually, there we go. That's one thing. Oh. Sasha Banks. Wait, she's not with anybody right now. Well, yeah. We draft. Should oh, we she's, she's, she's a free agent. W- should we assume she's with WWE for the purposes? I think you could trade her for a lot of the women's division. <laughs> I think she's got crossover of mainstream appeal, doesn't she? Which mm. is bizarrely untapped by WWE. Yep. So it'd have to be a pretty big trade. In fact, chuck in a load of women and the men and just... Tony needs to clear out his roster. I think trade Sasha, trade half your roster for Sasha and you've solved a lot of the uh, issues. Where is that? Yeah, Ooh. I'll go for... Let me put it like that. Sasha Banks for the entire lower card. Wow. Yeah. Good, uh, the entire consortium of Jade Cargill plus Jade Cargill. Okay. Okay. Mm. Interesting. I'd, uh, I'd keep away from AEW just mm. because of his rubbish... Uh, promoting the the, the, aspect, the positive aspects of the women, apart from like two at once. Yeah, mm. true. Like one true. and a half, even of that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, definitely back on Raw. Oh, we'll have to draft. Like such a free agent. Uh, uh, just, just yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't think of any of the rubbish no, wrestlers. Really. Sorry, I'm really sandbagging this. Don't worry. Move next one. Uh, yeah, next. Nyla Rose. Now that Nyla Rose is someone who I think could have a spot in WWE. Hmm. Mm. But then again, in AEW as well, there's not many. She really occupies a good place where she can always be inserted into a feud and it's like she's a threat. Yeah, it's like a <sighs> gatekeeper. Yeah, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. I know that it's often said in a limited way, like, oh, they're, they're never rise above that level. But yeah, she won the belt and everything. Uh, for... <clears throat> That's a tricky one. Oh! No, like you said, I don't want. I don't want to see because Tony's not. I don't trust Tony Khan with any women's wrestlers at the minute. Who I want to see thrive. I was gonna say um, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Star, mm. but I'll do. I'll go with that. But I'm not sure. But I'll go with that. Mm. Dana Brooke. Mm. Mm. There you go. Mm. I think. I think Tony may see like Dana Brooke as a missed opportunity in WWE and do something with her just to prove a point. Yeah. Mm. So therefore, it's good for Dana Brooke. Something really bad, but I've actually forgotten the name. Uh, who does women's right? Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Her. I know you said Layla Hirsch there. Is that OSW's favourite Matthew Joe? The women's right. I don't know. Probably. But they kept in all your drop takes of that I joke. They did, didn't they? Yeah. It was funny as hell. That was was funny. I'm looking forward to... I mean, oh, those I'm really gets. looking forward to their review of All Out. Mm. I'm, bu- I'm actually buzzing for it. This yeah. is the... I mean, I love all of OSW Reviews videos, but this is the one for a while I'm like, oh. I mean, I've been listening to their deep dives on Resi and uh, Metroid. I wish I'd played those games so I could oh, enjoy sorry, the yeah, content. I must have spoken Latin there. <laughs> uh, pretty Deadly? Yes, but uh, they claimed. Listen. Mm. Oh, the acclaimed are too big an asset currently for AEW. The Varsity Blondes. Oh, <laughs> yes, boy. Who? <laughs> uh, no, boy. Smart Mark Sterling. <laughs> All right, Woods and Nice. Uh, Ryan Nemeth. <laughs> what? Dolph Ziggler, I think, is what. Oh, you I know think that's that, what they're trying to there do. You yeah, go. yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Gunther. Hang on, I did people for Ryan Nemeth. Yeah? You're not picking a. You're not picking Ziggler. No, let me. You're pick. picking Mikey instead. Dolph Ziggler. There, no. <laughs> sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I also pick Zolf Ziggler. Uh, Gunther. Ooh, that now I'll say mm. Keith Lee. I'll steal Tom's from earlier, and I'll steal yours from earlier and say Mira. Same Mira as well. <laughs> what yeah. we like, <laughs> Malachi Black. Well, oh, hang okay. On. Well, I know he's still with AW. Yeah, he says yeah, he so. Is, yeah. No, I can prove I have receipts. No, I shouldn't. Sorry, <laughs> shouldn't have. No, I shouldn't have. Carry on. 
Um, oh no. <laughs> okay. Whose turn is it now? George, <laughs> you didn't even Wait, you, you didn't pick one yet. Malachi what? Black. I thought you were answering Malachi Black. For no, the no, no. Malachi one. Black is the next oh, one. Oh, I've made a oh, hilarious mistake. Oh, you and your issues. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'll trade him for... Oh, that's a tricky one as well. You know what? I'm going to shake things up, chaps. What? Like I'll this table? Trade him for... I'm getting restless. I'll trade him for Seth Rollins. <sighs> Ooh. Okay. Damien Priest. Ooh. Malachi Black in the judgment day. Mm. I'd say Finn Balor. He's heartbroken from AJ Styles. Mm. His childhood friend leaving him. Ah, so that's a good reason to get him away from yeah. him. Yeah. No, and if he wears that big mask, you can't Finn see him Balor. crying. So that's good. Uh, Michael Cole. Excalibur, because uh, you, he's yeah. the obvious one, but you can't mm. have them both on the same commentary table. I would... Oh, sorry, sorry. See, that's it. They've only got like a limited like play-by-play guys. I'm going to have Excalibur as well. Mm. Yeah, by default, really. And that means that we can have Taz and Cole back together. Yeah, oh my God. of course. And if we get Cole to die as tips blonde, yeah. then yeah, that's what I want. What a dream. I want things to be described as a rocket buster again. <laughs> Thanks for the content as always. I promise to turn off ad block sometime. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Really yours, yours sincerely, former Aston Villa midfielder Thomas Hitzelberger. Oh, Hitzelberger, what a shout! Ah. Hitzelberger, thank yeah, you. We we did a uh, on the in the in the football chat with the lads. Yeah, um, we were making each other laugh the other day because someone shared a tweet that was like, "Men can sit around and literally name old footballers and have the best." I saw time. that one. Yeah, yeah. And then we started naming more and more obscure ones. <laughs> then we stopped naming footballers. Then Jack Atkins came in with Krill, the animal, the creature. Do you remember oh. Krill? And then we started doing like I did like remember. The nation of Indonesia, just stuff like that. Trying to, <laughs> oh, trying oh, to get like, as random as possible. Okay. And then James Jenkins won with Jeff Tracy from the Thunderbirds. It was just oh. a great show. But we were just making each other laugh by putting random things. Jack Atkins also put the painting of Saturn eating his child. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 1887 or whatever. Okay, this is, this is a great conversation. <laughs> really good, yeah. But then Owen was slightly behind because he then put things like Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad, and we were like, that's a bit too obvious, that one. Mm. You want to go more. He's eliminated from this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Well, the card will be great, like our Reese's Pieces, mm. which you can send to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics! The ah. What a lovely podcast. Mm. And it's just time for a little bit more, but first of all, thank you very much to our sexy producers, Chris Ruth. Ruth. Buddy. Buddy. Reno2200. And Noah Anderson. Anderson. Never gets old. Like your love and support. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. And the big question this week, the big, big, big one is, who is Bray Wyatt's first WWE angle going to be about no. next? Well, yeah, who's his first feud going to be with? And yeah. I implore nice people to go and watch yeah. the lovely pictures video we did. But yes. this is a bit of an open forum now. We can just say whoever we want. We don't need to write long stories. We can just say whatever. Mm. You had a really intriguing one that I'll use to start the discussion. You said, and at first when you said it, I was like, Tom, what have you done? But then you justified, <laughs> no, no, but then he, I did not want No, no, then I did not want because it was really well presented. You said Randy Orton. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I just think because a lot of stuff, and this is something that we talk about a bit more in the nine pitches as well. With Bray Wyatt, there is a sense of sort of coming full circle on stories and coming back uh, to stories that weren't quite finished or could uh, uh, maybe have a few more chapters written to them. 
Randy Orton's currently away. Uh, there's concerns about his injury that he might not sure when he'll yeah, be back. Yeah, this was assuming he'll come, be able to come back. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I just think that there's a lovely feud there with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton again. Bray Wyatt and Randy feuded with Bray as like the cult leader. Uh, join me and my family. Uh, and then you would have him feud with The Fiend where he set The Fiend on fire. Uh, so there's plenty. I think there's plenty of room for like one final chapter. One that could even see Randy Orton gone from the company altogether. Oh, but I'll leave you to watch nine pictures to find out more about that. So I think Randy Orton potentially. I like to also throw in um, one from Andrew, uh, Drew McIntyre. Mm. I think Drew's coming up the end of this feud with Karrion Cross soon, and there is a potential to have some some fun matches with those two and enjoy some of the spooky nonsense that comes from that. Uh, and yeah, and I think that they they work well together as a as a, as a pair in yeah. matches. Fair enough. What about the rest of you crazy uh, guys? One I've just thought of there that I didn't include in my pictures, but I'd be maybe interested to see how it would go, is Johnny Gargano. Because at the minute, when we talked about Raw, Gargano just beat Theory this week, and that was kind of it. And at the minute, he's just wholesome man who's come back and is now and is still good at the wrestling. I'd like to see him do something a little bit more different, maybe. I really liked him as a heel, when he was like a funny heel. But this would be a different sort of heel, wouldn't it? If he was like, he wouldn't even get booed if he was brazen. Opponent, I suppose. No, he would, he would, he would. Mm. He would. They cheer Bray. Yeah, they cheer Bray over Johnny, okay. I think. But the ultimate goal of this, I guess, would be for Gargano to be taken in by Bray and become like his agent of evil. Maybe have Champa try and win. And that's him what out. I was thinking. I was gonna do. Well, the weird thing of this is he is technically a bad guy, heel, whatever you want to call it, but man, the crowd loves him. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay. So I was gonna say, like, Gable and Otis, because if you need to get someone over, then you go to them. However, they have put over literally everybody in the last few months. So it's like, okay, it's not much drama there, really, is there? So I would say, because of how good he was able to put over that one rubbish Elias, sorry, that big Ezekiel character, um, Kevin Owens. Oh, big Kev. Just the face expressions and the promos alone. You know, Kevin Owens would be able to put over like, oh, yeah, you and your, your pig can get out of here or whatever. Mm, yeah. Just everything like that. Like, he'd be able to do that in an entertaining way. That, that's what they're wanting. But I'd, uh, I'd be and they, But they wouldn't be too upset if Kevin got beat up. I was just about to say, that would make me sad if Kev lost. You think? But you've got to have him lose. Mm. This is it. And Seth Rollins brought this up in an interview where he said the issue with, with the Bray Wyatt character is it's very difficult for anyone to come out looking good at the end of it. Because like you can't really pin the fiends, you can't pin Bray Wyatt. No, he but, hit him with a big hammer. Yeah, and everyone hated it. <laughs> so that's that's the kind of bit of it, the issue they got to get around with this very spooky character is they're not going to want him to lose mm. that often. So when he does lose, it means something. But it means you've got to, <coughs> you've kind of got to. There's gonna be a lot of collateral damage along the but way. But at the same, you're while, you're, while you're considering that, you've also got this whole like wins and losses shouldn't matter to this character or titles because he's a mystical figure. So it's like, what do you? Yeah, it's, he's a tricky one to book. Yeah, really. <laughs> and, and you know, best of luck to Rob Fee and the gang mm. for putting that bad boy together. But I think Kevin Owens is a good shout. Mm. Yeah, it's a good story that and could be told. Stories. Bray is an underrated guy in the ring because you focus so much on his character and his like. Ooh. But I think him and Kev would have a really good match as well. Mm. They have a really good hardcore matches or whatever. Mm. Yeah, they could have some fun with that. What's there? There's a bunch of names there. There you go. We've done a bunch of names. Let's do a quick fire one at the end. Let's all, do, let's all think of someone in our brains now. Come on, guys. Well, it's not a first feud, but Cody Rhodes. Oh. It's not a first. That's down the line. Mm. That's down the Tom line. Tom expanded on that in the pitches video, and yeah, it was very good. Um, I'll go for uh, 
Triple H via Bron Breaker, which I did in the pitches video as well. Nice. Like Bron Breaker's Triple H's proxy. Mm. Like, okay. go, my boy. Go. Well, if he's going to be a big popular... Go forth and snap to the extreme. I know your uncle yeah. hates me, but <laughs> go on. If he's going to be a really popular dude, he's got a stable going against the bloodline. Oh, my goodness me. But there's a risk there. I think I'm a few scared. people have talked about... That, yeah, because, yeah, you know, you've built Roman so strong. Like, he would... Who who wins that? So you, well, Roman is Cardiff proved. <laughs> obvious. Yeah, fair enough. It's beat Bray. I'll just have like multi-man matches mm. the entire time. And Got so, a lot of names there. So most of the buzzard down. takes the pin. Maybe CM Punk. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Love sticking Punk on a thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, CM Punk. Oh yeah. Imagine it. Say CM Punk. CM, CM Punk. There you go. John Cena. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Bruno <laughs> San Martino. Yeah. Vince Russo. <laughs> Scarlett What are you why doing she, here? Why does she get so many... Uh, people who really like her? She's a popular, popular wrestler? Uh, yes, she is. Yes. Oh, I'd really like it if she faced... Uh, it's it's a page three girl. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> get that in the that thumbnail. Well, well, lampooning, lampooning the commentator. Yeah. I don't believe Who in it. Who would have thought that a weird show about wrestling with puppets would be so popular? <laughs> I'm so thrilled for Bray and his lads and the pig. Uh, and I'm thrilled for us as well. Yeah. What a journey we've been on today. We certainly have Jack. Jack, we're going to be here. Certainly next have Jack. Next time. <laughs> Normally what? he does this with Ross as well. It's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. What, uh, what have you got to keep us going until people want to see you next week? Uh, every Wednesday, I do Twitch streams with Owen, twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic, where we com commandeer the, the Fabes, Cultaholic FC. Up the Fabes. Up the Fabes, thank you. Um, and also, uh, at the minute, I'd, oh, there's a video coming out pretty soon, which I wrote, and did I do the voiceover for it? Or did Pachiti? One of us did the voiceover for it. It was recorded a little while ago, but it's 10 WWE matches that should have received five stars, but didn't. Oh. There's so many candidates in there that I'm probably going to do a sequel yeah. video where it's like 10 more. I was going to say, Austin versus Brett didn't get five stars. It did. Right? It did. It did. Balls. <laughs> Tom. I'm just going to check that now. Tomorrow on the podcast feed and on the Cultaholic Patreon, uh, it's a Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. Watch along special. Ooh. Uh, it is, we are watching, we're doing a watch along of Invasion 2001. That doesn't sound very special. It doesn't sound special, but what makes it special, it's myself, it's Matthew Gregg from the Classic Smackdown Review. We are joined by Jack Atkins from the Cold Holic Classic Raw Review and Sam Driver from the Cold Holic Classic Nitro Review. Ooh. It is Crisis on Infinite Arseholes 3. <laughs> and we invite you to join us to watch... Invasion 2001 together like a family Ooh. on the Patreon and on the podcast feed where you'll find the audio. That's wow. that's the exciting thing for the weekend for me. Oh, very good stuff. It did get five stars and rightly so. Oh, thank you. Bloody hell. Oh, and if you're in Newcastle upon Tyne, uh, come to North on Saturday night. Come on, it's sold out. Oh, it's sold out, isn't it? <laughs> so <laughs> you can't come to North on Saturday night. Ha ha. Because they, oh, they pulled me out of retirement. I'm doing a Terry Funk. Hey. Coming out of retirement as a North MC. He should have taken the money. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Muff, what have you got coming up, you, Just you scrummy you little treacle pudding? You want to smother you in custard. Yeah, I love a treacle cover. Whatever. Uh, I have got just the thing you have said. I'll have you some rest. And I'm going to North and have a good time. Yay! I've been to a North show in bloody ages. Yeah. You stream on Thursdays? I'm streaming on Thursdays. By the time this goes out, it already happened. Playing Fallout New Vegas. Pew, pew. We tried reading Brian Gerwitz. Said his name wrong again. He even said the book. Gerwitz. Mm. And uh, people didn't seem to like it much because uh, oh. the first book, basically, the first chapter basically reads like Father Ted doing that. And now on to Liar's speech. Oh, no. So, uh, <laughs> 
they want me to move on to something else. So that was that was money well worth spent on the, the Kindle store. Maybe we'll move on to something else, but I'll just be reading and maybe having a look at the Games Master book, which I bought. And Ooh, nice. Started. Oh, lots of drama. There's no reason to plug that. I just thought I'd say something I'm doing. Um, cool. Yeah, wrestling and stuff. Here oh. at the Cold of Hot. Oh, uh, I would like to thank everybody who donated to my Just Giving because I did the Alzheimer's Walk in South Shields. Did you? Hey! Bloody hell, mate. Right. Well done. Oh, thank you. It wasn't like it wasn't like an arduous, it was just a bit of a walk, but it was fun. No, how well, long was it? raising money for Jackson? 7K. It was all right. And better it was, better um, than no, zero, okay? Well, well I did it. I completed it. So. Well done. But thank you to everybody who donated there. Um, and I think the Just Giving might still be open, but I'm not sure how long it stays open for after the event itself. Fantastic. But thank you, everybody. And it was yeah. a lovely day. I got to go on the Shields Ferry because the Metro Line's closed. And it's the first time in my oh, life right. that I've been on the ferry. Oh, oh yes. In a great... Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked how bored everyone else was because it's clearly part of right. the regular yeah, community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. They've only been in it once, and I'm like, yay. Yeah. And I was like, here we go. Why is no one sitting next to the side right. to see over? Because it's cold. I want to sit inside. Uh, I'll, I'll say... Uh, Mailbag.com, <clears throat> patreon.com, forward and... Adam Jones, Joe's dog. Mm, Rufus. Description below, hopefully. And this has been Jack. This has been Tom. This has been myself. This has been Puppet Jack, the bother of wrestlers. How dare you? Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We are now going to look at this lovely screen here and think of something to say. A count of three. Wow, what possible things we can say. Know, yeah, wow. On the count of three. One, two, three. Chucky Muffin. Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was going to be that. <laughs> 